Woo! Man! <laughs> I, we are here. Uh, welcome to the Exploding Heads Horror Podcast. Uh, this is a big, big night, a big, big show. We're really excited. I'm Dave Z, and uh, there's not much to say. Uh, let's, let's, let's get on with the important people here. We have a guy over here. Christian, listen, you are doing 25 days of uh, Elf on the Shelf murders. Or what is it called? What's it called? Elf. 25 deaths of the Elf on the Shelf. Full disclosure, it was, I, did them, I did two years in a row, 2013-2014. I've slacked in 2015 and 2016. Uh, a combination of podcasts, being busy, doing different things. So I haven't, I haven't done a new season. But maybe next year we'll do a, a third season or something. What do you mean? This is the new season you're doing now, isn't it? No, this is all stuff I did a couple years ago. I just but I never I never put it to Facebook video. So if you actually go to YouTube, you can actually see all the stuff. But I oh, put, yeah. I put it to Facebook video because uh, you get a lot more distribution a lot faster. People and then you know people can like dislike whatever uh, the videos very quickly and, and pass them along or skip right over them. So I did that with the the Halloween movie and the big, biggest amount of watches that we've ever gotten. And the Elf on the Shelves are doing well. They're doing well. Like, I mean, but yeah, I filmed season one. When I say season one, that is actually from 2013 and season two is okay. from 2014. I know it sounds really pompous to say season one and season two, but that's how I decipher between them. Hey, and, then we're doing... can- and then it got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> funding, funding ran out for season three. Funding ran out. Yeah. Well, are we pompous because this is season two of uh, of Exploding Heads? Uh, yeah, okay, we're pompous, right. but fuck it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Right. Okay. Now, where can they find this Elf on the Shelf? If, if for, for for someone that is not in our Facebook group, and I can't imagine why you wouldn't be, yes. we're over a thousand members now. Uh, now, even if half those people, uh, the new members, are listening to the show, then we've gained a lot of listenership. I don't know, but. We're getting big in there, and it's it's really cool. So, guys, you know, continue to join. That that's the only plug I'm gonna give. Just Facebook, just find us in there because we're growing. But anyway, where can they find it if they're not in the Facebook? Group? Yeah, again, if you're not on the Facebook page, which I implore you to join or Facebook group, uh, you can find them on YouTube. And literally, if you type in 25 deaths of the elf on the shelf, it'll go right to the playlist. Okay. There you go, guys. So, so check them out. Now, uh, Brandon. So Christian's doing 25 Days of Elf on the Shelf Death. Brandon is doing, for Hanukkah, eight days of 2016 rewatches. Is this correct? No, I wanted to do the 25 deaths of the mensch on the bench. <laughs> Derek wants me to do that next year. Honestly, Christian, if you want to do it, I have some really, really offensive ideas. <laughs> As long as I have you to help be my scapegoat when I have to oh, explain absolutely. myself, perfect. <laughs> yeah, he could be like the um, the Robin to your Howard, yeah. right? You'd be like, Basically, are, Christian, are you Jewish? No, but I've got a friend who is, <laughs> <laughs> and he wrote oh. this. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome! That's I'm awesome. all for it, man. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. You know awesome. me. I'm, I'm, you know, the the, the elf thing. This is something really cool because two years ago when that elf was really big, I wanted to do something like this, but not like you. I wanted to make a video. I wanted to take pictures of the elf doing different things where he was the killer. 
you know, uh, putting them in different positions and taking pictures, put a Jason mask on them, do this, do that. Yeah, yeah. This is when the elf first came out because I got sick of seeing it and everyone putting up these elf pictures <laughs> yeah. on Facebook. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be the guy that's going to cut. I'm the horror guy, so why not? I'm going to be the guy that's going to put up bloody things and the elf. But you know what? That elf was so damn expensive, I couldn't even bring myself to buy it just for that reason. It was like $30 plus. Oh, it's a ridiculous. It comes with the book, the whole nine yards. I, it was given to us as a gift. I didn't even know what the hell it was. Cheap bastard. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what, Brandon? While well, I'm going to take this this opportunity to, I've always wondered about this. When you're now, there's eight days of Hanukkah with eight gifts, correct? Or yes. is it more than eight gifts? No, it's, 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 it's eight nights. Okay, so it's eight nights. Is is it one gift a night, or can it be more? I mean, there's no rules. Usually, it's one gift a night, but okay, there's no. We don't rules. Need- we don't really even follow that anymore. I mean, we don't even do gifts. It's not that big of a holiday for the kids, you know. My for my niece and nephew, we'll get them the a kids. bunch of stuff. But otherwise, you know, it's usually just what do you want? One thing, two things, and that's it. Okay, so this is what I really wanted to get to. When you were a kid, and let's say you know Christmas vacation, whatever, you have friends, you know that 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 celebrate Christmas. You didn't. Now, basically, when you would go over to their houses. You know, let's say end of end of December, first week of January, you're on vacation, whatever. When you look at the presents they got, and when you had the presents you got, were, did you feel slighted because they had more, or did you have more? Or was it kind of equal? I've always wondered about this. Nah, it all evens itself out. Okay. It does. Okay. I've always wanted to know. I never had the chance to ask anybody, so... Thank and that, you for what an answer to put that all that thought in your head to eat. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm happy. I'm happy that everybody feels good about things. Eh, so. It all evens itself out. It's, <laughs> Done. That's it. <laughs> okay, I got right. nothing. No, that that's fine. That's good. Then we can get off this BS and, and get onto the show. Speaking of BS, we're not going to have any this week. We're getting right into the show, except for that next show. Next show we're gonna have we have emails coming Tons in we have shit. some voicemails. <laughs> What's that? Tons of BS next show. Hundred <laughs> percent. Tons of BS next show. None this show. Matter of fact, next show might be the only show ever that we don't have a review. I don't know. We still might have a review. We don't know, but it's just gonna be playing around next week. Next show. Uh, tonight, this is our 2016 year wrap up. We're doing our top ten plus six. Um, and a bunch of cool stuff. So we're going to get right into it. Everybody that's listening now, we're not going to spoil any movies, but I think it's fair to say that we are going to probably, we're talking about a ton, a ton of movies tonight. So I think it's fair to say some things might be said that are plot points or maybe a kill that happened or this or that. So I'm not going to say we're spoiler free. We're not going to just get it. You're not going to say, oh, this happened at the end of this movie, a big plot twist or something. We're not going to do that, but... Just so the listeners know, we're going to say things and be prepared. Something else, if this is your first time listening to the show and you don't want to hear us do all this nonsense and everything else and already you can't stand us, uh, we timestamp everything. So if you just want to go to the top 10 plus 6 countdown, then look at the timestamps and go to it. Hopefully you stick around if it's your first listen, but whatever. I just want to put that out. Why not top 16 of 16? Because Big Mouth, you said you didn't like the sound of top 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 sixteen of sixteen. You said I like it sixteen for sixteen. You have I wanted sixteen for sixteen. <laughs> Christian, back me up on this. Didn't I say that on, on Banana Laser we did top thirteen of thirteen? And Brandon piped in on the chances. I, I think top ten for 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 I think top ten just sounds better. 
So we'll do it. It's better to market it that way. And I was like, hmm, maybe you're right, sir. Christian's got... I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually feeling like I'm pulled in two different directions here because I do remember talk of both. I just can't remember who said what, so I don't want to put anybody on the spot. But I do remember top 16 of 16 came up, and for whatever reason, we thought we were going to go back to top 10, yet for whatever reason, we all have 16 on our list. So who cares? It's top who 16 of 16 now. <laughs> okay. Fair. Fair enough. Top 16 of 16. We're doing everything in 16. We're doing 16 movies. Uh, for our tops, we're going to do 16 questions slash awards after that. And I'm so, going to give you 16 inches. Oh! In your, in your bottom. Yeah. Hey. bottom. <laughs> You're going to give us 16 centimeters, Mr. Canada. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what is 16 centimeters equal to in, in, in inches? Uh, times, three inches. Yeah, divided by 2.5. No, times 2. Point, no. 6.3 inches. Yeah, thank you. Wow. Mr. Mathematician here. I looked it up. Okay. <laughs> okay, looked 6. it up that quickly. Wow, look at this guy, right? Okay, 6.3 sounds a little... I'll give you that. I'll give you 6.3. Just if don't give the, me If six. I pull my balls back, yeah, I might get a little... Yeah. <laughs> start, starting at the spleen, maybe. <laughs> and shave, and shave, and start from the skin. And yeah, 6.3. <laughs> that's, why I've got this, that's why I've got this award-winning personality. Let's put it that way. <laughs> You are so a charming guy, and now we know why. <laughs> oh, well, what's my excuse? I have a good personality, and I'm hung like a horse. Some people get lucky, I guess. Yeah, right. yeah. He comes <laughs> yeah. in two seconds, but... <laughs> <laughs> wait, this is no BS show. What are we doing here? Yeah, wait, no BS. Okay, let's do this. First thing we're going to do, check it out. Right now, let me just say one more thing. This really... Doesn't this feel like... Um, doesn't this feel like the... It is the end of the year. Doesn't this feel like the whole the, the whole first year of podcasts? We just two shows ago we had our first anniversary, right? Doesn't this feel like everything ends now? Like this is the season finale, kind of, and like everything starts over tomorrow in a way. Yeah, I know what you're yeah. saying. Well, it's just the way we started. We couldn't start with the top ten of 2015. People are like, "Who the fuck are these guys to give their top tens?" <laughs> Right. <laughs> we had a very short first season. Technically, this is the end of our second season. Oh, shit. Dave laughed so hard, his earplugs popped out of his head. His <laughs> head exploded and his earplugs literally. He's like, we are no, in season was, three. This is technically the end of season two. Technically, because we oh, had yeah. a very short season one. I don't we know we had an inaugural show, a Christmas show, and a year-end show for season one. How pompous would that have been? Coming right out of the gate, eh, we're really exploding here. This is our top ten picks of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had to. Uh, come on. Yeah. A good podcast has to have a end-of-year show. I mean, come on. <laughs> but, yeah, doesn't it seem that? Because we have the anniversary, and then we have a Christmas thing, which is kind of a Christmas thing. It's in the middle, and then we're here. So this just has that feeling of, like, all the movies I watched this year – like, tomorrow, I'm actually going to relax for the first time in months. I'm not going to make... I don't have to watch a movie or rewatch a movie or anything. It, it's like it's like this is the Super Bowl or something, and then tomorrow is, you know, all, all the NFL players can relax for... I like the football reference, given the fact that we are fumbling through this opening. <laughs> hey! And with that, yes. All right. Uh, let me tell you what we're going to do here. We're going to get into different categories, uh, subgenres for the year. 
um, differ of different horror subgenres. We're gonna go. Th- I have ten different ones. I don't have sixteen. Sorry, I have ten different ones. The first thing we're gonna do is I'm just gonna name them off. Then we're each, each of us are each gonna pick one and highlight it. Unless it's on our top sixteen, then we're not because we're saving it. So we're gonna go through the categories. We want to talk about as much as we can in this time together. Yeah. How about this? Let's start this off. Before we go into it, how many movies? Brandon, last year, how many movies did you watch? 150-something? 159 last year. Okay. And he said he was going to cut back this year. How many did you watch this year? 122, but with rewatches. Oh, get out of here. No, seriously, I didn't do rewatches last year. With rewatches this year, I'm not even joking. I'm probably 170. Wow. Okay, well, we're, we're not, that does not count. It counts in my brain. 122 is your answer. So that's still a lot. Now, now Christian, you, I remember you saying you didn't see as much as you wanted to because you didn't get into the podcast, this type of podcast, until almost the end of the year, so you weren't really making it a mission to watch as much horror from 15 as possible. But what did you do last year, and what did you do this year? Do you know? Yeah, last year, I think... I came in at around like 35 <laughs> movies or something like that. And, and most of them were done when we started the podcast to pre- right. so that I could actually feel comfortable preparing like a top 10 list. I'd seen it follows in, in all the, uh, all, all the big releases, but uh, you know, there's we, as we well know, there's much more to the genre and, and uh, that doesn't get a wide release and that was really cool that opened my eyes so it was really cool this year with a combination of doing i thought i started the year really well and it feels like at the end you're playing catch up because i think for the first six months i i think i saw everything new right if there's a new movie i thought i think i saw it and yeah for and the then, show we did and then a lot we started doing yeah and then we started doing the um the found footage challenge and you know to cut yeah. this answer down a little shorter i ended up watching 54 movies this year so Not just bad, almost man. 20 more than last year. Uh, so I'm still disappointed. Like, I mean, it's half of what you guys did, but... It's, it's honestly, less than half. Yeah, shut up. But, uh, well, with, well, with my rewatches, I, um, I think I saw 300 <laughs> With, with the rewatches, it's a third of what we did. <laughs> <Shut the> fuck. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to kill oh. that mensch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Awesome. How about me? Last year I was at 78. This year I wanted to stay around the same, and I ended up doing much more. So this year I ended up at 113 is my yes. final number. Congratulations. Yeah. You get yeah. your big boy pants now. Yeah, oh. yeah. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a credible host now. I've, you know, officially. 113 is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, how so. many is shit, though? That's the problem. There's a lot ah, of shit in that, right? I'm glad you asked. I couldn't have planned a better segue. We, Brandon and I were talking about this right before you got on here, and I said of 113 movies, only 13 of them were rated a five or below. So 100 oh. movies I rated a five and a half or higher. Yeah, okay. that, what a year! What a I, great year! It's a fantastic year, and people were coming down on this year. About They're you know three so- four months ago, people were like, "Ah, this is not a memorable year." Uh, I don't know what people were talking about because yeah, there's a lot of Good to great movies. I think a lot... And then if you look at probably your top threes, you could say a couple of, you know, modern masterpieces, if you will. And we'll get there. Yes, we will. In the next 20 minutes. Yeah, well, yeah, we're getting there. 20 minutes, he says. (laughs) 
But uh, listen, it was a great year. Here's what I'm going to say this. It started off okay. Not a lot seemed to be coming out. But we did get a lot of good stuff. Then in the middle, there was kind of a lull there where me personally, I watched a lot of movies in a row that were like six, six out of ten. They were just there. Just another horror movie. Nothing stood out. Then the last three months, it just went bananas. And I was seeing great movie after great movie. So it started off strong, but with not a lot of, you know, releases. Then it was a lull. And then at the end, it just was great. It went so. banana laser. <laughs> I was going to say, wrong show. <laughs> Did I say the word laser? No, you, you, went, you just went bananas. Oh, okay. All right. It so went bananas. kiwis. Yeah, I got some kiwis for you. Right. Okay, let's get into this. Uh, the first category for 2016 is slashers. Now, slashers this year, we had more this year than we had last year, I think. I, I venture to say. We covered one of them. Matter of fact, the very first movie we covered this year was a slasher, and that was Kill Game. So there's Kill Game, Ditch Day Massacre, Most Likely to Die, All Through the House, Fun House Massacre, Last Girl Standing, Windmill Massacre, Fear Inc., Scare Campaign, and we added Francesca and Masks to that list, did we not? Yes. We, we decided to call them slashers. Okay. Yeah. Italian and, and German slasher. Galileo's. Okay. And if, they're, and if they're on our, you motherfucker, and if they're on our <laughs> top 16, we don't mention them in this round. It's got to be exactly. off of our top 16. Okay. Yeah. Just mention one that didn't make your 16. Okay. Yeah. One that didn't make the 16 that we want to highlight. And I'll tell you what, I don't care who goes first. And I don't care who goes last. So. Okay. Whatever. The Windmill Massacre. There you go. <laughs> Suspense. Smart. Free. Yeah. There you go. It was, it was a fun <laughs> slasher movie. Yes. It was fun. It was old school. It was it was what a slasher, the formula that we always talk about that we can't understand why people can't get right. It's right. It, yeah, it, it's a only, simple thing. The only the only drawback. There's two things that keep it from maybe being even. I wouldn't say perfect, but even better is probably the better way to say it is uh, the hocus pocus mumbo jumbo at the end. I could have done without when yeah. and the fire part, and it really didn't have a climax. It didn't. I mean, it had a climax. It didn't really have a final chase. Or a very good final chase, I guess. It just sort of happened. like Right. It was shocking, though, when it happened. Yeah, true. True. That particular scene that mm -hmm. we were yes. all yes. thinking of. I was like, whoa. But yeah. I really Literally, I was like, whoa. It was sweet. And it's simple. It was a simple slasher. It gave us what we want to see. And Hey, more I mean, killer windmills, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. More killer windmills, yeah. But yes, that was a good one. Uh, what did you uh, What did you give it? I I ended up rating it a seven out of ten, and I think I um, I re-rated that one because I did watch it uh, a second time, and I think I came in at about an eight, and I'm like, you know what, a seven is 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 still a, a good movie, a very good movie. Yeah. Depending oh, yeah. On how you, so I think that's a fair, and I, I'm very happy with that rating. So I did seven out of ten. I only saw it one time. And maybe if I rewatched it, it would have come in lower. But I watched it one time, and I give it 8 out of 10. And I said it was my favorite slasher of the year. So you started off with a good movie. Nice. Yeah. And what about you, tough guy? All right. Well, I specifically made you add those two films because I wanted to bring up Masks. Masks was competing for that 16th spot, and ultimately it just wound up at 17. And it's a German film. It actually was made in 2011, just came out this year. Very yeah, much weird. like a giallo, though. 
feels mm-hmm. like an Italian film. Like and a Galileo? Yeah. Like a, Galileo. a yeah. <laughs> Juicy Galileo, and yeah, it, it, it's uh, yeah, it's a great. Movie. Did, you, did you guys see it? Yeah, 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 it was terrific. I was I was really pleasantly shocked by this. I love the story oh, behind it. I, I love the lead very, actress. Very pleasantly shocked by this. And I love the way it plays out. I, I specifically love the ending to this film. I don't yeah. recall understanding the ending, but. I enjoyed the entire film as a whole. It reminded me of the story of like, uh, it, of course, it was after I had seen Neon Demon, so it kind of had a Neon Demon type flavor to it, or Starry Eyes, if you will, but not on that grand of a scale. Where you're talking Hollywood, you're talking, um, yeah, Broadway be, or whatever place, yeah. wherever they have place, you know. <laughs> yeah, but but very much an Italian feel to it. Mm, oh yeah, yes, and and yeah. kick-ass freaking murders. Yeah. Which, absolutely. absolutely fantastic which is important yeah now now what did you give that and what grade did you give windmill massacre because you didn't give one for that windmill massacre i gave a seven and a half and this one i had a seven and a half to an eight i ultimately wound up giving it an eight and uh but it just missed out i gave it an eight as well so i'm with you and what about you me if it's on your top 16 all you have to say is Top 16. And okay, it's on my top 16, guys. There, I'll edit Go. that in. <laughs> on your top 16, we will wait. Okay. We'll wait Congratulations, Dave shit the bed. Usually it's Christian. <laughs> Why did I shit the bed? Because you asked Christian. and you. I have to ask him. You spoiled one of his 16 already. <laughs> I have to ask him. Yeah. Well, what I'm are you supposed I... to do? Just not say anything in this position? No, I, I can't wait for him to actually bring it up because maybe, you know, spoiler, maybe he wants to give his interpretation of the ending. I don't want to spoil films, but this is one where my interpretation of it, I, I think I understood it fine, but I just wanted to see what he thought. Okay, all right. <laughs> and, and, we'll, and we'll talk more, absolutely. Uh, now, boy, there was a lot to choose from here, and... Um, which one do I want to discuss? You know what? It was the, it's the last movie I watched, so I will discuss this movie, Fear, Inc. I, I, I just watched this for the second time, and you know what? I don't want to talk about this movie. <laughs> oh, I know what you want to talk about. You, want, you know? Okay, tell me. What do I want to talk you about? You want to talk about Scare Campaign. Yeah, I do want to talk about Scare <laughs> I know you do because it's a great movie and it needs to be talked about. <laughs> I agree, yeah. If you guys haven't seen Scare Campaign... Go check it out. It's got a great setup. It's like one of those. It's like Scare Tactics. These people had that show, Scare Tactics, mm-hmm. and that's the plot of this story. They have a show like Scare Tactics, and some new group comes around that's doing like YouTube videos, I guess. But they're a lot more hardcore than what these guys are doing, and they're like in their third season or something. And the producer pressures them, you know, you guys got to get a little more realistic than this. This is getting old hat, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's a little subplot between the the producer of it and, and the main girl. And that's the movie I don't want to spoil one damn thing about. No. That's why I just said the plot, and that's it. So that's a movie you guys should check out. That one, I give that an 8 out of 10. What do you guys think about uh, Scare Campaign? I'm with you. The exact same score, 8 out of 10. I, don't, I definitely don't want to say anything about the film except check it out. All right. I copy your guys' thoughts on that one as well. Uh, all right. I can dig it. All right. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> christian you you don't have to join us for the top 16 yeah. part. <laughs> you could just sit out that part i know what the shit <laughs> all right 
let's pick movies that aren't as good next from now on. <laughs> Again, decent decent uh, amount of slashers this year. Now, home invasion is our next category here. Home invasion got kind of weird this year because they they added something to it, where it became kind of a reverse home invasion became kind of the thing, with with, with a twist. You know, you, you have, uh, this is what I have here. I have Crush the Skull, Intruder, Recovery, Sweet Home, Hush, and Don't Breathe. If I forgot something, I don't know. That's what I have there. What should we talk about here? There's some there's some heavy hitters in this category. We don't want to cover any heavy hitters. I'll mention one that I thought was a lot of fun. Not, right. on, my, not on my list, personally, but it was a lot of fun, and that was Crush the Skull. Just a solid film. I think I rated it a 7. Basically... Breaking into the wrong home and all sorts of shenanigans take place, but sort of, even though it's it's brutal at times, it's it felt almost more lighthearted and comedic. Yeah, the dialogue was kind of comedic. Yeah, yeah. I really I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, uh, my shout out, I guess, would be Sweet Home. There you go. Good yeah. call. That was good too. That was in the apartment complex, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, very... well, well filmed. Great acting. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just uh, a great, great uh, payoff. I didn't uh, I didn't know that you got around to Sweet Home. I saw it, like, earlier in the year. I really liked it. And I think when I when I initially discussed it on the show, neither of you guys had seen it. No. And then, I took your no. recommendation. I, every time you guys mention a movie, I re- would write it down. So I played mm-hmm. a lot of catch-up. And I saw almost, almost everything. Like I said, there's, like, maybe two to four that I didn't get to see that I would have liked to have seen for this show. Nice. Okay. Now, what do you guys give that movie? I, I gave it an eight, but I've only seen it once. But I saw it once, and I was so pleasantly surprised, because I've said it many times here before, Home Invasion isn't really normally my cup of tea. But just everything about this movie worked for me, and I gave it an eight out of ten. So what about you guys? Sweet Home? Yeah. 7.5. Sweet Home, I get, I get, yeah, I gave it a uh, seven. All right, all right. Not bad. Uh, I guess I'll bring one to the table here. Recovery. Am I the only guy that saw Recovery? No, I saw it. Okay. Uh, I have not. Uh, I believe ultimately I gave it like a 7 out of 10. Um, it was interesting. It, it took a while to actually get to the part where you can call it Home Invasion. It was kind of the climax when they got there. It had it had a really good setup. It was um, this girl and her, and her friends. They were getting ready to graduate. And uh, I think it was the night before graduation. There were they had a find my I, find my phone app. It was stolen or something or other, and it went from there. She lost her phone, right? Is that what? It yeah, was? yeah. She lost her phone. They tracked the phone, <laughs> and then it turns into like a a home invasion. And I just want to recommend that film. I, like I said, yeah. seven out of ten. Nothing, nothing incredible, but seven out of ten is nothing to sneeze at. And oh, that's good. Home, I was six point five on that. Nice. I, I was gonna pull Sweet Home up, but Christian, you know, he jumped on it, so. But I'm glad we, we got to talk about it. So there you go. There's three you should see. Recovery, Crush the Skull, and Sweet Home. And I think the others, uh, there's some heavy hitters in that category this year that we're most likely getting to later. So found footage, next category. This is an interesting year for found footage. Um, not, necessarily, not necessarily a very good year, which, you know, if you listen to the show, you know that we're all, we all kind of like that. The, that you know found footage movies uh, christian a year ago when we recorded this very episode said he wasn't very fond of them and i put him on the spot and next next thing you know i mentioned hey i got a list next thing you know the next show began the found footage challenge and the man has come around so yes, yes i have you can safely say that 
all of us are found footage fans now, correct? Oh, yeah, I could definitely say I'm a fan. And I've always well, been. Yeah, and I have too. So, so that's good. Okay, so um, not a very strong year for found footage movies, unfortunately. And more on that later, because uh, <laughs> there's a question about it, and there's one in particular that I'm going to highlight later in the evening. I will say the one I want to discuss is uh, the triangle. You know, I, I mentioned it not too long ago on the show, maybe two or three, ep- two or three episodes ago. But I, I want to mention it again in case people are listening to us for the first time or, or did, don't remember me mentioning it before. But the triangle was quite an interesting movie. In a, in a way, as it's unfolding, I was thinking this is what the sacrament kind of should have been because it kind of it's it's very similar in the beginning. And as I've said many times, I'm not a fan of the sacrament, mostly because of how I knew what was going to happen and how it was exactly like Jonestown, except a lot less intense. And it just was very derivative of Jonestown, so it, it just kind of irked me. I'm not going to get into all that, but... The Triangle has a similar setup. They get a letter from a friend. They have to go see him. They go there. And, of course, they're thinking something's fishy. It's, it's Like I said, it's a little bit like the sacrament. And as I'm watching this, I'm saying, no, this is more original. And there's things that come up here later on, and I won't spoil it at all. Uh, I give this one a 7 out of 10. My only disappointment was in the ending, and I really wish I would have watched it again because maybe it wouldn't disappoint me this time because I see it coming. But if you're a fan of found footage, mockumentary-type movies, check out The Triangle. And I don't think you guys got around to this, did you? Nope. No, sir. Okay, well, someone else jump in then. All right, I, uh, I chose Winner's Tape All. Ah, nice. Nice. What a nostalgic, wonderful documentary about two brothers who, uh, who sh- made these cheesy shot-on-video films in the 80s. And now this one guy rediscovers them and wants to find them to uh, redistribute the films. Oh, man. So much fun. So much fun. I went into this based off a recommendation from a friend, and I had no idea what to expect, but I loved it. Highly recommend it. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Wow, an 8? Yeah. Wow. And you know why I thought even higher of it, because I'm being very cryptic a little with this because i think the less you know about this the better because it, it threw me for a loop i was totally oh. into it because you <laughs> thought it, you thought it was legit i thought it was legit the whole way see me as uptight as i am i thought it may have been legit by the description i saw and i wasn't gonna waste my time with it because it was crunch time and i wanted to make sure it was a horror movie or i wasn't gonna watch it because i was preparing for this very show we're on so i was like I'm not going to waste my time with a documentary if it's just a documentary. Granted, I was interested in it. The subject matter sounded really cool. And I was like, well, maybe I'll wait until, you know, after the 2016 show and I'll watch it. But then when I was researching it, I come to find out that it's a movie. And I was like, okay, now I'm going to check it out. And I am glad I did. And this is an, uh, I want to watch this again. Ultimately, I didn't come high like you did. I came in six and a half. I enjoyed it. But it was funny because you said there was a big surprise. And well, yeah, the, the big surprise to me was I didn't realize it was a faux documentary. I thought it was real. I thought it was a documentary. And I know the dialogue <laughs> is quite comical at times and, and absolutely ridiculous, some of the things they're yes, saying. Yes, it is. But, they, cocky. but, but it was yeah. funny. But it was funny. And I'm like, these guys are just characters. I'm like, I love these guys. But they actually made these guys look 30 years older somehow. Yeah. Didn't they, look, didn't they look 30 years older? 
Like, they still looked good, but they looked like they were in their late 40s now versus being 18, 19. I, yeah, I, I haven't <laughs> thought about it until you just brought it up, but yeah. To me, they looked just different enough in the current scenes versus the flashback scenes, but it was a, it was a lot of fun. Definitely check it out. I, I agree. Everybody should see this. Everyone that's a fan of, of shot on video or even any, anything from the 80s, that type of stuff. I hate definitely... shot on video, but but it, 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 just right. the charm of it and just the feel of the film. It's like it's like yeah. made by horror fans for horror fans. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, even though my ranking wasn't as strong as yours, I will recommend everybody check this movie out for sure. It, it, I, it's, on, it's on Amazon Prime. I don't know... Where else, honestly, it's available? I'm not even sure if, it, if is there a physical media of this or no? I believe it did get a release, but okay, I I watched it on Prime as well. Okay, I wasn't sure, but yeah, anybody listening that has Prime, watch this one. So definitely, good, good, good choice, Christian. What, did you see this one? And uh... no, uh, I will have to check it out. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I'm going to recommend they're watching. I recommend that. Even though I'm not 100% with the batshit crazy ending with all the CGI, <laughs> but the fucking setup from the beginning to that point is phenomenal. I love it. Agreed. And Agreed. I was like, what happened? And I, I think I touched upon this in the last episode uh, because I had just seen it. And so I haven't watched it a second time, but I, I gave it a seven and a half, sorry, seven out of 10. Um, and it would have been higher. And it could have been a nine if it if it had a better ending. I love the credit, like the opening credit. Even I loved. It looked like right out of the like they live uh, credit font, yeah. and it was there watching. And it was set up really well, and the acting was really good. It introduced things better than a lot of these found footage movies do. It was creepy, and then it just went off the rails. <laughs> and you're either gonna love it for going off the rails, or that's what's gonna keep it from being. I didn't ruin the movie, but I was scratching my head going, why? Why'd they do that? It was a major tone shift in yes. the final 20 minutes. I still gave it a yeah. 7 out of 10. And I agree with you that, that it would have definitely been better had they stuck more with the feel of the first two-thirds of the film. But I, I do love the fact that it just, by the end, you're like, what the hell is am I watching? Literally, I, like, what the hell is this? You know... My experience was a little different here, and I, you might think I'm going to come in the highest, and I'm not. But, but the way I feel, the first time I watched this movie, it was one that I, I remember liking, but I only gave it a 6 out of 10, and I could not remember why. And I started seeing people on Facebook and on social media recommending this movie. And I'm a found footage guy, especially this kind of found footage, because it's, it's, it's the faux documentary, which I love that stuff. And I will give it praise for that. The opening, like the first 20 minutes, when it's like one of those, um, what are those things called? Uh, flip this house or whatever. You know, it looks yeah. so genuine. It looks so genuine. It looked fantastic. And I'm a sucker for that. When you can make me really believe I'm watching something that I could see on the freaking learning channel or on the travel channel or one of them damn things. HGTV. HGTV. I Listen, I dug it. But I didn't remember anything about it. So that's why it was in that six area. Most of the movies that are in my six area are movies that I don't remember. You know, that I saw a while ago and I just remember the, how I felt. So everyone's kind of not pimping the movie, but I'm hearing people recommend it. And I'm like, maybe I missed out on something here. What is it? So the other night, 
I watched it again. It's on Netflix, so it's easy to pull right up. So I watched it. I'm like, man, I'm really digging this. Why did I only give this movie a six? So now when I get to the end, I don't have a problem with the shift in tone, as you guys said, or where or how it's batshit or anything like that. My main problem was strictly with the CGI. <laughs> I don't mind. I thought all the stuff that happened was great. Yeah. And I, I'm not usually a guy that picks on CG, but in this case, uh, the movie was so well done, and all of a sudden, it's like I'm watching PlayStation. I was like, yeah, is this, I hear you. It's a real disappointment because everything about the film was so, so spot on for this kind of movie, and I was like, Ah, oh, if you don't have the budget to have good CG, just don't do it. You had you had me reeled in through this whole film, and then you did this. So I guess now I could probably bump it up. I might even say seven because the setup and everything was really good. Was was it just the CG? It sounds like you guys were had more of a problem with the the third act in general. No, I think the CG has a big. That's a lot of it. Because of that, it's like all of a sudden just lasers being shot out, this, that, and the other thing. It's just like <laughs> too much, too much from a subtle setup to this yeah. uh, bad shit. But it, it, the CG does play into it. And it definitely takes away points as well, unfortunately. Yeah. You feel the same way, Brandon? It's just mostly the CG? Yeah, well, I don't think it's necessarily only the CG. I think it probably could have had a... a, a different more stylized ending than going that route in the first place because not only does it go crazy with this less than stellar cg but then it gets actually a little comical at some points so yeah, I, uh I, but but I but, but i but i still but i liked it i liked it for what it was like a you know seven it's a solid seven it's a fun watch yeah i just i just can't get that taste out of my mouth of the cg it just was such a turn off i was like well try rinsing wish... with comet <laughs> <laughs> Comet, yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, that go uh, that comet goes in another uh, body part, not in the <laughs> mouth. <laughs> oh, and uh, I I didn't list the movies for, for fall footage. I'll do it really quick. Uh, Blair Witch, The Triangle, RWD for Rewind, Break In, Winners Tape All, Hangman, Bad Ben, Hell House LLC, and they're watching. That's that's what we have in our categories now. Now we're on to hauntings slash ghosts. And, you know, don't pick on me because I did the best I could with with, uh, writing these movies down. Some of these movies are hard to put in in the right uh, heading, uh, classify them the right way, I should say. So you might be listening saying, hey, that's not a haunting or a ghost. You're an idiot. Well, whatever. That's just just what I did. It's the best of my memory. But I'll tell you one thing. To me, these are either really bad or really good so i'm almost afraid to make a selection because i have a feeling it'll be on people's 16s but let me start by by naming them off and again i apologize now if, if you don't think these belong in this category what are you gonna do sorry you know uh so here's what i got the darkness dead room lake erie dark stranger other side of the door within conjuring 2 i am the pretty thing that lives in the house the wailing house on pine street Phobia, The Silenced, The Suffering, Hexecutioners, and Abattoir. I guess that's how I can pronounce it. I don't know. Maybe it's Abattoir. I don't know. Abattoir sounds good. (laughs) 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 That's one of the girls from the band, right? Dancing Queen? Abattoir. Did you you have lights out on that? (laughs) Thank you, sir. You know, lights out 
See, there you go. I put that under paranormal. I didn't know. Would you consider that a haunting or a ghost or a paranormal? Aren't ghosts paranormal? Yeah. No, because par- <laughs> pardon me, not paranormal, supernatural. But hey, let's put that as if you guys think it's better there, put it there. Lights out. I can yeah, wherever. I didn't know. That's why I sent you guys the list prior. In case I'll bring up one that I enjoyed that didn't make my final 16, and that's the silenced Korean mm-hmm. film. I really enjoyed this film, and again, this this is a film much like, not much like, not at, like at all, but in terms of shift in tone, like they're watching, like we just talked about. Like the first two-thirds, not even two-thirds, maybe the first half of the film is much more mystery than it turns into more of a sci-fi supernatural film. And I didn't mind that it was supernatural because we know that we're dealing with with ghosts and disappearances in this film it just becomes maybe a little bit too much of an action film for for me i'm looking but it was it was still very good really well acted i i enjoyed it I, this is one i only watched once i'll probably have to give it a, a second watch at some point but uh i gave it a seven and a half nice you know i am with you 100 percent. my memory isn't as good on it as yours is but i know that i watched it and i enjoyed it but i was a little confused and it's kind of a crime that I didn't watch it again. I, this is one I really should have rewatched. So I kind of dropped the ball on that now that I'm thinking about it. Because I may have come in even higher because it was really well made. It was, it was a real good yeah. film. Yeah. It yeah. Was. yeah. Uh, I, I remember being confused because all the girls kind of had, they wore the same clothes and they had the same hairstyle. So I was kind of getting confused with one girl from the other. And That's funny. This was the first, one of the first times and you know, I'm not being racist, but this was one of the first times where I was really able to to clearly differentiate the characters. Because sometimes it's t- it's tough watching Asian films because they all have long, straight, dark hair, and especially when they're in uniforms, it's right. <laughs> it it can be tough. But this time I had I didn't have much issue at all. But because usually I don't have a problem. All the Juwan films and everything else I watch, and all the other Asian cinema, I don't usually have a problem. But with this one, I did. And you usually have a problem, and in this one, you didn't. Well, that's because with <laughs> Juwan, they, uh, you know, they'll give you the name of the character before each segment. Hey, you well, got yeah. Ki- Kyoko. Hey, Shinmizu. Yeah, except except they have a, a, a Kiyako and a Kayoko on the same Yeah, movie. Kayako, Kyoko, Kiko, <laughs> and Kyoto. And Kyoto. And, <laughs> Good and Mazu. <laughs> What are you talking about? Are these volcanoes you're talking about? <laughs> and shrimp tempura. And shrimp tempura. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd give this an 8 out of 10. But again, I only saw it one time. So, But I just remember being impressed by it and thinking, man, I, I, may, I may go higher. But I didn't rewatch it, and I suppose I should. So stay tuned next year. I'll, I'll tell you what happened on rewatch. <laughs> Christian, you didn't see this one, did you? I did not see this one. I did okay. not. Way to right. put in the effort for the show. Leave him alone. He watched that, 20 more movies. I just feel hungry, so I don't know if I will watch it. Too, <laughs> much, too many Japanese names for my liking. <laughs> Is it even Japanese? It's Korean. Have Tomato, some barbecue. Tomato. Cook, <laughs> cook up the dog. Yeah. Grill up the dog. Yeah. And watch <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> Too soon. Uh, I'm going to uh, mention The House on Pine Street. That was a good film. Yeah. Damn we reviewed it right here. Yep. We reviewed it right we here. Episode right here. I think I came in the highest. I'm not. I can't remember. I gave it an eight. I was seven and a half. Brandon doesn't remember. No, I'm just not talking about it now. <laughs> oh, you've had your fill. You've had your fill. That's it. You're done. <laughs> no, uh, Christian, explain this to yeah. Dave. <laughs> it might pop up later. 
It might pop up later. It might pop up on someone's top 16 list. Who doesn't want to talk about it right now? Okay. (laughs) Pardon me. Okay. Uh, Yes, House on Pine Street. Dave's Um, a simple 40-year-old. Yes. Simple being the the key word here. Yes. Yeah, I enjoyed it as well, House on Pine Street. And if you want to hear more about it, listen to episode where we covered it in its entirety. Um, <laughs> we'll listen a bit later for Brandon's dissertation. Dissertation. That's hey, I'm not, I'm not Steve Carpenter. <laughs> SC. <laughs> uh, you know, the pickings here are slim. Because like I said before, there isn't a whole lot. that I. I they're either poor or they're very good. There's one I want to talk about. I'll say if you haven't seen Phobia, watch that movie. That is one, and I want to say it's Hindi, I, I think Phobia was. Hindi? Hindi. And Hindi, for that like, matter. Like, so it's it's an indie Hindi? <laughs> <laughs> is that a new sub, John? <laughs> it's Hindi. <laughs> Language is spoken. Hindi. Yeah, it's Hindi. Episode 28 will be our top 10 Hindi Indies. <laughs> oh. Is that like Bollywood? Hindi. Right? Yeah, it is Bollywood. Thank you. Should I have said Bollywood? <laughs> it's a Bollywood horror movie. Um, if you can say that. It's the kind of movie where I don't want to say anything, but it, 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 it was ranked high. It was like a 6.9 on IMDb. And uh, I was like, well, I got to see this movie. And I watched it, and I really enjoyed it. Seek this movie out. Uh, I, that, I give that this an 8 out of 10. So check out Phobia. Very, very good. <laughs> very, very good. Very, very good score. Uh, and pretty, pretty ladies in this movie. Pretty, very pretty ladies. Pretty Hindis. Okay. I, hear, I hear they're doing a, uh, they got Harrison Ford to star in Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually like that one. <laughs> Dave actually does like that one. Look, Indiana Jones. Indiana. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let's move on. Now, now, uh, creature features is what I have here. Now, this is kind of a tough thing to uh, to categorize because you know everyone has an opinion on what, what what a creature is and everything else, but. Oh, I think I put lights out as a creature feature. Am I on drugs? My God. Uh, I guess you could get that. Yeah. yeah. It could go either way, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> sort of creature-ish. Yeah. Well, here's what I put in there. I started with the sharks. The shallows and in the deep. Uh, the monster, which is obviously Baskin, Siren, Under the Shadow. That's what I have. Anybody strong, have something they want to Strong category. Strong category. Strong category, yeah. Very strong category. Uh, I'll, I'll mention one that, that obviously didn't make my list, but man, did I love this film, and that's In the Deep. And I believe it's been pulled, and now it's... it's are they going to give it a theatrical release next year, or...? I've heard that it's coming to theaters, yeah, next year, and I believe you know in what? the summertime, which is... That, that's fine. It would, be a, it would be a really fun film to see it on the big screen. I would actually go see it again. Yeah. I know, I know the suspense is gone, because you know what happens. But, but man, I loved it. It really, really has that claustrophobic feel to it. It does have a little bit towards the end where it, it has a little twist, which I saw coming a million miles away. I knew what was going on, but it didn't ruin it for me. It was a lot of fun. I actually gave this film an 8 out of 10, 
One, what, I, prob- probably one of the better shark movies I've seen in a long time. And I enjoyed The Shallows as well, but I enjoyed this one more. I agree with you. I agree. Christian, did you get to see this one or no? I did not. I, I, I wanted to. I got to wait for the theater. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be on his top 10 of two. Th- it'll be on his top 17 of 17. <laughs> well, that's just it. A lot of people listening, they aren't going to see it until next year because it, it came out and then it got pulled. It came to yeah. uh, Look, DVD. Was re- yeah, people bought it. Yeah, yeah they bought it. it. It came to DVD and it also came to VOD. It was also yeah. on Prime and they took it down. So kind of strange. They want, they didn't want to oppose the shallows is what I'm getting out of it. And then somebody decided, well, let's just put it out next year on a post, which I guess does make sense. Maybe they'll re-edit it. Re-edited by assholes. It's quite, <laughs> quite possible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bleached assholes, yes. <laughs> well, I'll talk about this one more later. I really dig it, though. Is there anything I can really bring up here? There, there's so few. I'll say Under the Shadow. That, that's one. Uh, definitely check that out. That is another foreign film. I, I, I want to say Iran. And where, I, I, where to? <laughs> I ran so far away. <laughs> and I ran. <laughs> um, a, flock of, a, night, a flock of seagulls joke. Hey, all right. The youngest guy in the group gets the flock of seagulls reference. Of course nice. I do. Nice, nice. Because his haircut <laughs> still looks like a flock of seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, it sure does. <laughs> it is. It is Iranian. It is Iranian. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was a good under film. the, sh- it was a good film. I've heard some people watch it that they weren't into it as much as I was, but I, I really enjoyed this one. It, it it takes place during the time where. Well, of course, hell, I mean, I guess it could be modern, but it, it was not. It was uh, the 80s when yeah. there's all kind of beef with Iraq and, and things are going on. Um, it's You could tell people are living in this, this time where they have to be fearful of being attacked by missiles and what have you. And it's about a family uh, and the father is serving in their military and he has to go off. And then there's the mother and her child and... You know, somebody compared this to um, Dark Water. I wouldn't, I guess I could kind of loosely see the comparison, but, uh, and I don't want to say too much about it being a creature feature because the funny thing is you don't even really get, you learn about this creature, about the djinn. I'll, I'll, I'll spoil that. And you hear more about the mythology of it and things like that. And you only see so much. So it isn't even so much what they show you, but things do go down. It's it's well made and it's creepy and um, some good stuff going on. So I, that that I give an eight out of ten as well. A lot of eights this year, man. Yeah, I gave it an eight as well. Ah, right on. So that's the one. So Christian, did you see this or no? No, that was on my to watch list, but I just couldn't get to it in time for the shoe. All right, all right. <laughs> for the shoe. So I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend Ten Cloverfield Lane. And it's funny because the creature feature part of that is exactly what I hate about the movie or <laughs> hates maybe the strong word, but what took the points away for the movie because I thought the claustrophobic, uh, you know, twisty part throughout was what really is the meat and potatoes of this and is why you should watch the movie. But yeah, uh, yeah all in all, well, I'm, a uh, veg- I'm a vegetarian, so just the potatoes. <laughs> 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 it's a waka waka kind of night. Yeah. Oh yeah, already. As usual. Yes. Now, I'm glad you brought that up because that that 
for me, suffered from the fact that it was so early in the year and I didn't get a chance to rewatch it. But I totally agree with, with Christian, you know, about the, uh, the claustrophobia part being, you know, the best part of the story. Oh, once, yeah, of course it is. Once it ventures into that third act. It's, it's not bad. I still enjoyed it. But, uh, yeah, not as strong. And John Goodman was terrific, and so was um, now I'm drawing a blank on her name, and his, and the other. I just watched your Black that... Xmas, uh, Black Christmas. Yeah, movie, uh, her. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. so mad. I, I just I should know her name. Yeah, so should I, but I'm blanking. And I, him, I from, who played the killer in Hush. Oh yeah, that's right. He was the killer in Hush. Yes, yeah. uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yes, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And John Gallagher Jr. Yes, the other guy. Yeah. All, yeah. all very goodness. Yeah, damn good movie. I, I give it seven. I'm some. I think that's yeah, what I gave I, it when we reviewed it. Actually. Yeah, I gave it a seven and a half. And I, yeah. and I was a seven. I, find, I don't know if I said that already, but seven, hard seven. Hard seven. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who? Hey. <laughs> Black Phillip, hard seven. Uh, Brandon, like oh, he's watering. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> My chin's all wet. Oh. Oh boy. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to uh, what, what's next here. We have anthologies. Now we didn't have that many anthologies, so um, honestly, I only know of three: Southbound, Holidays, and Patient Seven. We reviewed Southbound. We gave it a full review. We discussed Holidays. I think we all kind of nobody. I think Christian came in kind of high, right? I, Did you come I, in? I came in at six. Okay. Uh, well, my final score is a six. I don't remember if it was a six point five when I first saw it, but I, I ended up at a six. And I'll recommend that for certain segments, like the one Agreed. I just texted you guys with that that one with the uh, the Father's Day uh, segment and a couple of other yeah. ones or standouts, and they're really good. The downfall mm-hmm. is there's a, there's some garbage mixed in there as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah I, I, I. You know what? I, I watched it on Netflix. But I almost wish that I had I had it in, in physical, so I could just chapter search it and just watch the ones I want. You know, that that'd be the way to go. I don't want to recommend buying it because of and, that. And you don't want to fast forward, just skip through the segment <laughs> on Netflix. Well, they, they don't have a segment skip on Netflix. You got to no, it's it's a fast forward. Down. Yeah, you got to uh, physically hold the button down. Jeez. <laughs> well. It's so much easier to have the DVD or the Blu-ray and just press next. I you know? wouldn't want you to physically have to hold the button down. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to do the listeners a favor and say buy it. I'll recommend. Buy it. How's that? I, yeah. Okay. Even though I give I, it a 5 out of 10, I still say yeah, buy it. I think it. I gave it five and a half. I mean, I, I'll revisit it at some point. Maybe on Netflix. Maybe I'll, uh, you know, hold that button down. <laughs> but I'll recommend Patient 7. I kind of enjoyed it, even though the title itself is extreme spoiler. It's not hard to figure out this movie from the very beginning. I still found it very entertaining. Michael Moriarty is um, is always good. Is that who oh, it yeah. was? Michael uh, the lead? What am I saying? No. The, the lead is Michael Ironside. <laughs> Michael Ironside? Why am I saying Michael Moriarty? I don't know. It's alive. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm saying to myself, I'm saying it doesn't sound right. Michael Ironside. Michael Ironside. We'll, we'll edit that out and post. No, we won't. Oh, no, no we won't. <laughs> oh, no, we won't. <laughs> what a doofus. Now they're going to call me Moriarty. I can't you know? say that word, so I can't do it. What, doofus? Uh, Moriarty. See, I can't say the word. I've always had a 
Fuck, we got a Watson, and now we'll have a Moriarty. Now we just need a Holmes. <laughs> um, you can call me Holmes, uh, you know, like you know, like Johnny Wad. Hey. Yeah, no, Patient 7 was fun. I like those types of movies, and you know, when they're, you know, contained in one location, this takes place in a mental institution, and you kind of hear the stories of all the different patients, and it ultimately leads up to, you know, the same result be, every time. Yeah. Eh, maybe so here, but, but it was still entertaining. I, I mean, I knew. Like, spoil it, because I know now that there's seven patients. That's the thing. They spoil it from the very beginning. And honestly, look, this isn't this isn't even us spoiling it. There's, it's called Patient Seven, and they bring it, and he's interviewing six patients. Are you serious? I don't even think there was seven patients. That was I was shit. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on, time out. Because they would just introduce one patient as patient number two twenty six. Send him. Yes, in. but he had he had the six patients waiting in the room, each to be interviewed. Then he interviewed them, and they went back. There were six of them. So you're like, oh my god. Patient seven, but there's only six of them. What's the deal with patient seven? Is he going to come out of the wall like Brahms? Oh. <laughs> no, that would be a fucking turd. Oh. Uh, no wonder uh. I didn't figure out the twist. Holy God, I didn't even think of that. You should have rated this higher than me then. No, I, I didn't. That didn't even matter. No, the twist didn't make any sense. There's no way that could have happened. So that bothered me. But I ultimately rated it kind of low. I gave it a six. But I ultimately just gave it a six because nothing stood out. It was just another horror anthology. I guess it was a good concept. There were some good chapters in there, but ultimately, I don't think there was a standout chapter. I think the one night was good when they, uh, the guy killed somebody who was trying to hide it from his old friends that he bumped into. I remember enjoying that, but ultimately, there wasn't really a big standout, and they all ended the same way. I mentioned this a couple of shows ago. Every single one ended the same way. Where the, the patient was deemed as crazy by this freaking jerk-off doctor that came in. This new big shot. He interviews all these guys and at the end says, you're crazy. On to the next one. And it kept happening. So that was my big beef, honestly. See it, people. Yeah, see it. Sure, sure. <laughs> see it. So, uh, but that's all we had were, was a few. Um, and it's unfortunate, but what are you going to do? Okay, let's go on to Zombies Slash Infected. And we have Train to Basan, The Resort, What We Become, Viral, I put Bite under there. Yeah, I guess it's infected. Summer Camp, and Pride. What the hell's Pride? Something oh. we both don't have. <laughs> <laughs> Gay Pride. <laughs> Sorry. Very good. Oh, brilliant. No, I figured it out. Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. That's what that is. I just wrote Pride down. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'll give man. a shot at the summer camp. I, uh-huh. I really enjoyed it. I know, Dave, you had a problem with a shaky cam, and that did not yeah. distract me at all, funny enough. And I, I really enjoyed that movie. I said the biggest downfall of that film is the title. It, it just doesn't fit that movie. Yeah, I know that they're doing a summer camp. Okay, so, but it just doesn't fit the movie. Summer it's like ki- Jason lives. The kids don't show up till till very late in the film. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. It could have been called anything else. It could have been called The Infected. I mean, I know it's not it'll a good be, title. Just, yeah, a good I, title at all. Christian's the king of freaking uh, of generic titles. <laughs> of horrible, <laughs> awful titles that will stop people from watching. <laughs> the Infected. That's the movie I was gonna actually recommend though. Was Summer Camp, and I love the. Uh, 
You know, the Fuck whole idea people. that the infection wears off. It reminded me a yes. little bit of that, of that movie Husk from like 2010, which was supposedly, I think it was a remake of uh, Scarecrows. Was it? Okay. All right. Husk from 2010. Husk? Kevin Husk. Smith? Husk, okay. All right. I never <laughs> saw that movie. Hindi or indie? <laughs> indie or indie? No, but I I love summer, summer camp. I I did not get nauseous from any shaky cam. I I don't know why I'm the only guy. It was it was so jarring that I I wanted to stop it. And... You might have vertigo. <laughs> yeah. You might want to get to the ENT. You might want to see Doctor <laughs> Lipschitz. <laughs> Brandon, my boy. Yes. Get Doctor Lipschitz on the phone. Yeah, so <laughs> I agree with everything you guys said. I enjoyed the the movie, except for the shaky cam, and I, it took me out. But the fact that it wore off, that was cool. Again, the title could have been better. And that not necessarily infected. I don't go to Christian oh, school. Of, blow. I was just saying they needed something different. Here's what it is about Christian. You got a lot of good ideas. You're a, you're you're a filmmaker. You do things, but when it comes to titles, just leave it to me when we make a movie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> you can do anything you want, but okay. I, I do. will do. Yeah, because you remember you even said, "Well, let's just call it the Exploding Heads Horror Podcast Movie." Isn't that your title? Oh. It's still like that. No, it's called Exploding Heads Horror Movie. Okay, <laughs> I, I take it all back. Brilliant. Thank okay. you. Okay, all right. I won't tease you for that one. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank uh, you. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Here to help. Uh, I think I was the only guy that saw Bite. Did anybody else see Bite? No. Oh, man. It's I too bad because this, this girl gets bit on this trip, and then it turns into, like, body horror. And Your favorite. What a generic I, title. I, <laughs> I, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I am ranting. You know it's a generic title if Christian can't come up with an even simpler <laughs> title for it. Why didn't they just call it Nibble? How about, how about Been Bitten? <laughs> how, about, how about Once Bitten? Yeah. <laughs> What's bitten? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I don't remember what I gave Bite. I think I gave it a 7 or an 8. Somewhere in that area. I enjoyed it, but n- nobody else has seen it, so there's only so much I can say. I think it's on Netflix. I it could is. be wrong. Is it? You're right. You're right. Check it out. That That's a good flick to watch one night. Spend 90 minutes with it on a Friday night. Whatever. I, I enjoyed it. So It's actually 95 cool. minutes long, but only spend 90 minutes with it. Skip the end. And on a Monday <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Listen to these guys. Don't listen to me. All right. Been bit. Uh, <laughs> been bit. Did we? Did we? Yeah, we, we've talked it up. Okay, let's go on to this. Sequels, prequels, and remakes. Here's what we got. Cabin Fever, Martyrs, Conjuring 2, Phantasm Ravager, Ouija Origin of Evil, and The Purge Election Year. Who wants to tackle this? And be careful of the step. Okay. I'll, we'll, I'll give a shout out to Purge Election Year. Thought it was another solid entry in the Purge series. I liked Anarchy the best, the second one. That actually made my uh, top 10 of 2014. But this one, just slightly less than that. But still, just keeping, keeping up with the same characters from the, uh, from the second one. So if you like the second one, you'll enjoy the third one. I gave it a uh, 7.5 or an 8, I think. Somewhere in that range. I also gave it a seven and a half, but to me, this was the best of the series. I uh, wrong, all, sir. You know, not wrong. All these movies wrong, sir. They're all kind of seven, seven and a half area, and that's not bad. Uh, it's just nothing stellar. But and it, it, these are movies that I don't want to watch more than once either. 
I watched them. I enjoyed them. Move on. I, I guess it's okay that it's a franchise now or whatever. I just thought that this one had a little more going for it. Because, you know, I, you guys know I'm not an action fan. So I, all the running around in, in part two wasn't really my cup of tea. They did do some good things when they slowed it down. But I'm not really into the action. And this movie, it got, you know, it was political. There was different things going on. They got the church involved. They got the state involved. There was things going on. Uh, there was... I was really interested from beginning to end. Just seven and a half interested. I wasn't blown away by anything, but but I enjoyed it. it. Just it's not a bad franchise. It's just not a great franchise. But I, I really can't say anything bad about it. So I didn't see a lot of these movies. I, okay, I, I will say that Ouija was good. Good enough. Uh, another one I give seven and a half. It, it's his worst film, Flanagan. But that's not saying a bad thing. It's just. This worst film that he's done. I yeah. I enjoy it. I, I really the first two thirds I thought were great. I really sure. loved the setup. Yeah, really. I I, I fell for the characters. It, it looked genuine. It was almost set up like a Conjuring film. Yeah, you know, it's where, quite where... quite eerie at times with with mm-hmm. some of the things going on. But it some of the CGI. I wish you would just get away from some of the silly CGI. I don't I don't care about open mouths, whatever. But some of these jump scares. There was one scene with a noose. Where it was like a bungee noose. I was yeah. just like, what the hell is this? Was the guy um, on the noose or no? Yeah. Was someone yeah. attached? Oh, I loved yeah. that scene. Climate and I, in the third I, act, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't like that. And, and, I, oh. and I didn't like the ending. I know they had to end it that way because supposedly that's how the right. Ouija picked up. But it ties in. Yeah. It, it, didn't, it didn't make sense to me. One particular part of the ending. It didn't make sense. First so. half of the movie is good. Second half of the movie is... Yeah, I don't think it was that bad. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Judging by the gesture he's doing, it sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gargling on a set of balls there? No, and I would not choke it on cock, no. It was just I didn't like the, the second half of the movie. Uh I found a lot of these sequels and remakes just kind of blend. You know, at the beginning, I kind of was a little bit more forgiving of, of the Martyrs re- remake, but it really is piss poor. I watched it again. It's just that it's yeah. not piss poor. Piss poor is the wrong term. It's a it's well made in the sense of its good production value, where I'm going with it. It just it takes liberties with the original story that I think work against it. Mainstream it. And I think that's Dumb it exactly, down. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I don't oh. like about it. So I actually will go for Ted Cloverfield Lane again. <laughs> he just can't get enough of this movie. Huh? No, because and as funny enough, I'm not that Ted Cloverfield Lane. It feels like a one trip. I've watched it three times, and the third time I'm like, okay, I've I've seen this movie enough. I don't have to see it ever again. But the first two times I really enjoyed it. The third time I'm like, okay, I'm done with it. But I'm just saying that like none of the sequels. All of them were my, on my disappointing list. And the remakes were our remakes, and they weren't, there were no standout uh, remakes. They're just kind of bland. And so the, the one standout, I guess, would be 10 Cloverfield Lane. And that's just a 7 out of 10. You know what? A lot of these fell in that area for me. Cloverfield, Phantasm, Ouija, and The Purge are all like 7s for me. So 7, 7.5. I was. Whatever they were just there. I didn't see Martyrs and I didn't see Cabin Fever. I didn't bother with those films. Just and I love the Purge series. I started this one. I'm only 20 minutes in, so I don't feel comfortable rating it. Do like the setup a lot, yeah. but I can't. I can't rate the movie at all yet. I haven't finished it. I fell asleep. I really liked it. It bounced around just enough. It didn't bore you to sleep. Did it? No, it didn't <laughs> bore me to sleep. I just was binge watching, and it was the last one I put on, and I and I just hadn't had a chance to go back to revisit them. 
Unfortunately, there's three yeah. that fall into that category. Wow. Well, it, there's always next year. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, let's go to horror comedies. Now, boy, I couldn't wait to get to this because, man, you guys remember last year yeah. when we were doing this awesome. very show, and well, I was saying, yeah. <laughs> holy shit, not only was last year the year of the horror comedy, what I said on last year's show, I listened to it the other day, so I'm fresh on this. I, I said on that show that the last time horror comedies had a real big year was like 86 and then 87 and then the decline of horror for the 80s began and i said man i hope that this doesn't usher in another decline of a great peak period that i i believe that we all feel we're having right now and instead of that happening the opposite happened we barely got any horror comedy this year and Quite the opposite was the big story this year. From where I sit, this was all about art house horror this year. Who would have saw that coming? Uh, from horror comedies, 180, I, I just... Me. I, yeah, <laughs> my ass. Nobody thought that was going to happen. And uh, Isn't it weird, though? I mean, take a look at the genre. Doesn't it always seem that something gets popular and then everything else follows suit and they become big for a while? Wouldn't you have thought that the success... Because people had in their top 10 all over the place people had like deathgasm what we do in the shadow just different horror there was a bunch last year final girls final girls yeah krampus tons of them they were they were good movies gravy gravy gravy's a great fucking movie will you stop Gravy. eight out of ten okay you're (laughs) entitled that's your opinion you're entitled to it (laughs) no it's fact it's it's hard science wait he's talking about man gravy it was it's a totally different genre yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even. I didn't. I didn't even see fucking gravy. I can't. I can't even tell you. I, all I heard was bad things. Except for yeah, that. half the people who were saying bad things never even saw it. I'll give you that. I'll man up and say I didn't see it. So I, I don't know. But I didn't see because it, it was only listed as comedy. I didn't know how horrific it was. So I it's hard. Cannibals. Okay, I'll get to it. Okay. But this year they were nowhere to be found. We had very few. And here's what I listed here. Uh, Kill Your Friends, She Kills, Greasy Strangler, and The Night of Something Strange. That's all that I know of. I didn't see The Night of Something Strange. I Freaks heard of Nature? Pro- Freaks of Nature. Thank you, sir. Okay, there's another one. I didn't see that either. Once again, I, I, I kind of ignored the horror comedies unless I started hearing great things about them. That's how I was last year, but it's not my cup of tea. But I'll tell you this. I'll talk about a movie right now. This will be the one I'll talk about, and this is an incomplete. And what I mean is, it's quite funny because a couple shows ago, somebody asked us if we ever walked out of a movie or, st- or in the middle of it, and I said only once or twice, and I explained why. It's not something I do. I, I tried to watch this movie called She Kills. Are you guys familiar with this one? I've heard of it. I haven't seen it, though. Yeah, I'll tell you. Why. Okay, well, I sat down to watch this movie. It's based on a book called... Um, she kills with her pussy and it starts off it is it really is <laughs> um it starts off like these people dressed like people from the 50s and i don't know if it's supposed to be in the 50s or not but she's naked at first and she's she's putting she's running in the fields and she and she's putting a, a flower on her nipple and stuff like and then this guy comes along and he's kind of dorky but he's seducing well they're, they're a couple this anyway, sounds amazing so far it, it's real goofy <laughs> the way they're talking. Oh, hi. I can't even get it. So anyway, they're going on. I'm like, man, this is pretty goofy, but whatever. I'll give it some time. Then 
they get they start getting harassed by these heavies, the, the, this gang, and then they leave. Then they go to this hotel room. And they're going to consummate their uh, relationship. Either they're getting married or they just got married. And then these guys come in, and it's all real goofy comedy. And this girl comes in. She's part of their gang, and she has like this um this cold sore on her lip, like a herpes or something. And I just think, yeah, okay, whatever. I mean, it's stupid, but what, I guess they're making him look like a skank or something. And this guy who's the leader of this gang, who has, like, this real long mustache, ridiculously long and ridiculous, long? ridiculously fake-looking. Just awful, awful. And I, I know they're doing it on purpose. Like Return to Sleepaway Camp long? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big, bushy thing that went down, freaking, like, snakes coming off of his body. It was crazy. <laughs> You know, and then he takes this girl's, he grabs this girl, her freaking cold sore, and puts it in his mouth and eats it. Rips it off That's her disgusting. face. That's disgusting. It was disgusting. I, I do not, I don't want to see that shit. I hate that. Right? Uh, so do I. But, you know, I'm like five, eight minutes into this movie, and I'm like, man, I, I don't like to walk away from a movie. Let me give it a chance. So I even caught myself a buzz and then walked back to it saying, okay, uh, I'm a little buzzed now. Maybe I'll enjoy it. Maybe I'm more tolerant and everything else. I watched it for 10 more minutes. It was like a total of 15 minutes. And I literally could not watch any more. I said, I'm not going to waste any more of my time with this awful freaking movie. So She Kills is the only time I I can recall sitting down at my house to watch a movie and pulling out. Said, no, can't do it. Oh, Dave pulled out. I did. Dave Z never pulls out. Nope. No, I don't. She kills. Man. She kills, and Dave Z pulled out. <laughs> yeah. Did you mention uh, the Greasy Strangler on this list mm-hmm. also, Thomas? You did. Okay. Yeah. yeah right, that one. I was. About it. No. Um. <laughs> okay. You know what? The film I'm gonna bring up, and I'm just gonna mention it for one second because I highly recommend it. I think it's a great film. I ultimately kept it off the list just because it felt a little less horror than some of the others that I wanted to include on the list. Uh, and that's Kill Your Friends. And I'm sure it'll be talked about later on. But it's, it's a fantastic film. If you're a fan of American Psycho, you'll be a fan of this. Um, Nicholas Holt, who plays the lead character, is phenomenal. He was, he's been around for a long time, since, since he was a child. and Just a, a great performance and a great movie, great soundtrack. And everything was terrific. So I'm sure more to come. Right on. I, I believe so. Yes, I sir. believe so. What do you got, Christian? Did you get to any of these? Did you get to ever get to the Greasy Strangler? <laughs> nope. I, after you guys it's raved okay. about it, I did not check it out at all. <laughs> I, yeah. uh, I didn't really watch... I mean, there are some horror comedies I, I've seen, but uh, yeah, none that I need to mention right now. There you go. All right. Let's move on. Now we're in the supernatural area. Okay. Here's what I have here for the supernatural. This is our last category. Uh, yeah. Here's what I have. Nina Forever, Corpse of Anna Fritz, Secrets of Emily Blair, Satanic, The Mind's Eye, February, The Witch, and Beyond the Gates. That's what I have. Some heavy no? hitters okay. on that one. <laughs> there are some heavy hitters. Okay. Did anyone get to see Beyond the Gates besides me? No, I skipped it when you told me I could skip it. <laughs> <laughs> I told him to skip it because it was crunch time and it wasn't something that was going to end on his top 10. From one horror fan to another, I say watch it. Yeah, I will check it out, but I just didn't want to have to squeeze in another one. Okay, well, I'll get into it. It came with a lot of hype. And here's what I... 
<laughs> Here's what I think was good about it. It, it did have that that eighties nineties vibe where it's a and anyone who's seen the trailer, even though I don't watch them, but I'm sure if you've seen the trailer, they probably allude that allude to that the fact that this is a VCR game like we used to have in the day, and these people play this game, uh, they end up having to save somebody by finishing the game. My issue with the movie is that they went along with it a little bit too easily. It was kind of like that movie, The Gate. Or something like that, where it's these like Jumanji. are Jumanji, right? Jumanji. Where <laughs> if it's children, it makes sense that they would go along with it. But these are these are adults, and it just was a little bit unbelievable that they would go into it. I'm not saying that they went in head first and said we got to keep playing. There was even a, a part where they said let's just stop and see what happens. But initially, when it happened, it was a little weird that they were just kind of they were just kind of going with it, especially when you put on the screen and you see Barbara Crampton who looked great in this movie and was great in this role, staring out. It's this VCR game, and you're supposed to be watching you know, a video cassette, and she's staring out at you with this, this stare, and she's talking, and you know that she's talking directly to you. They find this out. It's not actually a game, that now they've done something that they have to finish. And th- there was really good aspects of it to the film, period, but ultimately it's not a bad movie. It was, just, it was very hype. I'd say 8 out of 10. So that's nothing to sneeze at. It, it just there was good gore in it, so it has some of that that throwback feel. And <laughs> what? You sneeze. <laughs> sneezing at it. My allergies are acting up. You said it was nothing to sneeze at, and all of a sudden it's a polygon in my eye. Polygon. All right, so I guess that's all we're going to talk about. Um, no, I got I got one movie actually that I wish I had gotten a chance to rewatch it. I didn't rewatch it, and I have a feeling it could have made my list had I given it a second rewatch. And that's Nina Forever. I highly enjoyed this film, and it's a unique a unique take on a uh, on I guess you would call it a a, a supernatural ghost type film. You know about. Um, this guy who's being haunted by his ex-girlfriend, but only when he's having sex with his new girlfriend. And it just, it has a lot of depth to it that I, I wish I had revisited it, but I didn't. I gave it a seven and a half originally. I'll stick with that for now. Check it out. I'll talk more about that movie later. <laughs> Uh-oh, it's making a bottom list. We're most disappointed. <laughs> I didn't get the same result as you did. I, 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 wish can't, I-, I can't wait to dig into Dave's bottom. <laughs> You're not coming near my bottom. <laughs> I'm <gonna> come <laughs> in it. Oh. Bada boom. Waka waka. All right. Okay. Uh, so that's our categories. That's what we got. But before we move on, one last thing real quick. We're going to talk about the box office report for this year. I pulled up the top 100 worldwide box office movies to see where the horror movies ranked. Altogether, we have eight movies finished on the top 100. I'll start from the bottom. The Boy brought in 68 million. Ouija brought in 79 million. Ten Cloverfield Lane brought in 108 million. The Purge Election Year 117 million. The Shallows 118 million. Lights Out 141 million. Don't Breathe 152 million. Now this this is this is what's crazy here. The top movie number one. Don't Breathe is number two. The number one movie was The Conjuring 2. It was number 21 of all movies this year. And the number 10 all-time horror movie for box office. Huge. 
huge, nice. and it brought in three hundred and eleven million dollars. So wow. it doubled wow. for such a the number two. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we got. So that's all we have. I just wanted to get into the the top box office. And that's a good, it. A good year at the box office, though. That's a lot of money for the horror genre. Yeah, man. It was a good year. Did anybody here go to the theater and leave disappointed after any movie? Yes. You with the boy. The boy and Don't Breathe and Lights oh, Out. Oh, oh, oh. Three times. <laughs> well, see, Christian, what about you? Uh, just don't, don't breathe because the other ones they saw <laughs> after. So. so rewatches did not help. Don't breathe. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens later. I was hoping that these guys listen. I, I didn't rewatch knows. it. <laughs> What's that? I didn't get a chance to rewatch Don't Unbelievable. Breathe. Unbelievable. Oh, I so will. I will, though. We're not. Unbelievable. Hey. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> so we're not going to have. I thought it would be one of the uh, the hooks for the show for the regular listeners that maybe Brandon and Christian came around. They saw it again. They see that Dave knows what he's talking about. Maybe Christian did. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll wait on that. Oh, well. Wow. Dare I say, every time I went to the theater this year to see a film, I never once walked away disappointed. And, and to me, that's saying something, especially when they're all horror movies, because you know the reputation they have for box were you, office. Were you sitting next to BC with his popcorn? Is that why you didn't walk away disappointed? <laughs> I saw that. You said the pull of this thing and it butters it again. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad I wasn't there with Felissa Rose like he was. Yeah. What are you going to do? So, okay, guys, uh, it's time. It's time. We're going right into, let's officially christen this, the top 16 of 2016. Let's get on with it. 16 movies, top 16, and I'll tell you. This was hard to narrow down, even to 16. Uh, just just a great year, straight up. Uh, I'll say it now. I think it's, it's the best year in a very long time. Yeah, I remember last year I said that 14 was the best year. But now looking back, I think that 14 was the beginning of actual greatness. 15 was even better, and 16 was even better than that. That's how I feel about this right now. Agreed. Uh, yeah, you're with that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Nice. And if anybody wants to dispute it, just keep listening to what we're saying here, and hopefully you get some recommendations. Because a lot of times when I say something on social media, they're like, "Oh, really? What's so great about this year?" And then I'll give them a list of like twenty, thirty movies, and I don't say too much because of the show. I want them to listen to the show, and I don't want you know everybody out there to see my ratings. But there is a lot of good horror coming from all over the place. If you're not happy with this this year, I don't know what to tell you. Then then just. Just keep watching VHS from the 80s. I don't know what to say. Yeah, you're never going to be happy otherwise. Right. Enough of that. Let, let's get into this top 16. The first we're going to do, we're going to do our bonus six, and we're going to kind of do the, the six one at a time. I'm going to do six. We're each going to do our six, and then we when we get to the top ten, to the real meat of it, then we'll go round robin on each one like, like usual. But tell you what, I'm not, I'm not going last this year. I, I went last... Uh, on the 15 show and let's face it anyone that's been listening to this show all year probably knows where i'm going when we get to the number one spot so there's no drama there so you're going second so want me to go second no, okay. you do whatever you want you pick, I'll you go pick first you pick the I'll order go first. <laughs> okay i'll go first and then all you right. guys fight it out i think maybe christian should go last because we have no idea where he's going yeah i like that idea i have no idea where yeah I'll, yeah that's fine like from okay. where i said 
Yeah, Brandon, I I think I think there's three movies that I think he he could pick. It's going to be one of those three I'm going to be right on. Uh, but Christian, I don't know. So yeah, you're you could be all the drama. So all the head all the headaches are hanging on your lap. Christian week. might go with Dawn of the Dead. He might somehow come up with a movie that just got released this year. Yeah, as Zombie Apocalypse. <laughs> as, yeah, as some generic shit title. As it got released in 2016 under the title "Been Bitten." <laughs> I love that title. It works too. It works because I remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> Been bitten. Oh man. Okay. Uh, let's get in here. I um. I actually, I gotta pull up my list. Let me let me go back here a second. Now, to the 16, 16, yeah, sixteen to eleven. Let me go. Let me go. Now I did something a little different with mine. When we decided we were doing sixteen, I took the opportunity to take some of the movies in order, as they should be, as, you know, 1 through 16, this is where they're going to place. But some other ones are going to have higher ratings, but I put them on this kind of as an also-ran list because I don't want to have any movies on my top 10 that other people are considering not horror, even though they're borderline and there's discussion. So I actually put a few of those on this list where some people may not consider them horror. So... My list is probably going to be a little bit different than everybody else's. Let me get right into this here. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Number 16, and I'll tell you what, even when I look at this right now, my 17 and my 18 could really be here. And it, 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 it kind of pains me not to have these two on this list to feature them, but... That, that's how tight it was. Really, that 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 just speaks volumes about this year. That freaking, I have 18 movies and I'm feeling guilty about leaving two of them off the top 16 because that, that's how good a year it was. And some of the movies on my six now are are, are going to be ranked higher than some on my top 10 because of the method I took. So oh, and it's, took, well, man, if what you like you? yoga hosers that much, pop it in there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch yoga hosers, sorry. I figured you'd like it. You're Canadian. Oh, maybe that's why you don't like it. Oh, You're making it fun was of a, yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, you hoser. Make fun of everybody, but it was just, it was just, uh, it was uh, annoying. Sorry, Boo. It was even a horror movie, to be honest. Yeah. The yeah. Did they call each other? What? Yahtzees? Bratzies. What's that? That's from Yoga Hosers. Oh, I didn't see it. Okay. They're Did killing. they say hosers? They're, not, they're Nazi bratwursts. Are you serious? Yeah. Nazi brat. Uh, I might have to see this movie now. You're talking. <laughs> there's sausages walking around in this movie. That's that's what they're yeah. fighting. Nazi bratwurst called bratsies. Oh, I want to see it now. Okay. It's, I thought it was fun. <laughs> I I I want to see it. If you got sausages walking around, count me in. <laughs> I'm down <laughs> for real. That's funny. Uh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh, did they say hosers in this movie, Christian? Do they say, "Oh, you're a hoser"? Isn't no. strange. Brew. I don't actually think they use the term other than in the title. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they so. play the old they Canada said... theme. Like someone's ringtone is old Canada. Every time a ringtone goes on, it's old Canada. They just do a lot of annoying things. I don't like the way they talk, and it's through the whole movie. There's <laughs> is there some funny bits? Yes. It's not a totally laughless comedy. But uh, why are we talking about this now? This is your top sixteen. What the hell? It'll trust me. It, it may come up later. <laughs> 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 okay, all right, let's go. Number 16. 
and this is where it should be, although I thought I was going more, but anyway. <laughs> he refuses to say the movie. <laughs> I do, I refuse, because I'm still deciding. It's, I'm, been, I'm it's been dragged out for like 10 minutes. The, the pressure's out. Okay, let me, let me get it. To, okay, number 16 is Shizero Diabolical. Uh, I give that an eight and a half. Number 15 is Hush. Also, eight and a half. It did not change from when we reviewed it. I've seen this movie three times this year now. Uh, number 14. This is a movie that actually went up since we reviewed it. And I really appreciate appreciate it uh, on a different level now. It took, the, it took a third watch to get it. Uh, but that movie is Southbound. And that is an eight and a half. Now, the next three are movies that I left off the list because they're on the bubble of horror and not horror. So, I, everyone that's listening, you can't say shit to me about Dave Z's list isn't even horror. Like, you're going to say about other other lists that you hear from different places. Because I've already that's seen not it. horror. Right, yeah, see? <laughs> no, that's, that is no, horror. No, that's not horror. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> They, they, they better not say that I'm on my list. That's all I can say. But number, uh, wait, 16, 15, 14. Okay, number 13, lucky 13. This movie actually went down half a notch, but I still love it. And that's Green Room. I give Green Room an eight and a half. Uh, number 12. I give this movie a nine out of 10, and I'm leaving it off the list. And that movie is The Good Neighbor. I still don't know if you guys saw this or not, but we're going to get to it. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie. I think that horror fans will all enjoy this movie. There's horror elements. It's Half of this movie is found footage. Uh, it's about hauntings in a way. They're, they're being put on, but bottom line is it's a freaking damn good movie. I really enjoyed it. The Good Neighbor, 9 out of 10. And we've talked about this for a minute before. My number... 11, also a 9 out of 10, Kill Your Friends. I loved this movie. I think the writing is so good. I, I, I'm engaged beginning to end. Earlier on, Brandon said something about um, American Psycho, and I agree. It is, it is like a, a, a companion piece to American Psycho and a little bit of Fight Club in, in a way. And uh, it's a fantastic movie. The comedy is perfect. The dialogue is nonstop. Freaking, they're so. It's the kind of movie I can watch again and again. I think I can watch this movie every year. I'm very high in this movie. If I were to rank this movie normally, it would have probably been in my top five. That's how high I am on this movie. So there you go. Shazero, Diabolical, Hush, Southbound, Green Room, The Good Neighbor, Kill Your Friends. Nice. What do you think? All right. I think we're gonna see some overlap. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Again, based on how yeah. we decided how we we're going to do these, this list, there's going to be a bit of overlap and some of the exact same comments. <laughs> for yeah, that you want me... too. go you ahead, want... Brandon. Okay, yeah. all right, I'll go ahead. next. And uh, funny enough, my number sixteen is Sherzo Diabolico. Wow. Yeah. Just like Eight... last year, Brandon. Wow. Eight out of ten. Um, great film. Great film. Brutal few things stood out that kind of bugged me about it but it's it's a it's a brutal kind of a, a a tough film to watch but uh definitely worth checking out um number 15 
I actually dropped this a half a point. I don't even know why I dropped it a half a point. I probably shouldn't have because I kind of just was like listening to it and not really watching it when this movie in particular was all about the special effects for me. And that's the mind's eye. Nice. I, I thought that was a phenomenal movie. Um, anything Lauren Ashley Carter's in is great. She's been in so many good things this year and the last couple of years. And uh, this was no exception for number 14. I am not a serial killer. Nice. I thought Christopher Lloyd was phenomenal. I thought this kid, Max Records, you know, I, I didn't realize he was the kid from uh, Where the Wild Things Are, the movie version, but he hasn't been doing anything the last five or six years, and then all of a sudden he shows up in this, and he was phenomenal. And these are based on a, uh, a series of novels, this movie. So, um, you know, that, that might come up again later, but I loved it. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Number 13, I rewatched and, and thoroughly enjoyed The House on Pine Street. I bumped, I had I nice. came in at a 7.5 on that. I bumped it up to an 8 and it could even go higher. But yeah. but 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 I'm at an 8 right now. It's just a very unique take on a on a haunted house. Because the haunted house is almost secondary to to the story they present you with. So it's it's really worth checking out. And I felt like that one kind of got lost in the shuffle this year. Uh, number 12, um, I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. Uh, Oz Perkins, phenomenal film. Uh, Ruth Wilson is great. The, the, the whole cast was great. I loved it. Very poetic. Again, another unique take on a um, haunted house film. I, I, I think the haunted house films were kind of a uh, a standout this year. I gave that one an eight and a half. And then at number 11, I came in with Green Room, which I also gave eight and a half. Highly enjoyed it. Great cast, great acting, great gore. Good amount of comedy mixed in there. A fun movie. A movie worth owning. Most of these, I, all of these movies I say are worth owning. But, uh, you know, that's one that has a lot of rewatchability to it. Cool. That's great. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I have to watch House on Pine Street again, I think. <laughs> yeah, I made it a point to go back and re revisit that, especially yeah. after our show on that one. Uh, um, I really do. I wish I feel bad that I didn't before the show. Maybe it, it could have ended up being higher. And uh, the Mind's Eye, I'll tell you, maybe, maybe the best gore of the year in that film. I, Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed that movie. Um yeah. The third act, it gets out of control. Good it, out it's of good control? throughout. Good out of control good or out bad of control. out of control? I think. Good out of control. Okay. It, they they yeah. basically, the tagline on, I believe, the box art for, for the DVD or Blu-ray is the scanner sequel we were promised but never got. And yeah. it's perfect because it, yeah. it's, it's so much like that. This is so much more about the, the action rather than the dialogue. The dialogue's fine. Some people will complain that the story is a little weak, but I could see this film, I could see it spawning a, a sequel. This was the other one, one of the other ones, I told you there's a few, 20 minutes, fell asleep, not because of the movie, it's yeah. the timing of the movie that I watched it at, and I haven't, I couldn't give it an official rating, and I didn't get a chance to go back to finish it, so I'm really excited to check this out again. Or yeah, check yeah it out. you have I think, I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you you will. It's a great soundtrack too. It feels, 
it's it's a simple story, like something yeah. you would have seen in the eighties. It doesn't everything this year was there well, were so many movies that this year that were like um that that were art house or they were very stylized. This is not. However, from a technical standpoint, it was they were doing good things with the lighting and, and with that with that soundtrack and it yeah. got gory, but it was a, a pretty simple story. And I think very maybe simple. that Maybe people didn't like that because and they said and they said it in the I think it was like 1992 was set in. Yeah, it was 92. Yeah, 91 and 92. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, was set early. So. And Lauren Ashley Carter, lover, lover. Yeah, between this role and Darling, two completely different roles, and how she pulled them off. Yeah, she's uh, a staple of the horror sci-fi community now. She she is a sweetheart. She's a sweetheart too, and she's a cool, cool chick. And uh, nice. yeah, there's something I wanted to ask you about. Um, Cesaro Diabolical. That I always yes. pronounce it, I think. But did you get the reference at the end, the very last shot? Did you notice something? You always notice shit like this. So I, I did not notice until I was looking on the B and the message boards, as I often do after I enjoy a movie. Did you get the reference at the very end as to as to what? ultimately happened to one of the characters in that movie or no? Um, does it have to do with a piece of, like, garment? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, okay. I totally got it. And it just, it made it right. so much more brutal. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. notice that the first time. And then okay. I, I watched, and then I, I, I read the message boards, and then I, and I was like, oh, wow. Then I watched Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> I so, got that. Real, real quick, what were your, what were your six again? Uh, real quick, my six were Scherzo Diabolico, The Mind's Eye, I Am Not a Serial Killer, The House on Pine Street, I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House, and The Green Room. Okay, I'll tell you what, The Green Room, every kill was freaking gory, was great. Green Room was terrific, I really, I really loved it. If we were doing a, a top ten, if we didn't have, if we didn't play Liberty with a 16, it would have been tough to leave this one off. It would have been real tough. Oh yeah, but, mine uh, was on there. Mine was on there for sure. It was yeah, on there. And and, and I love. Um, I mean, Anton Yelton, obviously one of his last performances, terrific. And I love anything Alia Shawcat does. She's she's yeah. great. She's great. Yeah. I, I, I am yeah. not a serial killer. Is freaking is great in the third act when you find everything out, uh, and it didn't. It didn't make my list, but it, it's in my like top twenty-five. It's there. So like, so me, unique, so unique. Eight out of That's, ten. So unique. Yeah. Such different spins on stories we've seen before, and that's why I think this year is so great because we're yeah. talking about haunted houses. We're talking about serial killers versus serial killers, and and it's stuff we've seen before, but but with with, with twists. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. I love when he sees that kid at that party and he tells him he's a sociopath. He's like, oh, why are you smiling at me? That what whole di- that whole lot. Yeah, I won't even great. spoil it for anybody. But yeah, see the movie. Great, great movie. Yeah, see the movie. Okay, all right, all yeah, right, Christian. Wait. I know. Can't wait for this. Good? I'm I'm excited for this. Me too. I, I think I'm the most <laughs> excited for all your picks tonight, Christian. It's funny <laughs> because it, it, it's funny because there are some similarities as well. And at 16th spot. I got to tell you, you mentioned Darlene earlier. I feel bad cheating because you didn't say your other two, but I'm saying my other two. I kicked Darlene off the list. Wow. And I gave the 16th spot to 31. Nice. Holy 31 shit. 31 is wow. my 16th spot. I talked about it recently. 
Um, I don't know the hate for this. I feel like people were expecting the second coming or something like that. I still think for what it is, it delivered exactly what it needed to deliver, and it was fun, and I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I stuck with my 8 out of 10, and, and that's uh, my number 16. My number 15 is Crush the Skull. Crush the Skull! Which, I, which we kind of, uh, if I don't edit it out, we, we kind of alluded that it was going to make my list earlier by me not talking about it. I, I loved it. Again, you're talking about horror comedy. This is one of the ones that I think had a, I just love the, the characters, great acting, quirky. Yes, the, the setting, you know, you're kind of limited in that house, but I still think they do a great job with it. Just a great job with, with, uh, with that set. And, and, and it I delivers. agree. I agree. Number 14 is Scare Campaign. Another nice. one we were nice. talking about earlier. Really enjoyed this film. You guys recommended it. Or it came up in conversation. I watched it. I loved it immediately. Like it, it was great. Eight out of ten as well. Uh, the number thirteenth spot. Uh, thank you, Mr. Dave Z. Pet. Nice. I give uh, right. the thirteenth spot. I love that movie. That movie, I could see people hating, but the great thing about it is if you see the preview. It sets it up like not one of these movies because my wife saw the preview and said, why do they keep making these movies? These are stories that don't have to be told. And it was right after you recommended it, Dave. So I'm like, well, I'm going to be watching it. She's like, well, count me out. I watched it and she goes like, so how was it? And I told her, she said she had no interest in watching it. I said, I love what they did with this movie. I love it. Not flawless, but I loved it. And that was 8.5. Right. Nice, nice. And then then number 12 was Green Room. And I, I, I just shaved a half point off uh, upon rewatching. It's a great movie, great soundtrack, great acting. I, I'm not even sure oh, why yeah. I, I pulled the uh, trimmed a, a point five off of it. To be honest, eight point five is still fantastic. But I think I had it nine when we first saw it. It, it, it. It's a great movie, as you both have said. And then my number eleven spot once again. Thank you guys, uh, Brandon. Kill your friends. Uh, this nice. movie rules. Oh, this movie rules again. I yeah. put I put it at my eleventh spot. Because of the fact that it could be argued that it's not a horror film. So yeah. I, I rated yep. it a 9. And it is a phenomenal <laughs> movie. Uh, it doesn't just have... There there are scenes that feel like they're lifted from American Psycho. But yet you don't feel yeah. like they're ripped off. Like the police officer comes in. It's an awkward exchange. Right. It happens twice. That's exactly right out of American Psycho. Um, yep. <laughs> and when shit hits the fan at the end. Holy shit does it hit the fan. I gotta say right off the bat that between the two of you with your 16 through 11s I think the lowest rating out of any of those movies was a 7 for me and that nice. would be that was 31 and you know stuff like Darling was like a 7.5 and, and, and everything was, was higher it was like you know it was like the yeah. next 15 movies if I did another yeah. top 16 those would have been the films that I would have talked about but the thing with Pet and I think I gave Pettis, I gave it that seven to seven and a half. Sometimes I do that, that two number grade was, I thought the twist was revealed a little early. Hmm. I think that's, that's the, that's what's great that's, about the film. No, it's yeah. really different. Okay. The way I look, and I'm sorry, we're all talking over each other because we're all excited. No. But yeah. it was, the reason was, I was like, oh shit. Now, if it turned into that, if it just turns into a captivity or one of those piece of shit movies, then I'm out. And then that's exactly when the twist came out. I'm like, what the fuck? And then right. it went from there. So I See, know where you're I, going. Yeah, okay. Let's yeah, I was going to say I'd rather it play out like a captivity movie and then 
and then the twist and flashbacks play out at the end almost like a Saw movie, and I would have been like, what the fuck? Crush the skull! <laughs> Crush the skull! Crush but, the skull! But yeah, I gotta th- I thank you, Dave, for, for recommending that one, too, because I, I really enjoy that. And Dominic Monaghan, he's, he's terrific in it, and oh, I don't know who that girl is, but she's hot as hell. Oh, yeah. She's Lots of hot women the this year. Yeah. yeah. I was, yes, very much. If we were that type of show, we could rank 10 of them or 16 of them. Because <laughs> <laughs> seriously, there were very beautiful, attractive women on film this year. And, and that one might be the top. She was Ooh. so, so hot. Yeah. You know, it's weird what you said about nothing being below a seven for you. First of all, let me say one thing. Christian's number 16. It was the same as my number 16. And, and pardon me, Brandon's number 16 was the yeah. same as my number 16. And Christian's number 11 was the same as my number 11. And that, that, that was kind of interesting. As far as the ratings, here's the funny thing. The first two movies Christian had, his 16 and his 15, I rate them both 6 out of 10. So that, that's one that's completely <laughs> different opinion. What, what was I've your already second? expressed. A crystal skull. Ones. Crush the uh, okay. skull. That, that was 31 I, crystal skull, yeah. Okay. We've been through it. I, 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 I've said my problems with both of those films. Um, but either way, I just... six is not a terrible score. Six is still no. a recommend. No, no, six is fine. The that thing is, true. I was, ex- I was expecting thirty-one to probably be an eight when it dropped, and I was expecting Crush the Skull to be at least a seven based upon the recommendations. But I feel like I'm the odd man out because you guys definitely both like Crush the Skull a lot. Um, Jason yeah. Lloyd did, who originally. Um, did it. You know what was weird? When I watched that movie, my brother and my friend were with me. And the entire time, my brother, he did not like the movie at all. And he was picking it apart as, as we were going. Saying, oh, come on. How could that happen? There's no way. How come that guy's suddenly an expert at the computer? He couldn't even tie his shoes. This. Then he goes, how did they get in so easily? Then then at the end, this door opened for no reason. When the, half the movie was trying to do all the stuff, all of a sudden... At the end, towards the end of the movie, they just opened the door for no reason when before it was a big problem to open that same door. And he kept pointing out the flaws as it was going, and I was on the defense. Then after the movie ended, the more I thought about it, you know what? He was right. That didn't make sense. So because of that, that was it. Maybe if I watch it by myself another time. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it with that sort of, I'm going to analyze this to death. Even though I like to do that, this was just one movie I didn't do that with. My and brother doesn't do that much, but when he does, he does it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Uh, was that yeah. an anal joke? The uh, uh, the <laughs> crush the skull. You would expect crush a totally different movie. Crush the ass. Crush that ass. Uh, crush the skull. <laughs> you expect a totally different movie from that title, and so I thought it was going to yeah. go in for like, I don't know, headless two, <laughs> and <laughs> and it was Gotta not that. <laughs> right. You know, I'm even well, more excited for for Christian's top ten now because I thought for sure the way he was blowing thirty one that it was going to be in the top ten. Oh, I'm, gl- I'm glad it wasn't. I'm glad it wasn't. And I, plus, I, the skull. Jason told me it was horror comedy, so I thought it was going to be some freaking off. That's why I watched it with my brother and, and my friend because we'd like to laugh at freaking you know ridiculous horror movies. So I thought it was going to be horror comedy where people maybe zombies or something where people were going to get their skulls crushed and all this i was expecting a whole different movie and then when we got that movie i was like huh yeah misleading title (laughs) yeah misleading title and then being told that it was comedy it it had light light hearted moments but you should have been watching fear inc with your brother you guys probably would have been 
you would have been laughing your ass off with that because that was crushed very the skull. That, that, I love how the guy the guy can't tell a joke to save his life. And, <laughs> it, like I love those those quirkinesses and the character traits were phenomenal. They played it really well, and it, again, it was just a fun time. It, it was yeah. just a fun yeah. movie. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Number okay. 10. Uh, <laughs> number 10. Oh, um, it's official. This is official. Top 10. This is a film that the first time I saw it, I I enjoyed it. And it just kind of seemed like more of the same. But it wasn't a bad thing. I was like, okay, this movie's good. But... I was expecting a little more, this and that. Now, upon rewatch, I, I rewatched it for the first time um, a week or two ago. And uh, this time I really got into it more and probably like it as much, maybe more than its original. And there, there's your answer. This is the sequel. This is The Conjuring 2. Nice. I... I, I, I <laughs> I, I did I, I did enjoy it and and I know that Christian kind of I think Christian came in even lower when we originally discussed it and he said he didn't like it very much. Came in with a and six, I, right? A six. I, yeah, I think mine was uh, actually. Yeah, I have six. Yep, a six. Yeah. Hey, look at me. I remember. Oh. Ch- well, well, I'll tell you to what. The rescue. Chuckles to the rescue <laughs> and chuckles <laughs> on the board. <laughs> Sorry, chuckles uh, guy. <laughs> Conjuring two. First and foremost, has a great opening, and I I, I never True. had a problem with that. Yeah. yeah, everything at the Amityville house it, it it was great. It was creepy. It, it was effective. I was, of course, you know Juan always not always, but maybe always he he films a good film. He technically mm-hmm. he's very good at his craft, and, and this is no exception. And like the, I remember that first scene when you see the window, and then all of a sudden they go into the one window, they pull back. And you're in those famous windows of Amityville, and, and, you know, on the top that with those yeah. eyes. And w- the whole thing about that, and I'm an Amityville freak. You know, I, I love the first two movies. I'm into the whole thing. So seeing that, I was so glad they didn't neglect it. Because when they left part one, they were supposed to go to it. Then I remember hearing about part two being called the Enfield Poltergeist. That was that was what that was the that was the subtitle for a while. I was like, eh, that just sounds stupid. Enfield Poltergeist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was kind of turned off. Then I saw it was overseas, and I'm like, eh, I don't know if this is going to be the right move. And like I said, when I saw it, 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 it took me the second view. And I was home alone. I'm watching it, and this time it really took me in. Everything, like I said, Amityville stuff was great. I'm glad they didn't they, they included it, and it, it, it ended up working out for the film. I remember the first time I saw it, and I'll still say it here. When she's in the basement and they turn at her, there's this one scene when she sees the ghost and they move their heads like real quick like that. That's lifted right out of Insidious 1. And that kind of rubbed me the wrong way the first time I got it. I'm like, ah, come on, this isn't Insidious. But whatever. It was a nitpick. Bottom line is I'm really into the um, the music that they're playing. Great uh, soundtrack. Great, great soundtrack. soundtrack. Yes. They use it perfectly. Yeah. It's all spot on. The time period of London in that time, mm-hmm. it's wonderful. Yep. I love what they do. Um, the fire truck scene actually made me jump when I watched it this time. When you hear the yell yeah. when he, in the tent. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, oh, shit, that got me there, you know? There was some good shots when they went night to day. There was Cinematography was good. You never go night to day. Day to night. <laughs> Day that night. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should open oh, that man. one. 
Yeah. <laughs> there you go. They had some nods to The Exorcist in there and to some other movies, and they didn't overplay it like they did in Conjuring 1, where everything you knew what they were, were taking from. This movie only did it a little bit. They just did little nods and things like that, and I, I was cool with that. Um, the painting scene with the nun I thought was very effective. I yeah. really I loved it the first time, and I loved it even more this time. Excellent stuff. Uh, there's great lighting. Uh, the whole thing with the dog turning into the crooked man and everything—that was actually funny. Anytime you put a dog in a funny situation like that, to me, it's funny. But, but the transformation when they see the dog and all of a sudden he becomes the crooked man—that's freaking badass. I thought the way uh, they presented that was awesome. I love the the look of the crooked man. Me too. Almost yeah, I was looked all like about a, the like at a Beetlejuice or something. Yeah, yeah, good call. <laughs> right? Yeah, yep. Um, Creepy the girl that played Janet. The girl, great performance by a child. Terrific. Yeah. Yeah, definitely terrific. Yeah. The the thing with the with, with the with the nun was really cool. Mark Nito said something on the horror cats, which and he was a hundred percent right on. That nun looks just like Marilyn Manson. It does. I, it does. Yeah. <laughs> I could not get that out of my head. It didn't take me out of it, but I, I wanted to bring that up, you know, because it. it I kept thinking of Marilyn Manson when I saw that. You're bigger for people. That's what I for people. Sorry, You're just about to lean in to do it. You fucking stole my thunder. Wouldn't it been awesome if the nun started dancing and singing that? Getting up in Patrick Wilson's face doing that? Didn't you feel like, look, I really love this film. Didn't you feel like for a two-hour and ten-minute film, that this just flew by, like you were just engaged the whole time. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> well, <I know. laughs> oh, you're talking to fuckles. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, the running time did not bother me. It, it, it did not bother me. Uh, maybe in the theater it may have, because it, it's different with a the theater experience. But when you're at home watching and you can pause, you got to take a piss, you get up, you're eating, back and forth, you pause it, and I, it didn't bother me in, in that respect. So maybe watching it at home with a movie that long, it's, you know, maybe that's why I had a bad experience this time. But, you know, I, I really, this movie, it's based on true events. But if you look at it as a work of fiction, it, it, it just works much better. And that's that's just the way I view it. It just, that's just the way I feel. It has great, great sound design on top of it. Just, uh, there's that one scene when she's pulled from the ceiling to the floor, when she's on, on the ceiling, and then she gets pulled up and she's actually on the floor somewhere. Just, yes. Right, that that was a cool. I've never seen that before. That that was freaking real cool, you know. Um, now the only thing I can complain about is both times this happened to me. I didn't realize that there were two boys in the family until halfway through. All of a sudden, there's like an, a second boy there because I think they look too much alike, and the one didn't b- barely speak in the first half. The one kid was all about biscuit, biscuit. I don't know what is he a dog or something? I don't know. Is that gonna be the new clickety clackety? Biscuit, biscuit. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Wasn't it, though? Biscuit. He kept talking about biscuits. I'm like, what is this? I be not the biscuit of Enfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Biscuit. 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 Watch this movie, Christian. You'll see. It's ridiculous. Biscuit. Um, but he's all cracked out on biscuits. Um, <laughs> the thing about the second boy, it happened twice. I was like, where did this kid come from? I'm like, well... I guess there's too many characters in the movie, and they didn't there were talk. a lot of characters. But I liked, um, you know, like the, the like other um, spiritualist guy. 
Yes. They had. I like. Yeah. I liked his character. I like how they played out with his character and stuff. Mm-hmm. There were there were a lot of good characters. There were a lot of characters, but there were a lot of good characters. Yeah. Yeah, I was fine with them, especially on this view. But one here's one thing. Again, same thing happened with the first Conjuring with me. I get pulled out a little bit in the third act in the climax. I don't know why. The first time I know why because I didn't. I didn't want it to go into Exorcist territory, and it did. And I was like, this doesn't really seem to fit right here. I liked everything else they were doing haunted house. As soon as it became possession Exorcist shit, I was like, eh. It pulled me out a little bit. This time. It seemed it was a little bit too convenient how the parents figured everything out in that one scene with the two reels that fall to the floor, and then all of a sudden she's visited by the one thing and uh, t- talking about you have to learn his name and oh yeah, I-, I learned his name when I wrote it in this book when I blacked out. Like why would he tell him the name? That that I could again, it's my number ten movie, but it could have been higher if they just did a few things different in the third act. That it was some things were a little bit too convenient. And I wasn't into the climax as much as I should have been for some reason. And that happened with the first one. But bottom line, it's still an eight, eight and a half out of ten. It's my number ten movie, so. Nice. So there you go. Conjuring 2. You want to talk about it a little more? (laughs) Full review. Steven Carpenter. Two-hour review. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I haven't said anything. At this rate, we'll be done. We'll get our number ones done by Wednesday. We'll get our number one done by 2017. <laughs> Having the revelation was exciting for me because I didn't no, think that, that was, was going to happen. That was good. All right, I'll, uh, I'll tighten it up a little. My number 10 um, is from a first-time feature-length feature, feature length director, and it's a film I recommended immediately after seeing, and I don't think a lot of people saw it, and those I know who did we're kind of mixed on it, but I, I personally loved it, and it's they look like people. Wow. Nice. I, nice. I, re, I re-watched it, and I got to say, I, I love the two main characters. You know, two friends reconnecting, one's down on his luck. He sort of has this idea that, that, um, that there's evil creatures out there, and an apocalypse is coming. And his friend sort of takes him in because he's sort of like homeless. And his friend takes him in and, and they sort of reconnect. And you're not really quite sure what's going on. And ultimately, you know, I don't want to say much about the story because if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. But the way it plays out, I think, is a very touching and very riveting take on, on a certain subject. And, I, I, you know, I just love the acting in it. I totally bought the friendship between the two lead actors. I thought the the girlfriend interest love interest in the film was terrific quite a good film highly recommend it they look like people number 10 i gave that an eight and a half out of ten i gotta go back and watch it i have to watch it again yeah i, 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 watched I, it I don't even want to talk what it's about i mean you'll right. people will people will get what it's about you know once they start watching it you know even in the first five to ten minutes you'll you'll have an idea of what it's really about but um some of the shots are just terrifying there's there's a scene in particular where one of the lead actors is is it's a flashback of him laying in bed with his girlfriend and he's staring her in her face but it's so dark that you can't see anything but it creates such a such a uneasy feeling oh it's terrific terrific a lot of suspense did you see this christian or not yeah no i i i liked it i gave it i gave it a seven out of ten one watch okay. though I've only watched it once, 
I really enjoyed it. It was a, sm- a small movie, uh, well acted, uh, well like well directed, uh, freaky in certain scenes. Like I I agree. I just rated it a little bit lower than Brandon, but yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah, I was at an eight originally, and then I rewatched it and I bumped it up to eight and a half, and I'm like, this has to, this has to make the top ten. I was oh, that nice. Yeah. Nice. You know, I saw it one time, and I think we discussed it. Uh, and I think I also gave it a seven out of ten. My beef was with the ending. It could have been one of two things, and I remember that the way they did go, and you're not even a hundred percent sure, but the way I think it ended, yeah, was what we I didn't had, like. We we actually talked about this because I was the complete opposite with you on that. I loved the way it went, it decided to go. You know what? I gotta watch it again, and then we have to discuss it probably off the air because it'll be spoiler. Yeah, see if we got the same interpretation. Yeah, yeah, that's I cool. think we did, and and I liked, and you weren't as strong on it. All right, well, I'm gonna watch it again. All right, all right. See what you got, man. All right, my number ten is Southbound. I think nice. it was a standout anthology film. I really enjoyed watching it uh, again, and. Again, I it, it's not it's slowly approaching the ranks of Trick or Treat and Creep Show, but it's not there quite yet. But it, it's getting there. I'd say it's in my top like three or four. Like I'd say it's Tales from the Hood, Southbound, uh, Trick or Treat, and Creep Show. Those are my top four anthologies. Wow. I'm I, I not really going to disagree those. with you. <laughs> yeah. I can't disagree with anything you're saying. More to come. <laughs> yeah, and that's nice. To be honest. Uh, uh, well, you know what? More to come. So why don't I leave it there? Because I think we're going to talk about it a bit more. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I remember what I rated it the first time. But what? What did you? Do you remember what you rated it and what you rated it now? You know, I, I have it at eight point five now. Okay. I think it was at eight the first time. Yeah. I just bo- boosted it up like a half yeah. notch. Okay, yeah. Cool. cool. Exact same thing that happened to me. I was at eight, and then I at this again. This when I watched it recently, it was eight and a half. So. But, and, of course, that was in my top 16, so whatever. But, yeah, cool. wow, nice, southbound. All right. Okay, my number nine is something that we've already discussed, and it's a new one that uh, we've all seen, and that is Pet. I really enjoyed Pet. Nice. Um, yeah, what Brandon said is what turned me on to it, because usually that's when you see something happen, and this is just the first reveal you get. When you see it happen, that's usually something that is saved for the end of a movie. And they didn't do it at the end of a movie. They did it after the first act. And I was like, shit, where are they going to go with this now? And then you get into it, and then uh, once again, something else happens before the third act where things are flipped. This Bottom line is it just kept me guessing. It just kept me guessing. And the performances, it's really, for the most part, a two-person film. And the performances by both of these actors is tremendous. I, this guy is so believable. As this this weirdo type of guy, you could totally see this happening. And we've seen it several times in different movies. But this is something we've seen with a, with a, a cool twist and a different spin on it. And what happens with the girl, there's no way I saw any of that coming and as it went on, you just yeah. learned more and more. And every time something happened, I was just like, fuck, they got me again. Wow. So, <laughs> no, you it, know, it's just, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I, you know, I spoke to how I wish it had played out, but, but I still gave it a seven and a half. 
I love everything. I give it an eight and a half. Um, nice. At first, there was something about the end that I wasn't quite sure about. So a few things of plausibility, but I was actually able to talk myself uh, out of it, saying, "You know what? No, this could happen. This could happen. I could see this going down that way." So, and really, then the the, the final thing you see from these characters in the end is so cool. Uh, you can it, see it how they. They play two different type of characters. They play one role and they play another role, and because they're such good actors, they are able to pull it off. And like, wow, man, that's cool. And really, the dialogue between them is just fantastic. It, 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 it's like a chess match, and it just it goes in places you don't expect it to go. It's unlike any other movie I've seen. It's so original. I think that's why it impressed me so much, as I hadn't seen it and anything like that before. And, and, you know, the surprises that we get. So, there you go, pet. Eight out of five. Eight out of five? 8.5. 8.5. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Eight, eight out of ten. Dave wins. Wow. That's that's a new that's a new slogan. Exploding heads in eight out of five podcasts. <laughs> oh shit! What, oh. what tier does that make? <laughs> we're, we're, we're still a tier eight show, but a tier eight out of five. Eight out of five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So number nine. Okay. Number nine for me, I actually rewatched it, and it was a film I really enjoyed the first time. I just didn't know if I was going to rewatch it because it's so freaking long. But number oh. nine is The Wailing. I knew that's where you were going when you said yeah, so freaking uh, long. <laughs> I, I got to say, you know, this, you know, this film's, um, it's, is it a, it's a Korean film, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a Korean film. Yeah, it takes place in Korea, and it's about, you know, a, a Japanese guy who shows up and, and basically, all of a sudden, people start getting sick and dying, and all these crazy things are happening. And the story basically revolves around this police officer, and his daughter actually becomes, like, infected, and he does everything he can to try and save her. And it's a really unique ghost story. It's, it, it touches on a lot of things of, of, of faith and, and, and religion, and, and it's, it's quite eerie and quite quite gross at times and uh i thought the performance of the little girl in this was terrific speaking of kids uh performances man she really committed to this role and uh the wailing was terrific i highly recommend checking this one out it is long it does run about two and a half hours but you know it it, it's a quick two and a half (laughs) if there's if there's such a thing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I'll definitely, I haven't seen it, so I'm definitely going to check it yeah, out. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend it. it. It's different. I think the the only reason why I'm not 100% higher on this film is because it still is very open to multiple interpretations, which I love normally, but this is one I'd like to have a little bit more of a firm grasp on, and I think maybe some of it has to do with not understanding the culture all of it, because you know it's somewhat of a ghost story, but not not in a traditional sense. And uh, so, so I was a little confused. I did a lot of reading, you know, a lot of thinking, a lot of soul searching on this one. And but ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, I, my interpretation of it was 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 solid enough for me to to give it an eight and a half and the number nine spot for 2016. Uh, I tell you, this movie. It's making a lot of lists. A lot of people are very high on it. And typically, this is a movie that I think I'm into. Uh, 
it's an Asian movie. There's ghost stuff involved. It's long. I, I don't have a problem with long movies. There's a lot of things that I get into. There's some guessing. But for whatever reason, I miss the boat. I, I, don't, I still give it a 7 out of 10. I enjoyed it. And I'm in the minority. A lot of people are loving this movie, just like yourself. Uh, I, I guess I'm going to have to watch it again. And like you said, you almost didn't. I didn't, probably yeah. because of the running time. And this, I meant to. This film, de- to me, definitely requires multiple viewings. Anytime, especially with Asian cinema, I find that, you know, there's a lot of cultural stuff that I don't necessarily understand. So reading about it and then going back and rewatching it again always, always helps. And, I mean, yeah. obviously, second view, Dave, you should. I, def- I know. But 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 I understand why you didn't look. It's it's a it's a long it's a long movie, and we were we were watching a ton of films. So let me just ask you one question about it, and then we'll go on to Christian. Sure. Do Do you think they could have cut twenty minutes out of this film? Because that's the vibe I got at the end of the film. That a lot of stuff didn't need to be stretched out as long as it did. I remember there was a ceremony and there was something else. And oh, I see. I love the ceremony scene. It was so intense. Um. I was you one know, 1.5 it when I was watching it. <laughs> you see, okay. see, I wasn't 1.5ing it, and there was nothing that I felt dragged. But, you know, obviously, being a two-and-a-half-hour film, if you cut a little bit here, a little bit there, it definitely it could have been down to probably 210. And yeah. and, and I could I could have seen it been, being a little tighter, but, but I couldn't tell you exactly where. I didn't feel it dragged in any place, but it definitely could have, you know, I could see it being shorter. But, you know, Asian films, they always tend to be longer. That's they true. really do. You don't you don't see many eighty minute Asian horror films. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Another one I have to rewatch on yeah. your list. All right. Cool. All right, homie. What you got? All right. Number nine is Fear Inc. I really enjoyed this nice. too. I, nice. So I watched this after Scare Campaign, and then Dave, you had the mixed up, or you didn't know. You know what? Both movies yeah. are worth checking out. Both of them have twists and turns. Fear Inc plays a little bit more comedic um but i'm i'm there for the ride i i laughed out loud and i thought it was great i was giddy this is this is kind of how i felt with the final girls last year but this actually Uh has this actually has a little bit more gore to it whatever the girls you know the girls are hot you know the dude that was in freddy versus jason he's back he's growing up a bit he's his friend yeah chris marquette yeah he great he's great in it i love the way the i love the way it plays out uh, a little bit of sunshine as a cameo at the beginning. The main actor is funny. <laughs> he wears a Freddy a Freddy sweater pretty much the whole time, and <laughs> yeah. uh, and there's some great lines in it. Like uh, they bury Lord Bill. And, like, I told <laughs> you guys, I texted that. I thought that was, <laughs> that line was absolutely hilarious. And uh, the fact that he was wearing this, he was wearing her sweater too. Yeah, <laughs> he had the sweater on. <laughs> Really? Yeah, he was wearing the sweater that she was wearing at the beginning of Scream. That's brilliant. I didn't <laughs> even catch on to that. They literally wow. Barry Mord Bill. <laughs> wow. I'll tell you what I did catch on is that the guy that came in delivering the little pig, little pig line was dressed just like Jack Torrance was in The Shining. You know me in The Shining. So I was like, what the – I go, look at this shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought, yeah. It, wow. I thought it was great. And, uh, yeah, it ends with a bang. It's, it's, it's a great movie. And I gave it 8.5. Nice, and I was nice. I was pleasantly surprised by this. I the poster for this was kick ass too, to be honest, and so I was hoping for yeah. it, but I wasn't sure. I did. I went in with no expectation, so I loved it. Nice. I think I gave nice. it a seven and a half, but the only thing for me was I felt like it went 
maybe one twist too far. But at the same time, it had to because of a reference earlier in the film, a whole set, a whole scene of dialogue early, very early on in the film. So yeah. it comes back to that at the end. And even though I don't know that particular reference, I, I know of it. So I knew like when it's playing out at the end, like what, what was actually going on. Well, this evening, the last movies I watched before we came on today were uh, Fear, Inc. and Scare Campaign. Nice. <laughs> just to make sure nothing changed and honestly nothing did change and there are two other movies that are 8.5 that are on my that i have ranked but are right off the, the they didn't make top 16 they're 17 and 18 and one of those movies is fear inc at 8.5 so nice. i'm right there with you. it's just that great of a year so yeah that's fantastic Okay, now I'm going to bring one in here. Uh, it's one that you guys both mentioned and both ranked significantly lower than I did. And my number eight movie is Darling. I fucking <laughs> loved Darling. And the first time I watched it, I really enjoyed it, and I gave it an eight and a half. And then I watched it again, and I felt the same. And then, last week this is, and then for whatever reason... I wanted to watch it again two days later. So last week I watched it twice in the same week for no other reason except for the fact that I wanted to watch it again. I, I It really took me inside uh, on my second view. And it's just a good old-fashioned freaking story. It's another simple story. On the surface it isn't simple, I guess. But basically the way I interpreted it is that, you know, the, there's sacrifice going on here, and it's pretty simple as to why these scenes are set up. And, you know, it's pretty much a one-girl show. Lauren Ashley Carter is freaking fantastic in this movie. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I love watch. Uh, yeah, I love watching her. Uh, I love her performance. Um, the kill that we do get is so freaking brutal and intense. <laughs> it's one yeah, of the best is. kills of the year. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It is fucking brutal. Yeah, she's a mad woman. She's great. And, and of course, just the way the movie's presented. The soundtrack is actually really good. I didn't notice that upon my first view. But it's 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 perfect for this film, this soundtrack. It is just intertwined perfectly in this film. That it, it makes perfect sense. The way it's... And when I sit down and watch this movie, and the first thing it says is that this movie is going to have psychedelic images and flashing lights, I know that movie's for me. And, yeah. and, and, and sure enough, it was. It's a yeah, movie that's not going to be for everybody. I wish I gave it a second watch. Oh, yeah. I really do. I was planning on watching it um, last night. I planned on this being my last rewatch, but I never got a chance to. I still rated it a seven and a half, and I will. It is a film, you know, I will own a hard copy of at some point because it is a beautiful looking film. I Yeah. Uh, the first time I watched it, I felt like I wanted a little bit more in terms of explanation as to why. I know you don't need it. But I felt like yeah. I wanted it. But at the same time, you know, upon rewatch, I could see myself definitely coming in higher on it. But, you know, it, it just missed out. You know, this would be in my top 20. Well, I'll tell quite... you, message message boards on the B. Help me out once again. That's, yeah. that's what I do. Yeah. No, I, 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 do that, I do that too when I get, when you know, sometimes. Even if I understand it, I like to get other people's thoughts on it. <laughs> yeah, I sure. rated it an case. 8. I, I, like yeah. I said, it was, it was oh, okay. at my 16th spot. And I rated it okay. an eight. And I loved it. 
as well. And yeah, it, people come down on it saying, oh, it's just, it's a carbon copy of Repulsion. Someone, I remember saying, someone went to film school, watched Repulsion and decided to make a crappy right. copy himself. No, it, it's it's like a love note to that, that style of movie and maybe that mm-hmm. movie uh, sure. with the black and white film. But he, he makes it his own. She makes yeah. it her own. It, it's yeah. a well-made film. I really enjoyed it. Like I said, it was I, I, I feel a little bad, but I gave, gave Rob Zombie a little nod, uh, and I'll go into more, a little bit more detail as to why a bit later uh, for that 16th spot. But uh, yeah, Darlene was was um, a very very good film. I you, I don't usually say this, but well said, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank you. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Okay, so that's number eight, so uh, go ahead, homie. All right. You knew it was bound to happen. I, I, he was already brought up at one point, but you knew Mike Flanagan was going to be brought up again in this show. So let's get into my number eight before I wake. Now, a controversial pick. We did cover it for the show. We did. I, and it got pulled and is going to be released in 2017, so even though it's on my list for 2016... I'm not trying to be one of these, ooh, I saw it before you did. It's just a phenomenal film. It does have some issues, again, a little bit with CGI, a little bit with some generic jump scares and stuff, but the story overall is terrific. The acting from Kate Bosworth, Thomas Jane, and and again, another child performance, um, Jacob Tremblay, uh, is phenomenal. This film was made in 2013, and the acting is terrific. The story is great. I even love the, the some of the effects that are used in it. I know we talked about it in our review that some of it, Christian felt like it was, I guess, underdeveloped, but I kind of liked it because it was from a child's perspective. But I got to say, when this movie played out and, and one particular scene in the end that we talked about when we reviewed it played out, I got goosebumps again. And it, it's a touching story, and it makes sense, especially seeing it through the eyes of a child and as as a story i can relate to i i, I loved it I, I give it a, a nine out of ten that's what wow. i gave it originally and cool. I, I stick okay. i stick with my nine. Oh, it, yeah it's a good movie I, I wanted to get a wider release uh i remember yeah. really enjoying it thinking it had some great parts to it i remember thinking the bully part was uh, not needed i think yes and, yes yeah good pick man like uh, yeah that's a great movie it, it was, and you know, again, the bully part was was a, I wish was handled a little, a little differently or not at all. And he did have a relationship with with that girl that he met at school, who was really friendly with him. I wish they had done more with that because they were very cute together. Um, but yeah. but ultimately, you know, for me, Thomas Jane's performance really stood out. I mean, all of them were great, but Thomas Jane's performance really stood out. And you know, we had a question where uh, later we're going to be picking our favorite actor of the year favorite male performance of the year and uh it was close you know he he stood a shot for me because i thought he was terrific but uh he didn't win <laughs> so sh- shout out to shout out to tj <laughs> tj tj for thomas jane not turkey jizz okay <laughs> this, this isn't this isn't don't breathe what is, oh. oh man there you go <laughs> You know, yeah. I haven't thought to rewatch this movie much like Pine Street. And I gave this an eight and a half when I watched it. And I watched it twice for the show when we reviewed it. And going back, 
I actually lowered my grade from an 8.5 to an 8 without rewatching it. And I've done that on a few movies. And I know that might sound weird, but ultimately when I look at my list, the reason these movies make my list is because these are the movies that I know I'm going to revisit and that I want to watch again the most. And there has to be a reason for that. I haven't thought to go back and watch Pine Street. I haven't thought to go back and watch Before I Wake. Did I enjoy them and the time I spent with them and did I rate them high? Yes, but for whatever reason... I haven't gone back. But once again, it seems like all your picks, I feel like now I have to go back and watch them again. I'll get into some more basic picks. <laughs> so, no, they're great picks. There's, thank you. <laughs> I, have, I can't dispute them. That there's you, No one's picked a bad movie yet or anything that any could, anyone could take umbrage with. But I have I just, a feeling I, you're, you're going oh, to... I have a feeling you're going to pick a bad <laughs> movie, Dave. <laughs> well, I might. My number I eight might, might be yeah. uh, questionable to you too, but we'll see. Oh God! All right, what you oh, got, man? Oh gosh. Okay, well, we we're just talking about Darling, and I bumped it off the list, and I gave it thirty-one uh, because both of them hovered at the eight, or at eight, and and whatnot. Um, I really like how Darling was directed, and funny enough, I watched another film called Carnage Park that I absolutely loved. And that takes my wow. number eight spot. I love this. I know this is going, people are split, I think, on this movie. I love how it starts. And I love how that just gets totally uh, turned around and, and, and shifts gears completely. I loved it. And Mickey uh, Keating yes. is the director of both yeah. Darlene and Carnage Park. Right. And he's going to get a special shout out and best director. He didn't. He didn't ultimately win, but... Uh, I think he deserves a, a definitely a shout out. Two movies that were uh, top notch. I did not see Pod. He also directed Pod. I think Dave, you I said you Pod. saw it. You said you didn't mind it. I have not watched that. Um, now um, I'm upset because I didn't watch Carnage Park off the fact that Dave said it was. He was sort of. I think you came in at like a six, six and a half on that. I did come just, in at a six. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I I skipped it over that, and now so I now I'm actually really looking forward to checking that out. And I scored it an eight and a half. And wow, the more wow. You do, the less you know about this going in, I think the better. So I I know again, nothing. I, I I I remember hearing some buzz about this movie, and I remember the name, and it linked to that buzz. That's it. I didn't want to watch a trailer. I didn't want to watch anything else. I, I Dave gave the recommend uh, talked about it way back when. But you know what? I went in. I just ended up going in clear head. I I I loved it. I really loved it. I nice. thought it was Tarantino esque at the beginning, in, in in a different way. There's a filter used that you like get used to the look of the film because mm-hmm. the the look of the film at the beginning is the way the looks the film's going to look the whole movie. He uses a special filter on it, um, and it works for the movie. Uh, so yeah, I really enjoyed this film. Wow! Usually, I don't miss a film oh. that pops up in someone's top ten, so I'm actually excited now to go see this. I think this one's on Netflix as well. Is it? Yeah, this one's definitely okay. on Netflix. Yeah. Okay, I have to watch it again. Yeah. I, I saw it and I was underwhelmed, and I don't. I remember the, what you said about the beginning, it being kind of Tarantino-esque, and I do remember that. There was a charismatic guy there, and then it was, it was basically about these two brothers, and one of them was a loony, and there was a lot of gunplay. And I remember thinking, you know, how much of this is horror? But maybe I, you know, I'm going of, to a lot of cumplay. Is this a porno? Cumplay. <laughs> you said cum. I thought you said a lot of cumplay. Oh, oh, gun, gun, G U N. Oh, gunplay. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, it's a, it's um, a, it's again, it's an interesting way to tell a story. 
And no, it ends. It ends like something right out of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, almost. Like I mean, there's a lot of different elements in this. Like I, I mean, I can't wait to see it again. Nice. I'm definitely watching any movie that you guys pick on your top ten. I'm I'm gonna rewatch it. I'm sorry, I have to because maybe I missed out on something. Second view, Dave. Again, so we'll see. So. First view, Brandon. <laughs> right. All right. Um, am I up? Yeah, number seven. Up. Okay, number seven. This is one we recently reviewed, and I have watched it two more times since. So I think I've watched it four times this year. And despite all the criticism that I keep hearing. I can still watch this movie again and again and it not be a problem. So, what can I say? People can hate on it all they want. Some people might hate on this pick. I really love the movie and it's I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. Yes, nice. Nice. I am the pretty thing. I am the pretty thing. I am the pretty thing. (laughs) Haters can hate. Biscuits. 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 Yeah. I. I love this freaking movie. Um, uh, let me tell you something. I mentioned last time when we reviewed it that something happened. And I thought it was I heard crickets outside my window. That the sound design was amazing. It happened again. Not crickets because I knew it this time. But this time I'm watching and it was raining or drizzling outside in the movie. And I thought it was outside my window. And I paused the movie and sure enough it was the damn movie. There's something really special about the sound design here. And Dave, Dave, I gotta say, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Okay. I did the exact same thing, and it was this movie, because okay. wa- I've seen this movie probably about four or five times now, because I, re- I think I watched it three times before we reviewed it, and I've watched it, like, two times in the last, like, week, but the same yeah. exact thing, where I paused it because I thought it was raining outside. <sighs> I, couldn't think of, I couldn't think of what movie it was, and it was this one, uh, until you uh, brought it up. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I gotta tell you, I freaking... I really love the movie. I it doesn't seem slow to me. I love the narration. It doesn't bother me at all. That I wish there were more movies like that. I like learning about these characters. I it's a very unusual movie. And again, like many on my list, it's not going to be for everybody. And I have developed a taste for these slow-moving art house movies where we spend quality time with very few characters. I'm really into it. These are just my kind of movies, and there's not very many of them. But when they make them and they make them right, it it really freaking knocks my socks off, man. I I just – I really dig it. And I just found out tonight that he he pays homage to – Oz Perkins pays homage to both of his parents in this movie where you can see his mother in a photograph and on the wall, and you can see his father – She's TV. watching them. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I didn't know this. And Chris General, uh, he pointed this out to me from, uh, you know, he's not on Dark Discussions, but he's, I, I always talk to him on the board. He's in our group and this and that. But yeah. He pointed that out. And he said, because uh, her mother is. Um, I didn't know about the mother. I didn't see that. But... Yeah. Um, Can I point out that who... Chris is Canadian too? Just, just put it out there. Uh, everything has to is be. Is he now? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. We're all a little Canadian. Sorry, boot that. <laughs> but yeah, he um. Don't do it. Paid homage to them both. <laughs> and it's cool. Bottom line, great movie. It's one that I'm gonna revisit. I think there's something about me that, and I hate to use this term to say my condition because it sounds like a scapegoat or like I'm a freaking douchebag, but. Uh, <laughs> 
you know, I hate to use that something. But anyway, I got this ADHD thing, and I've noticed that there's fallacies going around where people think that people that have ADD have to see things jumping around all the time. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Because I can't keep up with the action on a film. That's why I don't like action films and car chases, because I can't keep up. My mind, it, I, my mind drifts so much that I can't keep up. But in movies like this that are slow, my mind can drift, and I won't miss anything. Yeah, it's, that's sooth- think, it's soothing. Yes, I think for people like me, babe, that's why I gravitate to it. I love yeah. these slow-moving, and to me, they're not even slow. They're like perfectly paced, because they work for my brainwaves, if you will. So anyway, this is the first one on my list, on my official top ten, that I give a nine out of ten. Nice. It hasn't changed from the first time I watched it. I gave it a nine when we reviewed it. It's still a nine, so there you go. Fantastic, man. Cool, man. All right, my number seven. We've already talked about it. Conjuring 2. Ah, nice. Not really much more to add to this. I mean, the film, I just thought it was fantastic. I was, Like I said, I was engaged from beginning to end. It's got such a great cast. I mean, Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson are terrific. I love the first one. I, I found myself more engaged in this one. I love certain scenes where... I, I love the scenes where... Um, Oh my god, what's the character's name? The the man in the house. Does he even have a name? <laughs> he does have a name. The my man. name is... Oh, what the hell was <laughs> the it? Man, the Bill? man who's on... I think it was... Uh, Biscuit. Yeah, Bill, Wilk- Bill, Wilk- Bill Wilkins. Bill Biscuit Wilkins. <laughs> Bill Wilkins, a.k.a. Biscuit. Bill Wilkins. <laughs> the scene where, where she, she's, he's talking through her, and they have awesome like that shot. filter up, and they're all like turned... Great scene. That scene was creepy. How? How did they make it go from her to him and, and us watch it happen and yet it still translated without being trickery? I, I can't figure that out. It was amazing. Those wacky you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was awesome. It really yeah. was. And I love the twist with, with the Wilkins character. I thought, it was, I thought it was terrific. I thought it was eerie and creepy. I, I've said the soundtrack. I thought the soundtrack was great. Um, yeah. Everything about this movie really stood out. I, I understand what you're saying about the third act turning a little bit exorcisty, <laughs> if that's a word. It is now <laughs> exorcisty. But well, not um, exorcisty. That was the first one. This one, my issue was more with the reveal that all of a sudden um, Vera Farmiga was like, "Oh, this happened." And wait a minute. Oh, no. First he had it, then she had it. It was just like almost felt kind of forced. You know, I did what happened and how why they had to go back. That was well played. Oh I, yeah, but that, seemed... that that happened very early on in the movie, so it's it's almost like I forgave that because I almost found that to be like her gift was was presenting itself early on, and she almost misinterpreted it as something bad, and it comes back mm-hmm. to be a good thing. So, so I actually like that. Okay, I, I, th- I, I thought you had issues with some. Remember how he looked down, he saw those two pieces of film cross, and he was like, well, wait a minute, let's play this and this and see what happens. It just, it just all of a sudden happened. Yeah, that, that was what it yeah, was. I, I accept it. Didn't, oh, didn't, didn't bother me in the least, but I thought you meant some of like the special effects scenes in the third act. You no, know, I was okay with that. The just, crosses wow. and all that and stuff like that, but I, I don't mind yeah. that stuff. It, it, you right, know, right. it is what it is. I expect it from, this, from a film like this, and you know, the, the acting and the, and the story itself was just... Phenomenal. I gave this one a 9 out of 10. Nice. Nice. All right. Christian, you still with us? Yeah, I'm off. I'm I'm gone. See you. I'm I'm off the show. (laughs) (laughs) 
my number my number seven is masks. Yes! Oh, wow. What a surprise! Wow. I loved this movie, and it's fucked up. I mean, oh. I, I don't even know. Like, I, I, this is why I loved it because it was like a love note to a Galileo <laughs> film, and yet it succeeds in being one as well. Just like the editor was like the satire that ended up being good, be, you know, because parodied it, but at the same time was enjoyable. This one played it straight, and it's enjoyable. I liked it from the opening music, which mm-hmm. I'm hoping that I can bring up while I'm talking here. That opening music was fantastic. Nah, I can't. I, I'm going to screw it up. So I'm just going to not worry about that. But the opening music, the <laughs> opening theme of, of Masks is phenomenal. And the look of the film is phenomenal. The ending... It, it, it builds and it gets crazy. And I, I, I love the craziness of the plot, which mimics that type of movie. Uh, and the kills are great. And it's yeah. gory. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's like they didn't hold back at all. My one quibble is that the sound design of the movie is actually not that great, which is weird. The music is good, but they use... Okay, I don't make a lot of movies. I make little cheap shit breeder movies. But... They're using the same sound effects catalog that I use in for my cheap... Pre- so I'm picking out sound effects that I've used in my movies that are in this major motion picture. And I, I it just takes me out of the movie. It's a weird oh, wow. quibble to have. But when you, when you hear little sound things that I've used in my little Halloween movies, all of a sudden I'm like, well... It happened in the darkness this year, the one with Kevin Bacon. They use a sound effect uh-huh. that I've used in the movie, and it happened in this movie, and it happened in Scare uh, Creature Feature. I'm like, well, this is everybody's using this exact same sound effect track. Like, you figure, you know, they had a bigger budget, they could have created something different. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if that has to do with budget, considering this film was made in 2011. Well, that's the other thing. Like, I, I felt almost guilty mm. putting it on my list. Because I know it was originally released in 2011, and that's why I, I uh, messaged not you guys here. going, "Is this considered uh, yeah, a 2016?" It counts. It counts. Everybody's. Yeah, been, it counts. I didn't hear about it until this year when well, people, yeah, other right. people started leaving it. I. This just. Okay, you want to talk about biggest? This is my biggest surprise of the year because I didn't know. I. Yeah. I was just. I'll put this on. I watch it. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I love that it, ending. It, I love that ending. Yeah. And the ending is saw esque. I'm telling you, I got goosebumps like I saw when I saw Saw for the first time. When there, there's that music, the theme song, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. The masks theme, as I'm calling it, kicks back yeah. in, and it kind of like how the Saw music kicks back in, and then they do all those um, flashbacks that sort of tell the story in rapid succession. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! And I was like, I loved it, and I, I thought I remembered Saw right away, and thinking how cool that was when I first saw it, and this had that same moment. So, so when big, you so what you took away from the ending was it was it an upbeat or downbeat ending? Well, are you talking about the ending ending when yeah. she's on the stage? Yes, it's what I think he's talking. It's a about. very it's like it, Stockholm. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> that's a, that's exactly what I'm talking about because I'm because I, I interpreted it a certain way, and um, for me, it's an extremely downbeat ending. Yeah. It's like Stockholm syndrome. Is that what you're thinking? No. No. Okay. Well, nope. I, no, I know. 
I know what you're saying there, and yeah, I, I would, I'd have to agree. We're gonna have to talk more about this film even off the air. Yeah, because I don't know, because... I don't know if I want to go in like I don't want to. Yeah, get into it too I know. Much I cause... really want. I go. Yeah. I so want to like review this film and and go into spoilers because I saw it a certain way, and I don't know if anyone else saw it that way. And now I got to go back and rewatch it again. I got to yeah. buy. Oh, it. I got to watch it again. Cool. Would yeah, we that? should yeah. talk about this more. Listen, I gave it an 8.5 myself, so <laughs> shit, what can I say? Nothing. I can't say uh, anything bad about it. That, that's great, man. Again, just, I gave it an 8, so what did you give it, Christian? 8.5. Right now. So we're all in the same area there. Yeah. Nice. Okay, all right. Um, What are we on, 6? 10, six. 9, 8, 7. 6. Okay, this one might surprise you guys, because when we, uh, we, we reviewed this movie... And you guys were higher on it than I was, and I actually had some beef with it, uh, ultimately with uh, the way they wrapped things up, and we even didn't argue, but we kind of debated for a good five minutes about it. And this time when I watched it, I put that stuff aside, and I, anything that bothered me the first time, because it's Second View Dave again, <laughs> I knew what to expect, and I just took this as a movie, and man, it, it really impressed the hell out of me, and that movie is The Invitation. Nice. nice. I tell you, yeah. what a great movie. What a great movie. Great performances. I, I, I'm into it from start to finish because you're following the lead character. You're with him. And then, I mean, granted, I've seen it before, but it didn't matter this time. I was just just into it the entire time. It's just a well-made film. You know, the first yeah. time I saw this movie, I didn't realize that the girl was, was bottomless completely when yeah. she was standing in that doorway. I don't know why. I don't know. I why. noticed I only see. because I was licking the TV screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. But she was cast perfectly. She is so believable as like a Manson type girl. Yeah, oh, exactly. Fucked up, they even Dude. say that in the movie that she's Manson esque. Yeah. Which it, she really was. Absolutely. And you know what? You guys brought up a point, and I have to agree with you now. I have to concede. I think Christian was the one that said to me, Would you, if it would have gone that way, that would have been that's something you would have seen before. The fact that you were expecting it to all be in his head and it wasn't and that bothered you, wouldn't you rather it surprise you and, and not play out the way you were hoping it wasn't because it seemed too ordinary or it was just whatever. And you know what? You were right. Uh, it, it is better this way. It, it would have been a cop out. But at the time I didn't see it that way. But this time, different experience. Granted, I, I only went up a half a point. Maybe not. Maybe I was eight. I think I went up a whole full point. I think I was eight. Now I'm at nine. So nice. nine out of ten. Great, the invitation. Great performance. Well made film. Yeah, Great performance. The performance is yeah. The performances really stand out in this one. Very believable and heart wrenching. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. The whole thing with his child. Yes. You know, it's just yes. the worst thing I could think of happening. And, yeah. Absolutely. How they fell apart. That's all very believable. They fell mm -hmm. apart. And then they went to different things. And then the lament of his ex at the end when she realizes yep. ultimately that, that she's done wrong here. And yeah. you almost feel bad for her. You feel bad for so you many characters. You could almost tell she was wearing a mask throughout the whole film. Right. Like, like, yeah, that's, her, like that's why she, she was taking pills. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. That, yeah. that's her masking agent, you know? Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I don't want to talk too much about it, but yeah, I... I was Get off your knees, you're blowing the invitation. <laughs> what, an, what an experience I had, though, man. Nice. A, I came I'm around. Glad you came up on that. That was my most anticipated from last year when we talked about when we talked about movies for 2016. That was my 
highly anticipated watch. So wow. I'm glad, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you really enjoyed that. Yeah, that and uh, House nice. on Pine Street were the, were the two I had mentioned. Nice. Nice. Cool. So that's that. All right, what you got? All right, number six. It's been a little while since I mentioned uh, Mike Flanagan. So we got to come right back around and uh, bring up Hush. Nice. And, uh, yeah. you know... Man, Mike Flanagan had had a great year. He's such a terrific director. Um, Kate Siegel's performance in this is phenomenal. I, you know, I rewatched this one again. You know, and I really paid attention to to the parts that Christian had pointed out a little bit of uh, issue with with her almost talking outside her body. And I kind of wish she hadn't, only because early in the movie she references that the only voice in her head is her mother's. So, oh, yeah. so yeah. how would she be able to talk to herself with her own adult voice when she lost her, her, her voice and her ability to speak when she was like thirteen? Time because out. maybe that maybe that voice is her mother's. Did you ever think of that? No, because she ha- she has the mother's voice at one point when she ha- when she's doing the writer block thing, and uh, it's it sounds like an older woman. Oh, okay. I take it back. All right, I was trying yeah, to help. That- yeah, no, it, it, look, it, does, it doesn't, hurt, in the right place. It doesn't hurt the movie. The, the buildup is great. I, you know, I actually watched it again to see if I would have liked if the mask had stayed on longer, and I still stand by the fact that I think it came off and it was fine. I think it's, it's almost scarier to put a regular guy's face with the horror that ensued thereafter. And I, I yeah. and I think, you know, even the scenes where where we see him almost toying with her at the beginning, you know, he's killing the friend like right against the door. It's almost as if he had planned on just slaughtering them. But then when he realizes the situation that he has, he realizes he can just toy with her and he's going to fuck with her emotionally and and mentally until he uh, until he breaks her. And, uh, you know, great, great cat and mouse film. I love love. The, the third act, I love it. It, it kind of gives it, it definitely gives me some chills a little bit. Really, yeah. really strong lead female character. Really yeah, strong. Best final girl in a long time. She yeah she was she was <laughs> terrific. Almost. Uh, Almost. <laughs> she was terrific for me. I uh you know and again another one where I really thought about and we'll get to it later for female performance. Another one that really stood out, especially because you know she's she. You know, it's two characters pretty much the whole movie. So it's uh, yeah, it was terrific, and it's silent. Her face, she she does a lot with her facial expressions that that really, really drives her performance, and that's not easy to do. I believe I came in at a nine on this, and I I, I stuck with a nine on it. Nice. I stuck with I stuck with my eight point five, and uh, <laughs> I agree, it is a great film. Uh, am, am I good to go? You're good no, to go. No, good. no, no. To sign off? Yeah, they're for good. Okay. <laughs> and this is Christian <laughs> signing off. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, I'm now in my nine range zone. I'm going to be totally honest here. My six, five, and four could have been interchanged. They could be really interchanged. Uh, they're all great movies. Love them all. Uh, it's The Invitation at number six. Hey, yeah. nice. I, I loved it then. I I watched it twice for that show. A fantastic film, and I think everybody should see it. It's not balls-out horror, but it gets under your skin, and there's some yeah. great moments in this movie. Very psychological. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's the invitation. So you both had it at nine, huh? 
Yeah, or, I, or six, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm oh. sorry. You meant the rating of nine. That's yeah. Spot. I had okay. uh, number six rating of nine. And I had, yeah. I think that at when we first saw it as well. I didn't yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's the first match we've had. It took this long. We both we both had the same number six. Yeah. We matched oh. sixteen. You and me, Dave. Well, I don't mean that. I mean on the top ten, ten. I mean, we Christian and I also had the eleven, but the official ten. I mean, shit. I'm okay. just trying to I'm just trying to be a part of the show. No, no, no. It's, it's <laughs> I think it's time for to sign off. <laughs> and this is Brandon Orlick signing off. <laughs> top, signing five. top five. Whew. Here top five. Top five. Okay, uh, my number five, I'm just going to make it uh, quick and, and painless. Um, this is one we disagree heavily on, but nothing's changed for me. This is my favorite final girl in a very long time, Ugh. and this movie is Don't Breathe. Hush. Oh, Don't. <laughs> yeah, I say hush to that. <laughs> hey, listen. Go on, Christian. Awesome. She's my second. She's my second favorite, but this girl here... I gotta say, I, I was even more sympathetic with her uh, upon this view. The, uh, the, I, I don't blame her for doing anything she does in this film. I love every move she makes. I, um, I and then when you get gets crazy towards the end and they get out, there's suspense. We did a full review on it. All I'm saying is that uh, I, I I wish you guys had come around, but I don't think you watched it again. I but, um, I will though. I will. Great performances. I mean, Stephen Lang is freaking great in that role. Character Bolden. Wow, I thought he was great. See, that's what it is. Sympathetic one moment, and then the flip, and then the twist, and this and that, and then you're going back and forth on who to move for, who not to too. It was too off for me. There was just something not right. It was just a little too off for me. Well, I won't waste anybody's time. You can go back and listen to our review. Uh... Oh, we're I'll definitely the minority. That. We're definitely the minority. Yeah, I Christian and I are getting mad hate for our dislike of this movie. <laughs> but that's it. Don't breathe. Nine out of ten. Uh, my favorite final girl in years. So nice. let's move on. Yeah. All right, number five. You know this this film could have you know th- th- my top five could have very easily. I could reverse my top five right now, and and I wouldn't be sad about it, but. Ultimately, I just, you know, half points decided it here, and I just kind of stuck with original ratings on this one. And this was the second time watched for me, and this is The Witch. Ooh. Yeah, so The Witch nice. came in at number five. I, you know, what to say about it. Um, what's the director's name? David Eggers? Uh, Robert, 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 Robert Eggers. Robert Eggers. Robert Eggers. Phen- phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal yeah. film. Phenomenal performances. Again, we're talking about child performances. You know, this a lot of standout young performances this year. You know, all of them. You know, just the dialogue, the atmosphere, everything about this film is is phenomenal. You know, watching it again this time. This was only my second time seeing it, and I was so engaged this time, and it was awesome watching it with subtitles. I didn't find that. Yeah, I, had, that I didn't. I didn't find that I had issue following it in the theater when I saw it. Because I, I came in high the first time I saw it. And watching it with subtitles, you know, obviously it helped. But, uh, you know, it didn't. I didn't find myself even confused by any of the subtitles I was reading. And, uh, you know, I don't really want to talk much about this film. I know it's going to come up a little bit later. So I'll, I'll wait to, you know, converse with, uh, with others later. But I, I'm sticking with a 9 out of 10. Could be a 9.5, but I'm sticking with a 9 for now. Oh, it was clickety-clacky that they were saying. I didn't know that until I had subtitles on. 
I like the <laughs> black. <laughs> I like the black Philip uh, songs, but I, I forgot to write them down to say them. Those were those I definitely picked up on with the subtitles. Were you spoony yeah, black Philip while you're watching it for the second time? Uh-huh. I know you guys broke How's up, that? but I thought maybe you All got right. back together. How it, I gotta say this. Look, I'm an animal lover. How how sweet is Black Philip? I love Black Philip, man. I love that goat. I love him too. We know, that's we know my, you that's do. The only, that's the only downfall. Of, hey, he's yeah, the he greatest does. of all time. He is. He is the G O A T of G O A T's. Yes. Yeah. He is the greatest. No yes. I wish no they question. were able to use him more in the film. I would have loved to have seen him more <laughs> <Yes>. for BP. <laughs> <laughs> they, should do a, they should do a sequel to follow that bird called follow that goat <laughs> <laughs> and get that uh what's that country singer who was in follow that bird i don't remember i've seen the movie and i've like, so yeah. many times are you talking about the sesame yeah. street movie from back in the 80s yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that bird. who the fuck yeah. knows who's that willie nelson con- <laughs> no he was like the heavy kenny rogers he Roger. passed away the heavy the heavy set guy roy orbison country <laughs> Oh, sorry. Uh, John Popper. Um, I don't know. I have you said country. I don't know. Damn it. Waylon Jennings. That's who it was. Waylon Jennings. Oh, yeah. That's exactly who it was. Dave takes this oh, one. Nice. I was actually going to look it up when you said Waylon Jennings. I was like, get Waylon Jennings and Black Phillip on the road. On the road again. <laughs> okay. That's Willie Allen Nelson. Yes, it is. Yep. That's I don't even like country. Anyway, can I go, yeah. or are we going to blow... Uh, yeah. okay. We're going to blow Black Phillip a little more. <laughs> My number five oh. is The Monster. <gasps> Ooh, surprising. Yeah, I understand nice. what you guys were saying, maybe with the end a little bit. It didn't ruin anything for me. I, it didn't even really change my rating at all. Uh I love this movie. Again, this came out of nowhere. I, well, I shouldn't say it came out of nowhere. I knew it was coming. I'm just saying Direct. I didn't know what to expect from it. And again, going in blind, I've, I've stopped watching trailers for a lot of the main horror films now. I'm fine. Good boy. And, and, and so I, I'm enjoying these when you go in with not much information. I just love what they did with the characters. Some, I felt I was like borderline in a couple of places thinking that might have been a bit forced, but... I was forgiving of it. Nine out of ten. The monster. Nice. My number five Another pick. More good performances from from child actors. The daughter was terrific. Yeah. Yes. That, the, and the mother, of course. The mother, of course, was terrific. I like the creature effects also on that. I mean, I gave I it an eight too. out of ten. I mean, I did too. Yeah, the yep. creature effects were phenomenal. Yep. And a lot of people are going to have this on their top ten. I yeah. Think a lot of people are really loving this movie. This is a, this is a tough yep. list to make this year. Uh, what a year! Straight yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Great year. Great year. Here we are, number four. Okay, now this one. This what <laughs> took me by total surprise. I spoke about this one maybe three shows ago, and my rating hasn't changed. I had to watch it again, of course, and I never would have expected this when I saw the title, when I knew what the movie was about. This is the last thing I thought would land on the top ten list by me, and that movie is In the Deep. Nice. I yep. love the movie. I was going to say, I, you, thought it, you thought it was an anal porn movie, didn't you? <laughs> In the Deep, volume six. <laughs> or is it another I Hindi down, movie? In the Deep. <laughs> In the Deep? In the Hindi? <laughs> In the Hindeep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched this again, and this time I watched it with my wife, because I knew this was a movie that I could watch with my wife. You know, I, I watched The Shells with her as well. I mean, it's a shark movie. 
I mean, you can watch that with someone that is a borderline you horror. You can only fan. watch not... shark movies with your wife. <laughs> well, I know that if there is a shark movie, she'll watch it. That's, sure, that's yeah. what I know. <laughs> oh, no. I've never seen any of those. Oh, not hell no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell nah. Oh, hell nah. Whatever. Dave's like, just let me uh, fucking <laughs> talk about my movie. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Go ahead. It's okay. It's all right. It's getting late. I'm trying to help you guys out. Oh. <laughs> uh, man. Beautiful shots of the ocean. It looks good. But, you know, all, honestly, a good soundtrack that I didn't notice the first time. Things I didn't notice. When we do see gore, it's great. It's top-notch. Freaking make practical effects here. You actually get jump scares from a shark that are not cheesy and that made me jump both times I watched it. And especially this time with my wife because my wife is the jumper. So when she jumps, grabs me, I jump. And it's just, you know, it's a natural reaction. That's what happens. Uh, I, I watched this with my wife. As we're going through this movie, at one point she tells me, you, you might have to spoil this movie for me. I don't think I can go on. Because she had the same reaction I had where she was down there with them, you know, feeling just it was such an intense freaking movie it was very intense and she is like I, I don't think i could take it and that's how i felt when i was watching and like i said is this the I, movie like, or the sex that you're having that yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah in the deep in the deep yeah. yes it was yeah this, okay. anal. this movie would have been higher on my list had i experienced <laughs> it the way you did <laughs> She's right there, down there with me. I said, I don't think I can take it. <laughs> you gotta recut that and put in like some sex noises yeah. or something. <laughs> Is that like a bit? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh man, it really was very suspenseful and very intense and freaking. The thing they did at the end—I'll tell you what, Brandon, my wife did call it when it happened. She goes, yeah. is this going to be this or is this going to be this? And that was the only thing that bummed me out because when I saw it, it didn't even cross my mind. Going back after it happened, I was like, oh, okay. They did mention it for a reason. Yeah. But bottom yeah. line, well played. Well played. It was still played. well played. It didn't It didn't hurt the film at all, even though no. I saw it. Not at all. And I have a feeling that this is not going to make a whole lot of top ten lists next year because a lot of people are going to see it for the first time next year. But yeah. we covered it. Well, we saw it, you know. So we're we're talking about it this year. Didn't expect it again. Like I said last time on the show, when I talked about it briefly, I got this whole thing about drowning, where the whole idea of it really spooks me out, and I, I would never go down in a cage with scuba gear. Just the thought of it, it, it is it's terrifying to me. So seeing this as it plays out, and the relationship with the girls, the character development, why the girl decided to do it when she really didn't want to. There's good stuff here. There's, 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 it's a good story. And there really, to me, there is not a dull moment. And being underwater for most of this film, man, it, I just think it's a fantastic film. Sticking with my rating, a 9 out of 10. So there you go. Nice. In the nice. deep. Beautiful. All right, my number four. From director Osgood Perkins. February. Nice. I nice. love this film. Yeah. Now, I, I gotta say, I, I believe I came in the lowest originally when, when watching this the first time when we reviewed it. And, uh, man, just had just even more of an impact watching it again now. I've probably seen this about three or four times now. And, whew, such a terrific film. Such great performances. Again, a young cast. You know, you got Emma Roberts. Um, yeah, she's terrific and everything. Kiernan Shipka from uh, Mad Men, who, who was terrific as Katniss. And um, Lucy Boynton, who played Rose. 
you know, and I'm not going to get into the story because if you if you want to know about it, obviously you could listen to the show where we covered it. But you know, it it got pushed back till next year. It's one of the two films that and before oh. I wake that that made my list that got pushed back again. You know, check it out next year. I expect I expected to hear a lot of mixed reviews on it. I don't think it's going to be for everyone, but me personally, I loved it. I love the way the story plays out. It's um it's quite a unique take on a. Uh, on a possession film. You know, February, I actually bumped it up a half a point. I bumped it up to a 9 out of 10. Cool. Man. Nice. Nice. And, right. I'll say, and I'll say this, and I, obviously, you know, you guys haven't talked about it yet. I know you guys came in very high, but my original 8.5 prevented it from making the Hall of Fame by a half a point. So if your ratings have stayed the same on it, this could be our first Hall of Famer of, of the night. Yes, it could. We'll see. We'll see. Yes, we will. All right. What do you got, Christian? My number four features the best final girl in a hell of a long time, and that is Hush. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hush. We've talked about it. Phenomenal movie. Love it. Enough said. Let's move on. Right on. What's your rating? It was a 9 out of 10. Did you say that and I'm just an idiot? Okay. Maybe I did. I'm not sure, but I kept it at a 9 out of 10. I didn't change my rating. All right. All right, number three, top three. And, yeah, here we go, the big three. My number three is February. Yeah, back to that. What else can I say? We've reviewed it. Brandon's alluded to it. We've discussed it. Uh, I've seen the movie three times now. Nothing has changed. My rating hasn't changed. Um, One thing I can add that I didn't pick up on the first time or the second time was when she was in the hotel room with him. It seemed like there was something going on that I didn't notice before. And I th- he said, do you believe in God in that whole thing? I think because of what was going on with her, just a, a little thing I wanted to throw out there. I thought that if he would have stayed in that room a few minutes longer, something would have taken place sexually. She was There was a seduction going on here between good and evil. And he ultimately ended up turning it down. But I got a vibe this time that I didn't get the other two times. And maybe next time you guys watch it, you'll pick up on it. But th- that's what I got this time. And th- that's what's so great about this film. You there's you could take away so many different things so many different times. I mean, I was much more yeah. certain on certain things this time just because it, it's so obvious and it's in your face. But there are so many things still left open to interpretation that are that makes this mm-hmm. movie phenomenal. The fact that there's like ambiguity in this yes. film is great. It's a great thing about the movie. Some people might not like it. I think it's freaking fantastic. Great mood, great atmosphere. Again, not going to be for everybody. It's a broken record, but it is what it is. Um, again, great score and sound design. Same guy, Oz Perkins' brother. So, whatever. Great stuff. Nothing's changed, like I said. Nine and a half out of ten. Big time, baby. See nice. February as soon as you can. All right, my number three. This was a phenomenal soundtrack. This was a revisit. This film actually, we reviewed it. This film actually jumped up a point and a half for me. Because I don't know how I came in so low the first time I watched this film. Without saying the film, can I just read like four lines of like, like, can I just, I, I gotta read just from the movie. You'll be able to figure out what it is the minute I start reading it. But it's such, it's such cool. It's right at the end of the movie. Regret and remorse, amends and atonement. Well, that's life, right? This next one's for you, for all you lost souls racing down that long road to redemption and all you sinners running from your past but heading straight into that pit of darkness up ahead. 
we're all on the same endless highway, the one with no name, with no exits, looking for a way out of tonight and into tomorrow. Well, they're going to try to stop you, but you got to say fuck it and keep moving because this is your highway. And today might just be the day you finally outrun those wicked demons once and for all. And I'll be right here with you making sure you get where you're going because in the end, we're all just trying to find our way home, right? Southbound. Cool. Fucking, <laughs> fucking phenomenal. I, I, you know, I rewatched it this time and... I, I, you know, it, it was almost perfect to me. The soundtrack is absolutely phenomenal. Larry Fessenden playing the the yeah. the radio host. He's the one who who reads that bit of dialogue at the end, and that you know, I get goosebumps from it because it's so great. is is phenomenal, and each of the segments I I absolutely loved, and the effects are great, and everything about it, the atmosphere is is phenomenal. This is easily. One of my favorite anthologies. I know Christian alluded to it earlier, being in his top, you know, three or four, and I feel the same. It, it's right up there with me. It, it might eventually become my favorite. Oh, I, I, I feel that strong. I feel that strong about this film. You know, I originally gave it an eight when we reviewed it, and and I'm watching this film, and I'm like, there's a few things that I wish were explained in some of the stories a little more specifically. The um, the brother and sister story. That was the only yep. one. Not, not that it. That's not that my it, only issue. Not that it confused me, but it's just there was a little bit. I don't know. There was just a little bit something weird about that one that I didn't like, particularly like, uh, you know, how the brother got there. But right, uh, thank you. Yeah, exactly. That 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 was that was it. But um, and and you know, maybe a few other things. I wish you know the um the witchcraft was a little bit more developed with the uh with the three girls with with the three girls in the band. But other than that, all of them were phenomenal. And I, 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 I bumped this all the way up to a nine and a half out of ten. Wow. Yeah, I just I I really just couldn't find enough fault to keep it at an eight. I was just like nine and a half, huh? Christian, what did you give it? I gave it eight and a half. I did too. Okay. I thought I, we had a whole my number, my number ten spot. So. Yeah, I did I did the math earlier to see. Yeah. <laughs> so close. Half a point, right? Half a point away? What is it? Eight and a half, eight and a half, and nine and a half. What is that? No, that's like uh, point, and a half. Uh, point and a half off. Twenty-six and a half. Point and a half. Okay. Yeah. Still, still Either way. Good. Yeah. I love it. Great film. I hope it gets a Blu-ray release. I'm really holding. I haven't bought the uh, DVD. Amen. This needs a Blu-ray release. Yes, it does. I, I'm with you. Yep. You know what? With the soundtrack. I would buy like a double double edition, Blu-ray edition with the soundtrack. The soundtrack is so phenomenal to this. It's great. Yeah. Great. Best. This is the best anthology. Oh, I can't say that. I forgot about Trick or Treat. I was going to say this is the best anthology of the millennium so far, but. One of them. One of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's right next to Trick or Treat, bottom yeah. line. You know, here's what I love about it. This is the last time I'm going to speak about it. Those freaking things, those spooky ass things hanging in the sky, blow me the fuck away. Yeah. I think. <laughs> They're amazing. They're scary as shit. They freaking really beautiful. creep me out. Yeah, the opening stuff is great. The end, the wraparound, the stuff with the girls is my favorite. Everybody seems to love the thing with the the guy in the opera room the most. I'm all about the the one with the girls. It's my favorite thing. I love the, the one. Only with reason the girls. it's it's great. The only reason I kept this at eight and a half and not higher is because I'm not crazy about the brother and sister story. That's it. That's the yeah, only that seems reason. To be the general consensus that's that's yeah. the weakest. You know, this but, time, I actually, I, I didn't notice it the first time that when we reviewed it, and, and, you know, one of you had brought it up, that that the creatures are there, 
Every one hovering yep. around at each one, and this time I was I paused it in a couple of spots because it's they're actually hard to see in in a few of the spots, but you mm-hmm. they're there, and I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. That is it's so a very awesome. smart film. It's very it's smart. Such a smart. All, so smart. All the tie-ins again. I can't confess to figuring it out myself. It's it's on the message boards on the B, but uh, all the tie-ins between the different stories and everything else, just brilliant. Yeah, so. very trick or treat. Yeah. yeah. Right. True. All right, Christian. What do you got? My number three, which I scored a nine out of ten, is The Witch. Ooh. And that did go up. That did, did go up. If you remember it went up from an eight. You yeah, had an eight. If, if you remember correctly, ah. I saw it in the theater and I rated it an eight. And then I, I said I was a little sleepy. And then we started talking about it. And then I, I got all hyped up and I... I said, you know, yeah, I, I still gave it an eight, even though I was in and out. And then I, the next week, I kind of said, you know what? I'm second guessing myself. You said, hold off, wait till you see it again. I've now watched this three times, and awesome. it is a beautiful film. If we get in the subcategories later, I might you you're, you might hear this movie pop up a bit more. It's a great movie, and I'm going to continue to watch it. I'm really eager to see what Robert Eggers has uh, for us in the near future. Whether it be Nosferatu or right. beyond, yeah, nice. nice. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you, uh, you that you had a better experience uh, on the new watches. That's so awesome. glad you came up to a nine. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. It deserves to be at least at a nine. Yeah, yep. man. So happy to hear that. Okay, all right. Number two. Okay. Oh, this movie. Wow. If it wasn't for, well, that, that goes without saying. I was going to say, if it wasn't for another movie, this would be number one. But that's, that's obvious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you mean if it wasn't for the number one movie, the number two movie would be number one? Oh, Jesus, oh, I feel the, the same way about my number two. I feel the same about my number two. I meant to say it a different way where this is such an amazing year. It deserves to be number one. Didn't... It deserves to be number one any other year, probably. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean to say. I know yeah, it's just because. Yeah. It, Happens to be 2016, and this year kicks so much ass. Ordinarily, this movie deserves heaps of praise, and it's still going to get it. But, yeah, okay, let me just cut to the chase. The Neon Demon. What a film. What a film. I, God, I'm still yeah. kicking myself we didn't review it. I almost think we should do it for the hell of it, just as a bonus episode or something. <laughs> because this movie, we're not going to do it now. It's late in the evening, and it's a long show. There's not a whole lot I'm going to sit here and say, but... Right off the bat, the first minute I, I sit down and watch this film, the first time I saw it, right off the bat, those trippy lights in, in the yeah. background, and the, the, even the credit sequence and the soundtrack, the music that comes in, doom, 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 doom. Oh, God, just... <laughs> that gave me goosebumps. Take, yeah. It, right? Yeah. It just takes me away. It's freaking... It's a great movie to watch by yourself. I'll tell you that, because you get sucked into it. The, the attention to detail is, is, is sick. The beautiful colors, the beautiful women, <laughs> freaking, uh, the lighting. This is like a, a combination of, of our general and Kubrick. That that's what this movie is. It, it's and I'm gonna say it. It's very Suspiria-like. It's Suspiria-like, yeah. and I didn't catch it the first time. But this is the type of movie that you have to give multiple views. There's and the more so I much depth. It, There's so much yes. depth to this film that people are, mm-hmm. you know, who who write style over substance for this, are just. It's fine. You're entitled to your opinion, but you are so far off. Because not only is there so much substance within the actual story, even if you're looking at it simply as a story about the fashion industry, which maybe that's how he, you know, intended it to be. Just, you know, the the straight-up story we're seeing, but apply it to anything, and it's just so deep and rich. It's fantastic, and I feel sorry 
for people that they don't get it. I'm, it's again, not for everybody. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Just don't insult it. If you don't that like it, don't like oh, it. That soundtrack. That soundtrack is, is <laughs> it's, it's outstanding. What a year for soundtracks, period. But you know what? I have a feeling this is gonna come up again. No one's mentioned a word about it. It's like the elephant in the room now. So I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna say it's a nine and a half out of ten. It was the original grade I gave it. The same score. Nothing's changed. Go ahead. That's my number two. Go nice. Ahead. All right. Well, coming in at number two, Neon Demon. <laughs> we finally, nice. we finally synced up. Uh, nice. Yeah. Not, not much more to add to this. Uh, the soundtrack and you know the lighting, the acting, everything. It's, it's just, it's gorgeous. It's stunning. It's a stunning film. Reffin is, Reffin is really, <laughs> he's really a good director. And he this did is phenomenal. the only movie I think I've seen him that he's done, but I don't know. I, I love Drive, and um, I, I even enjoyed Only God Forgives, although I only saw oh. that one. I, I would I need to see that one again, but terrific. I, I won't get into it, but man, the cast is just stunning. <laughs> I want to see Only God Forgives. I want to see that because I heard there might be something I'd be into. Isn't Drive about like freaking cars and like Sylvester Stallone's in it? No, Drive is with um, Ryan Gosling. Oh, I thought it was a freaking car racing movie with Sylvester Stallone. Okay. I, I love everything about this film. I, I really don't want to get into it. There's so much to talk about with this film, but I watched it twice now and each time i'm just drawn into this world and i'm i'm trying to find negatives to pick it apart and i can't i can't really find anything to to criticize about this film i hear you i, I understood everything i even you know took my 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 very own interpretation of of the very last scene the the credit scene actually you know because i'm wondering i'm like why what is what does this mean why are they showing this and i'm like you know what maybe it means this and i'm like all right i can live with it and uh obviously it's it's during when they're playing uh that song from Sia, Waving Goodbye. Oh, yeah, which, yeah. That song is phenomenal. And would you believe it? That's the only song that I deleted from my freaking iPod of the whole soundtrack. Really? I listen, oh. to, that, I listen to that song all the time. You I know why? The, the lyrics to that song are phenomenal. I gotta listen again. Maybe I should add it again. But if yeah. I sit down and lay down at, at night, and you know, and I'm in bed, and yeah, I put my yeah, earbuds you just, in you and just listen, want the music. Yeah, that song wouldn't fit in with the rest of that that type of soundtrack. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, um, yeah. I, I'll stop there. I won't. I won't go into yeah. it. But uh, the performances okay. are great. I love um, how gorgeous is fucking uh, Abby Lee. Yeah, but Which Abby Lee. Um, Which one Sarah, is that? Sarah. Uh, the tall one. The, yeah, the tall one. Whew. Yeah, dude. Oh so my hard. god. But but everybody's you know even Keanu's gorgeous in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu never gets any older. I uh you know I I, I said Canadian. <laughs> he is uh, again. Here we go. That's why I have to bump this movie down. No, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna you know I there's nothing to nitpick with. I'm giving this a ten out of ten. Nice, nice, That's nice man. That's nice. What did you give the witch, Brandon? I gave it a nine. Okay. And you and you gave it a nine. So yeah, interesting. All depends what all depends what Mister uh, Z gives it. <laughs> Wait, and what did we give the invitation? I gave it a nine. And I gave it a nine. There you go. And Brandon gave it a what? Brandon hasn't talked. I, to I didn't have I didn't have it on my list. There oh, we well, go. there you go. So we so don't then, know yet. <laughs> here we go. Our first Hall of Famer of the night, The Neon Demon. Yes. Phenomenal film. Wow. I wasn't sure if this was going to take my first spot or not. Ultimately, uh, I settled on the number two spot. I do wish we we did this as soon. As we, I think we all watched it around the same time, and we're all like, "Why the fuck didn't we do this?" 
and I give it a nine point, I give it a nine point five. Uh, at a, nice. At so a 10. Nice. I love the way this movie plays out. I was sitting here watching it. My daughter came home from dance. She's like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "This really cool movie." She sat and watched it. I didn't know where it was going. I didn't know if, she, if things were going to be disturbing for her. I was getting like it was worrying me, but she was like kind of into it. But then she got it got late, so she went up to bed right before you know the, the shit kind of hit the fan for the ending. Which because yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh thank yeah. God she didn't see all that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah she could have so, done without a few of those. Yeah, things. but I was like, wow, it, it floored me. And I I know there's a lot of naysayers out there, and I know this is like going to be considered like artsy bullshit, but it, it, it's it has its audience. I think people are going to be talking about this movie for a long time. Uh, if you if you're wondering if it's a horror film, just listen to that soundtrack on its own, and that yeah. soundtrack <laughs> will will answer those questions for you. Because there's it, it's uh, yeah, it's got some beats and some electronica, but there's some uh, really like tense moments in that soundtrack. Uh, one of the best soundtracks of the year, not the best, yes. but one of the best. And that's all I'll say about the movie. Let, let me say something, because I had it at 9.5. For my number one and two movies, on my list here, on my notes, I have 9.5 slash 10. Because I wasn't sure if I was going to give out any 10s, 110, or two 10s. And obviously now, you know, it's going to be two 10s. But uh, why 9.5s and not 10s? Was there any, was there any specific thing that bothered you about it? Because I, I really tried to nitpick. You know what it is? Confusion. Okay, that, yeah. I mean that's fair. That's yeah, a fair. Little, I need a little bit more clarity, and I think I need mm. a, a few more rewatches. Again, does it stand? Not does it stand the test of time? I think it will stand the test of time. I've watched this one and a half times. I thought that sounds weird. I never did get yeah. through another viewing because there's just too many movies to watch to prep for this yeah. show. I can't wait to see it again, and okay. I think I just time could easily bump it to a ten. I think the okay. nine point five is just to say it's in that yeah. range. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Right awesome. So, so what's our score? It's twenty nine, right? Yeah, twenty nine. Twenty nine out of thirty. There's our announcement. Demon, All of Neon Demon makes it. All right, twenty nine. Right, right after awesome. Revenge. Awesome. Yeah, right after Revenge. Yeah, two and two shows. <laughs> How do you like that? Nice. Very cool. I just want to say we, one who thing. Who are we, Derek? <laughs> yeah. Big, <laughs> big time, big rating, Derek. Yep. Shout out to Derek. Derek B, what up? Um, I don't want to be them. They want to be me. That's all I have to say. <laughs> That's a line yeah. from Neon Demon. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Was it, that was a line from Neon Demon? Yeah. yeah. I know. I'm just trying to bust the uh, Tragic story. Shocking scene. Uh, just, uh, yeah. Honey, people believe what they're told. I can just go on and on and I won't. You know the big what? cat situation. Awesome. One <laughs> thing. One thing I want to add to this. If it wasn't for my number one, the Neon Demon would have been my number one. Oh, no shit. <laughs> I was just trying to bullshit. You, you got that, didn't you? I got that. Okay. I see things. I got it. <laughs> okay, I guess it's about that time. Ooh, here we go. Can I get a clickety-clackety? <laughs> yeah. Click-clack, original black. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> BP in the house. BP in the house. Guys, anyone that's listened to the show, listened to our review, listened to me talk, Knows how I feel about this movie. My number one movie of 2016 is The Witch. Ah, this movie. All the fame. God, this movie. <laughs> I can't even tell you. To me, this is my favorite movie of the year, and it's. I think it's the best horror movie of the millennium. 
I, I just I'm blown away by it. I, I, I don't want to say too much. I, I I love this movie. When you're talking about horror movies and and filmmaking, this is just uh, it's filmmaking at its finest. It's just my opinion, of course. But I, I just I can't imagine people watching this movie and there's so many naysayers. I can't understand people watching this movie and just not getting it. You know, it's just a piece of art. The dreary, the dreary color palette. Uh, the free, You know what I noticed this time watching it? I've watched it seven times now, you know. Uh, the seventh time was just the other day. Seven the time, time Dave. Seven view Dave. Seven, yeah, seven view Dave. I noticed that, that Thomason knows that they're fucked before they get there. She When they're in the courtroom in the beginning and they're banished, she's oh, the one that just stands there. Her face, yeah. Yes, and I, then when I, they're driving away... You could see the look on her face, and then as soon as she gets there, the first thing she does is pray. It's like yes. she is afraid of what's out there. It's almost like she knew what was coming, and that that just makes it even more scary. You know, she prays on it. She says, "Show me mercy." She says to her God, and you then know? mercy came out. Clickety clack! <laughs> Show me mercy. I be not mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, awesome. The woods themselves are a character. The way he shoots the woods, the, what's out there, and the oh, and you yeah. know that there's evil shit in the in, in the woods. And let me just say one thing. Evil rabbit. Uh, oh, I noticed something funny. This oh, the rabbit. Yeah, what a fucking a vicious rabbit. Who would have thought? That? Yeah, who would, who would have been scared of a rabbit? I was actually scared of the rabbit. Yeah, they pull it off. Yes. Yeah, they do. That's just sitting there doing nothing. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, did you realize that the kids were playing with goat toys? Like they had miniature goats that they were playing with before Black Phillip came into the picture? Oh, no, I didn't I didn't even see that. The, yeah. Uh, Jonas and Mercy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how about the horse? The horse, knew, the horse knew that something was up. That's why it bugged out. There's things that I notice now because I've seen it so many times. All the shining shit I'm not going to get into. Just go back and watch it, but there, there's tons of shit. It's, yeah, it's but there. One thing I want to say... Uh, this is a movie where you know for sure that God and the devil both exist. It's just a fact of this movie that that's yes. going on. You know, the, you know the witch is so incredibly hot. The hot one, of course, I'm talking about that seduces Caleb. Boy, what a beautiful woman! But anyway, uh, you really have to respect the dialogue here. Uh, everything that went into the movie, there's just so much. You know, so well done, so well done. The the, the Black Phillip thing at the end when she. <sighs> I'm, when she talks to him and he speaks and the whole thing, that's just one of my favorite scenes, maybe of all time. And I'll never forget the first time I saw it at the movies. And then when he spoke, and I was like, holy shit, this is fucking ha- awesome. Hair on the back of your neck stood up the first right. time. Saw, yep. I, when I saw it in oh, theaters, I was, I, was, I was actually scared. <laughs> it, it's freaky. And, the, and the, at the end, the last shot. Oh, oh beautiful. Haunting. Uh, it beautiful. makes me smile. It makes me smile. Yeah, yeah it does. It, it does. It does. It's I'm haunting. happy for her. <laughs> yeah, it's haunting and upsetting, but it's gratifying given yes. the journey of this poor character. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And, and the natural lighting that they use, you got to give them props for that shit. Yeah, you know? fantastic. One thing, I can't tell you how uncomfortable that scene with the baby makes me. <laughs> the first time the I baby saw jam? Or the, or the knife. Just when you see the yeah. baby on the table and the way its head is turned to the side. And and I, I think about the first time I saw it. I'm like, what are they going to do to this baby? And something about the way the baby looks. It almost looks like it's something's wrong. They've got its head so big. Because the way it's shot. You know? Just something about it makes me very uncomfortable. 
I just think some fucked up thoughts about what they're gonna do. It's a mongoloid. Uh, not, not even that. Just that they were gonna snap its neck or something. Just the way it's laying there, it just fucks me up. It makes me very uncomfortable, and I love it, you know. And then when you see the knife, and then the scene cuts. Just what a film. Anyway, uh, I don't want to talk forever. It's, it's my number one film of the year. It's my favorite film of the the damn freaking millennium. Uh, I think it's an amazing film. Ten out of ten. Hall of Fame. Wow. Yes. Two, two in a row. Look at that. Yes, Christian, in, yes. Christian inducts one, and you induct one. Now, will you be yeah. inducting one? I will go ahead. I will go ahead and induct our third member of the Hall of Fame, and go ahead and say the Invitation is my favorite wow. film of the year. And um, you freaked me out with that. It, it's Christian, a fucking. You called it. I'm sorry. It's, I, I, it's a fu- it's a fucking ten out of ten. I mean, these ah. performances are gut wrenching. I actually found myself tearing up. I think Logan Marshall's grief. Marshall Green's performance in this is fucking phenomenal. Just my favorite performance I've seen in a long time. One of my favorite movies I've seen in a long time. The dialogue's great. I love the way it plays out. Even the little nitpicks that we kind of talked about when we covered it make sense to me on such a, a bigger scale than what, than what the film was actually showing. So to me, it was just, it was perfect. And I, I loved every second of it, and it's a, it's a 10 out of 10. Awesome, nice, man. man. Yeah. Nice. That's great. Awesome. You, you must have been so happy when you heard yeah. that I came around and gave it a nine. You probably weren't expecting that, were you? Yeah, when I heard Christian came up to nine on The Witch, and when I heard you came up to nine, I was like, okay, nice. We each get to induct one into the Hall of Fame. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, wow. so was that one of the three that you thought was going to be up there for me? Nope. No, really? It was Conjuring 2, Neon Demon, and The Witch. Those are the three I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, if it wasn't for the invitation, though, I gotta be honest, Neon Demon probably would have been my number one film of the year. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard that before. (laughs) Biscuit! Biscuit! My number one film of the year. Oh my god, are we getting another Hall of Famer now? I don't know, I don't know where he's going. February. Yeah, we are! That's what I thought! Yes! No, but I gave it a 9.5. So did Dave. And what did you give it? A nine. Yeah, there we go. I bumped, I bumped it up from an eight and a half because I kept it out of the Hall of Fame by a half a point. I moved it up to nine. We did it and again. I dug another oh, one into the Hall of Fame. February. Four. Again, yes. what I love about this movie, it's haunting. We did a whole episode about it. Yeah. Go back and listen to it. I fucking don't even think I got the whole movie. And <laughs> that's what's so intriguing about it. And I watched it. Two and a half times at that point. Watch it again. I love it. I still want to feel like I hear something at the end, but I don't. Uh-huh. And that's what this movie, that's a great sign of this movie. Because if you do hear something, it kind of ruins where he was kind of going with it. And I, that time I was saying, I think I liked The Black Hood's Daughter more. Wrong. February is a better title. I, they should stick with that because of the whole isolation. The whole feeling of the movie just adds to that, to that whole vibe. I can go on. It has... Um, are we going into specifics? Are we going into the other categories we were talking about after? Because quite frankly, you know, you mentioned one of the best actors, which funny enough, I agree with you. Uh, one of the best performances is, uh, Kieran, uh, Shipka as Kat. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal, phenomenal performance by her. I love, I, I, I get heartbroken every time that scene after the, uh, father performs the exorcism and, and she says, don't go, man, that line just gives me chills. The way she says it, like don't go, like that's all she had left. Oh, and oh, that please. line when she says when she says to Rose, "You had your chance." Oh, 
Yeah. Awesome. Oh awesome. You yeah, had just your some of the looks and like uh, you know, and what a great great thing that she was recommended for the role, and it just played out. It was just perfect. Mm-hmm. Osgood yeah. Perkins does a great job directing this movie. Funny enough, he wasn't my choice for favorite director of the year. Uh, however. He, it's right up there. It, this was, yeah. It was such yeah. a hard decision because I do give credit to I am the pretty thing. I didn't like it as much as you two, but I enjoyed yeah. it if you remember correctly. Yeah. But yeah. February yeah. is in a different legal to its own and a great movie. And uh, Osgood and, and Mickey Keaton definitely diver- deserve honorable mentions mentions in the best director category. And nice. that's, that's what I'll say about. February. Check it out when it comes out. Hopefully it's sometime early in the new year on Netflix or, or whatever streaming device. It just it needs to be seen. And it's not yeah. going to be for everybody, as Dave already mentioned. I think even Brandon mentioned. But it's going to have an audience. And uh, nice. And we're three of them right here. So Yeah. Right on. Wait, what did you on. give that? I gave it a nine and a half. Nine. Oh, okay, I didn't know if you if you came up or not. All right, nine nice. and a half, nine and a half, and nine? Yep. So 28 count so four movies in the hall four hall of fame we're gonna have to wow. start i'm gonna have to start uh recording our hall of famers <laughs> right Karen. something well there you have it everybody that is our top 10 you have four hall of famers if you respect their opinions at all you'll check out these movies if you have not hope you enjoyed it uh man that was great what a great year now we're gonna go into awards quickly and then we're getting the hell out of here by the way there are emails there are voicemails that we have been given if anyone's wondering why we haven't got to them, we're not doing them this show. So the next show, we're going to get to all that stuff. And so, giveaways. And giveaways. And, I promise and, I promise giveaways. For, uh, yep. So I'll, I'll announce a couple of winners. There you go. Um, so we're, I had the awards in order. The first award is... You guys are good actors! <laughs> you guys are good actors! You know what that's from? <laughs> Isn't that uh, Christian Bale exploding on... No? A 2016 movie. Listen. You guys are good actors. Well, it's 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 Fear Inc. Yeah, Fear Inc. <laughs> it's okay. that, that, yeah. It does sound like that Christian Bale, Bale blowing up video, though. <laughs> Is that what you were talking about, Christian? Yeah, that's what yeah. I was talking about. Let's do it. Best actor. Uh, number one, best actor. Who do you got? Logan uh, Marshall Green. Oh, Logan Marshall Green. Yep, I put him right. as I put him as the actor for the year, and then I I'd say John Goodman for. Ten Cloverfield Lane, but Logan Marshall Green took it for me as Will in The Invitation. Yeah, it's no surprise for me. I said it when I when I brought up The Invitation. Logan Marshall Green's performance, he, he deserves Academy Award recognition for it. I know the Academy Awards really don't mean anything because they're bought and whatever, and you know it's it's all tainted now. But but he's that good in this film. He is fuck. He is great, man. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I did not go with him, but uh, I went with the other one you mentioned, John Goodman in Ten Cloverfield Lane. Uh, also deserves played. recognition. He's great in everything, and he doesn't get enough recognition. He is great in everything. Yeah, he even is. when he was the coach in freaking Revenge of the Nerds way yeah. back when, yeah. he was even great in that role. <laughs> so, yeah. That's so, yeah, okay. his resume. <laughs> I know he. I love him in that role. Yeah. To chug a beer. Uh, anyway. <laughs> okay. Best actress. I already blew my load on that one. Uh, Kern Shipka as Cat in February. Wow, that's awesome, nice. man. Nice. That's yeah, awesome. I, I, I stuck with the invitation and I went with Tammy Blanchard. I, I thought she what? was phenomenal as Eden. You know, we, we talked about how her performance was very, uh, very layered. 
just terrific, terrific actress. She's you know she's a she's a big star to begin with, big stage and and screen star. So her performance wow. was phenomenal. Look at you. you, you you did the sweep, best movie, best actress, best actor. You did the yep. freaking Oscar sweep. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, for me, I'm going with um, Anya Taylor Joy from The Witch. Blew me yeah. away. He was terrific. Nice, nice. God, nice. just to, just to put on that accent and the delivery of her lines and just her performance. Period. This the shit yep. this poor girl went through, and it's her first freaking role. I mean, wow. Number Christian, three, Christian for best cinematographer. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Make <laughs> a set of bun like you've never seen before. <laughs> nice. Best director. I gave it to uh, Robert Eggers for The Witch. Oh yeah. I, I know. I know. Like, sounds weird because I've always said, like, how can the best movie? How could your favorite movie not be your favorite? No, that's why I said I give Osgood Perkins total shout out for February, and I am the pretty thing. I give Mickey Keaton shout out for Carnage Park and Darlene. Two movies that were like there too, but Robert Eggers takes it for The Witch. It was like he did a phenomenal job. He he did, and you know what? I I did this. Well, I didn't do the same thing as you, but I did the same thing in the sense that I didn't give best director to my number one film. But shout out to Mike Flanagan also, who had a great year. But for me, best director was um, Nicholas Ruffin for Neon Demon. Cool, awesome. I had to. I mean, that film just. I mean, I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Uh, well, for me. I did the obvious thing. Uh, Osgood Perkins has two movies in my top ten, and Flanagan has three movies that were 7.5 or higher on my rating. So you would think I would go with them, but I was just so enamored with this movie. And this guy, again, this is his first freaking job. I give it to Robert Eggers for The Witch. That's just nice. a tremendous yeah, movie. And yeah! There you go. Yeah! Nice. That's cool. All different picks. Nice. Uh, okay, number four. <laughs> All different picks except for oh, yeah. you and Christian. <laughs> Dummy, I'm in rare form tonight. It's late. Sorry. Hey, he's out of. He, he's not at full speed. He's at about an eight out of five right now. No, but, 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 but I didn't want to. I didn't want to interrupt you earlier. But the best thing is when you're going off on the Good Neighbor because it made it was in your top and You're like, I don't know if you guys saw the, saw this movie, and I'm like, I'm looking at you like, are you crazy? I saw The Good Neighbor the day it came out on like VOD, and I was like, you guys got to see the movie like that Sunday. I'm like, you guys got to check it out. It's It, oh, it yeah. plays with the conventions and everything like that. and Because and usually you're the one shutting out movies to me, and it, it was typically the first time, unless we're talking about an old movie that you may have missed, but all the new ones right. you guys are pretty much telling me. I just happened to see this before you guys, and it doesn't happen often, so I remember saying, you know what, check it out. <laughs> I remember you saying to check it out, but I didn't know if you'd seen it yet. I remember you saying that. Check this movie out. I heard it may be good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't even know. What did you give that movie, by the way? Are you high on it like I was? Well, I know. I think it came down to a more realist. I gave it an 8. I think I gave it a 7.5. Man, it it didn't go down at all for me, but whatever. All right, here we go. Number four, worst movie of the year. One, what's your worst movie? Anti-Birth. Ooh. I had All Girls Weekend at one point, but you know what? That's low budget and not that anti birth. Anti birth is taking it. Ah, fuck it. I'm not even going to listen to <laughs> Okay, I went with a film called If He Hollers, put out by the <laughs> company Film Rise. I, I was very big into collecting art exploitation films. The company art exploitation. 
and they put out Artsploitation, and then they had a couple of releases from Film Rise. And after I started watching a couple of these Film Rise uh, films, I decided that I was done collecting the entire line because some of these films were shit. And this one was just incredibly degrading and mean-spirited with, with, with no substance. So it, it just, it, it did nothing for me. It was just degrading. I just didn't, I just didn't like it. It was horror. It was horrible. If he hollers, skip it. Damn. Damn. Is that going to be on a box this year somewhere? Degrading? It, it's, <laughs> no it's, 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 it's a terrible film. It's, it really is a terrible film. Well, here's my movie. Um, I didn't talk about this at all this year. And I just saw it last month and I said, I'm going to save it for this, sh- for this show. <laughs> this is a movie that it's a found footage movie, and I was actually excited to see it because I heard good things about it. And this movie is called Rewind, R-W-D. And let me tell you, it started off good. It was like a regular found footage thing, documentary type, where these guys are going to this place and they're supposed to interview these people. And long story short, all of a sudden, they come across this cave, not a cave, a thing in a tree. I forgot what it was. But they go inside this thing, and when they go inside, great premise, actually. When they go inside... <laughs> Wait, is this your worst movie or your number one? It's <laughs> my worst and that's what makes it bad because it was a good premise and they could have done great things with it. But all of a sudden they go inside this thing at nighttime and then they just wake up the next morning and don't know how they got there. So they went in there and it was like a time jump or something, a time warp, whatever. And they wake up the next day and there's the worst part. They're all nonchalant about it. They're like, huh, that was interesting. They go and they walk around like there was no big deal. They said, oh, let's go and let's try it in the daytime. Maybe it'll be different. Let's go back in. They were so nonchalant about losing time and memory and everything and waking up. And then all of a sudden it became like ridiculous where it became a, a, um, a time travel movie. But they were having doubles and triples of themselves coming out of nowhere. And they had to kill them and they had to kill th- their versions of them off. And it got so crazy and confusing. And it was just, it became a big joke. It was terrible. And after I good, watch, <laughs> watch it and you'll see. And here's the worst part. I'm looking afterwards at critics' reviews, and, like, half of them were giving this, like, not praise, but, like, 7 out of 10s and shit. I'm like, what the hell am I missing here? This movie, it was the only movie of the year that angered me, that I was frustrated watching this movie. I was like, this is freaking awful. I can't believe what they're doing with this film. I was so angry with it. You were pretty angry during the Maniac Cop show. (laughs) (laughs) This was really, yeah, this was even worse, believe me. So RWD, the one. RWD, I'll skip that one. Yeah, well, I want you to see it to tell me what you think. Yeah, I'll I'll check it out. I want you to watch it, okay. (laughs) Number five, biggest disappointments. And this could be movies, this could be things happening in horror. Just let them off. Air it out. Yeah. I went with movies. Go ahead, Chris. I I just went with movies, too. I I did movies, but I had a couple things. I had three. Yeah, Conjuring, <laughs> Conjuring 2, Don't Ooh. Breathe, and Phantasm 5. All three were my big... I was looking forward to all three of those movies. All three disappointed me. Huge. I knew they dis- Huge. Yeah, I knew they dis- <laughs> Yeah? What do you give Conjuring 2? Did you watch it a second six. time? Six. No, I, I've only watched it once. Six for Conjuring 2, okay. six for Don't Breathe, five for Phantasm 5. Damn. That's so oh, different shit. to that movie. I just... The low budget just killed the movie. I, people are praising it. I'm like, what movie are you guys watching? Which Phantasm? Good, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen oh. it yet. I liked it. I didn't. Like I'm waiting it. for the box set. When the box set comes out, I'll watch them all yeah. together. 
But, uh, yeah, I had three disappointments, too. And they were different because two of them I-, I was really looking forward to. One of them sort of popped up just in the last, like, few weeks. And I was very excited about it. But, obviously, Don't Breathe was, was probably my biggest disappointment of the year. The one that just recently popped up in the last month that I was looking and it sounded good and it looked really good. It looked like my type of film was Eyes of My Mother, which I just found to be a dreadful bore. I was just very, very disappointed in that. And The Corpse of Anna Fritz, which I was looking forward to for for a long time. I had heard nothing but good things about it and I just, I don't get it. I mean, Don't Breathe, I gave a six. I think Eyes of My Mother, I gave a five. And Corpse of Anna Fritz, I think I gave a five and a half. All... All very average to me, you know, check them out for yourself, but I, I, I had high hopes for, for all these when I had heard about them or if I had known about them ahead of time. Well, obviously, I knew about all of them ahead of time. I didn't see a movie before I knew about it. <laughs> that would be weird. I saw this movie, and then I heard about it the next day. <laughs> it's like that movie Rewind. <laughs> uh, Dave, it's only fair that we mention it's 2.30 since we did last year. <laughs> you, you did. Because you did it is exactly 2.30 right now. Yep. I just want to it? explain to the listeners why I just said the dumbest thing of the night, even though you gave something that. an 8 out of 5. <laughs> <laughs> that was at like 10.30. Yeah, and that was oh, much God. earlier in the night. <laughs> Shit. Okay, all right. Uh, I'll piggyback on one of them, the biggest disappointments. Definitely that Anna Fritz movie. That, yeah. yeah, I didn't get it. Um, Holidays was a disappointment because we heard about it for a long time. Some of the names involved in it. and What an amazing, amazing concept. We love holiday horror. Think about this, you know? But disappointment and the biggest disappointment of the year, and I hate that it happened. That's why it's the biggest disappointment. It really yeah rushed me and last time i tried to watch it i didn't even want to watch it i couldn't even finish it because i had no desire i was just like i'm just not into this movie that does not happen especially with someone who was my favorite director rob zombies 31 disappointed me so bad it's just an average movie there's nothing special about it a million other directors could have done this exact same movie but you take rob zombie and he puts his spin on it his tired things that he always does but this is the first time I saw Rob Zombie for what he is because he didn't do anything visually or that he's done in all the other movies. It just completely let me down. God, the shaky cam, the freaking, the, the ending was screaming of desperation, doing that dream on thing. Like he's trying to recreate what he did with freaking, um, uh, what do you call it, in Devil's Rejects. Oh, it just screamed Freebird? of desperation. Yeah. Yes. It just, he was aping his own shit. It was just bad, and for the first time, I have to agree with the haters. Now, I didn't hate the movie. I give it a 6 out of 10. But, I mean, considering that coming off of Lord of Salem, which I loved, to drop down to this level where it was just an average movie and nothing special about it, and the, the plot didn't make sense, too much of it didn't make any sense, I just, it was the biggest disappointment. I wanted to throw these things in, in general, in horror movies, these things that are really bothering me. In 2016, it was very prevalent. I'm so tired of the dream fake-out, I can't even stand it anymore. When you're watching a horror movie and something happens and, oh, it was all a dream. They've been doing this. They hammered it to death in so many movies this year. I couldn't believe how often I saw it in movies. It's just a, a very tired trope now. Very bad. That, and this one I'm going to steal from Moods because he's mentioned it on the show, when they show the end of the movie at the beginning, they just show you a clip. They did it in what do you call it? Don't uh, breathe. That, and that, that didn't bother me so much because I couldn't tell what it was. It's true. Sorry. I would have rather they didn't do it. No, it's true. 
Yeah. I wish they would have left that part out, but I couldn't tell who it was because it was kind of from far away. I thought it was a guy, and then it ended up being the chick. But they did it in what do you call it too? Um, what's that movie about the um? They're watching, not they're watching. We're when the CGI got crazy at the end. They're watching. Okay, yeah. I'm thinking the, you look the like shots. Or, the or, gunshot yeah. of the axe to the girl's the head. The head. Yeah. Why would you do that? Then you know what's gonna come. So that's a tired trope that has to go. Yeah, I was shocked when she got the axe the second time. <laughs> number six the state of horror what do you say about the state of horror well i think we've we've talked about it throughout the show already uh, we opened sure. with it i think we've talked about it throughout this was a phenomenal year you are you said it dave 2014 sort of set everything in motion 2015 built on that and here we are in 2016 a standout year in horror I agree. State of horror is excellent, especially with all these these thought-provoking psychological horror films. This very aesthetically pleasing horror. It's really it's smart horror, and I yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Same here. What, what do you think about it? Do you love or hate it? <laughs> I, I I love it. It's great. It's great. Where we have a great thing going on right now, and this is you know stylistic horror, art house horror, all whatever you want to call it. Whatever they did, they did right this year. There's so many different types of things going on. It's all over the place. It's on television. It's here, there. It's everywhere. An amazing year, straight up. Yep. So, it was, state of horror. It was top fucking notch. <laughs> Perfectly said, said. Perfectly said. Top notch, top notch. Yes. <laughs> okay, what are we looking forward to next year? Honestly, for me, the, you know, the one film I actually put down was The Bad Batch, which is... Um, the follow-up, the woman who did A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, just because I'm such a, obviously a huge fan of that film. And I just wrote down franchises. You know, we're, we're, getting, a, we're getting Leatherface. Hopefully we get a Chucky. Hopefully we get a, maybe we get a Friday. I don't know. I, I, I would like to see some of these franchise films. But other than that, I really didn't get into much depth. But usually I turn to Jason to find out what, uh, what stood out. But he's, he recommended The Bad Batch and... Obviously, I love that female director from uh, from Girl Walks Home Alone, Anna Lily Amapour. Yeah. I have you nothing, know? nothing more to add because Leatherface, I'm, I'm actually really interested in checking out. And hopefully you've seen that Friday the 13th movie finally. That's it. You know, it's weird because we're going to discuss it more in the next show. But everything I see is a remake or a sequel. And that's not what I was hoping for with these great years that we've just had. It looks like next year... They're regressing back to freaking tired shit. And I don't want to be negative about this year because everything's going so great. But everything I look at is this. It's Insidious 4. It's another Saw movie. It's freaking another Amityville. Uh, World War Z 2. Uh, Annabelle 2. Everything I see is a freaking sequel and a remake. Friday the 13th talk. Uh, Alien. Rings. Everything you okay. see. Oh, I, okay. I, but I, I was going to say, how about, uh, we? I forgot to mention Gerald's Game. Stephen King's okay. adaptation from uh, Flanagan. Flanagan. And uh, we don't know. I don't know what Osgood Perkins is working on, but hopefully, I hope he has an exclusive deal with Netflix to put out his next film. Actually, Gerald's oh. Game is coming out on Netflix. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Brett posted that. Thank you, Brett. So that's something. Okay. You know what? The only movie I can think of is the movie called The Cure for Wellness that I've heard about that interests me. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to maybe seeing, uh, which was supposed to be seen this year, was uh, Sadako versus Kayako, which you can't see it. So I'm hoping we get to see it in 2017. And that's really all I have. We're going to do a lot more of this talk on the next show. So Sounds but, good. 
Yeah, we'll get we'll get into it more in the next show. Uh, how about biggest surprises of the year? Pet came out of again. I keep saying came yeah. out of nowhere. It's not like it came out of nowhere, but I hey, I didn't know about this movie a month ago. Boom! You watched it. You recommended it. I checked it out. Wow! It's on my top sixteen list. That was great. Fear Inc. and Scare Campaign, same thing. You yeah, guys saw man. them, checked them out, boom. I knew a little bit yeah. more about Fear Inc., but Scare Campaign, I didn't hear. Both, all three of those movies are great. Yeah, yep. for me, for me, Viral was a big surprise, only because I thought that cover art was just so generic. I was like, oh, I have no desire to see this, but I was pleasantly <laughs> surprised by that one. And um, a film called She Who Must Burn, which I was really high on, about yeah. relig- religious fanaticism, really just terrifying. Absolutely terrifying, but a, a really cool ending. I actually like the ending. So, um, yeah, those were those were two pretty big surprises for me. For me, In the Deep was a, a huge surprise, as I said earlier. It, yeah. I never thought I would love that movie the way I did, and it blew me away. Especially and since I'll, people... I'll, what? No, go ahead. I was going to say, especially since people were saying The Shallows is the best shark movie in, since Jaws, and I right. actually... I like The Shallows, but I thought In the Deep was better. Right. Well, I'm <laughs> glad to hear that, because The Shallows I thought was very... Just by the, you know what? I think I might have liked Shark Night better. I'm kidding. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm wow! Kidding, okay. I'm kidding, right. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. But well, In the Deep's a much different movie than The Shallows. The Shallows are the straight up shark thing. Where In the Deep yeah. is shark and more. You yeah. Know? It's just shark and more. Shark and more. <laughs> that's that's a new shark. Shark and more. Shark and more. Shark and more films. And I'll say Southbound. Southbound was a big surprise. Oh, you know, you see tons of anthologies come and go, and Southbound, you look at it, just I don't know, and then ended up being a great movie. Almost yeah. made my number one. Almost made my number yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, okay, number nine, best soundtrack. And boy, what a year to pick them. Oh my god! <laughs> like I said earlier, the Masks' main theme was phenomenal, but that's just the main theme. You know, we had Stranger Things on TV. Great soundtrack as well for the opening theme. I love that. Neon Demon, you guys all mentioned it. Amazing. But I picked I picked um, Mark Corvin for The Witch. Nice. The Witch was the best soundtrack. It, it, it's the most haunting. I loved it. Oh, it's just great. Nice. Yeah, I also, I saw, I thought Southbound was a, another really great yeah. soundtrack. But, uh... Yeah, I, I, I ultimately stuck with with the neon theme, and it just can't can't get it out of my head. It's great. Literally, literally, it's 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 in there. Well, <laughs> it's in there. In the deep. It's in the deep. It's in there it's deep. In the deep. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you guys, you guys pick my number one and my number two. Uh, number two was Neon Demon. Number one is The Witch. Just yeah. fantastic. Oh, what nice. an amazing year. The last time I enjoyed this many soundtracks, it was the 1980s. Seriously. I have not seen There's something else stellar about this year. Like half the movies on my top 16, I think all have great soundtracks. That's a lot. There's a lot of movies with great soundtracks this year that have not been brought up in just tons. You can go on yeah. and on. A lot of people are doing the, the retro shit, you know, like trying to be like Carpenter and stuff, but pulling it off, just doing really good stuff. But The Witch, The Witch and Neon Demon are kind of on, on another level with me. Fantastic stuff. Okay. Now, here we go. Headites, thank you. Thank you for uh, your submissions. And we're going to fly through these. Where does 2016 stand in the history of horror? All right, I'll go, I'll go right ahead. I, I think it, it's in the history of horror, I, I, I think it's, you know, it, it's right up there um, among the best. I think it's, you know, 
going to continue this evolution of, of, of great things, of, of new horror. I think it's very creative, and uh, I, I love where it's going. I think it's, I think it's up there among the best. I, you'd be hard-pressed for me to pick 10 films that I feel strongly about, as strongly about, from any other year. So it, it, yeah. it's one of the best for me. Yeah, Agreed. Agree. Yeah, copy it's fantastic. Answer. You know what? What's that? You said a cop-out answer because like, uh, yeah. I agree. Stunning. Yeah. What can you say? We're all very high on it. And you know what? As great as this year is, it's a very divisive year, too. Year. A lot of people are saying it's bad. And I'm like, how the hell can you say that? But I guess when people are debating about things... Look at the films that adds. look at the films that we're loving: Neon Demon, right. The Witch, February, The right. Invitation. These are films that are not for everyone, but right. we just happen to be three people who. I mean, it, we didn't do this intentionally. It just so happened no. that we all <laughs> love these films, and uh, and that's why it's obviously a great year for us. Whereas for others, it's just gonna. It might be a it might be a, one of their least favorite years, <laughs> but I that's know, right? that's that's on them. <laughs> Whatever, I'm going to look back on this as a real good year. And you know how lucky we are that we, the three of us, got together this year and got to know each other this year and review all these great movies this particular year? It's amazing. It was yeah. all, like, it synced perfectly. Yeah. But just what a great year, straight up, you know? Absolutely. So I'm just glad we're doing this now while we're doing it. Okay, in an overall solid year of for horror, which, which, sub, which subgenre do you feel was grossly underrepresented that you... Hope to see more of in 2017. Slasher. <laughs> Slasher's been been so underrepresented for so long. It's so Lost After Dark was phenomenal last year, but they didn't they didn't have anything that really came close to that this year. You really? I think the windmill was the best slasher. Oh, the, uh, yeah. The, I'm sorry. The the windmill was really good, but I I actually uh, I think I enjoyed Lost After Dark a little more. And then you had All Through the House, which was horrible. I mean, right. it was it was fun. It was it had right. a couple of good kills, but yeah. it, it's shitty, shoddy, uh, yeah. made for video filming. Like looked Ditch Day Massacre, which was underwhelming. Yeah, I mean, last year you kind of had you had Girl House. You had even though it was more comedy, you had Final Girls. Um, yeah. What about Last Girl Standing? Did you guys see that one this year? That's a that's a good movie. I I thought it was very Slasher? average. I I wasn't really? overly impressed with it. You know I didn't what? get a chance wow. to watch it, but I gave it a five. I what really about Fear Rink and Scare Campaign? I think, I think uh, uh, Jason Lloyd really liked that one, and I he did. I remember having it with that and Need Forever on my list, and I haven't been able to watch either of them yet. I'm gonna have to rewatch that one. But Fear Inc. and Scare Campaign, I, I know, like it's weird. Like I feel like for me, Slashers has to be like like one killer. Like Charlie's Farm from last year was another yeah. one that was really good. Like I like yeah. I, like even though I guess they fall technically under Slasher, they don't feel like Slashers. They're great films. I'd love, you know, maybe Scary Campaign a little bit more, but they just don't feel like they fit into that, like, straight-up slasher genre. But horror comedy for me was was very underrepresented this year. And, you know, I I like my horror comedies. I I like to break it up. I did like um, Freaks of Nature from this year. Last year there was a lot. I did like a lot of it. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd like to see some more, but good, good horror comedy, what I consider good. So it's shocking that they disappeared. It's like I said earlier. Who would have yeah. thought that? Honestly, yeah. it's very, very shocking. But okay, uh, do you think 2016 was the worst year for found footage movies? I'll say yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I <laughs> so put winner's tape. I put winner tape. Winner's tape all as my you know standout found footage film, and it's 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 really just more of a faux mockumentary than a. I mean, it is sort of found footage, Same but. Thing. It, 
Yeah. Yeah, but it, you know, in terms of like found footage, found footage, I didn't see anything that really stood out. Of yeah. course, I, I didn't like, get a chance. I didn't get a chance to see Blair Witch this year. But, uh, yeah, that's like the problem. I didn't get to see that either. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I've heard very mixed reviews. Either you love it or people are saying it's atrocious. So we'll see. the last act was so intense. Oh, okay. I'm looking forward to seeing. It. So it comes out, I think, uh, in a few weeks, first week of nice. January. We all agree. Yes, it was the worst year. Yeah, definitely. Worst year in a while. Unfortunately, uh, maybe they're running out of steam finally, and that's yeah. a shame because I think they. I could have answered this for the last question about it being, you know, misrepresented, underrepresented. Uh, the mockumentaries, the faux documentaries, whatever you want to call them, they could be amazing. They have the ability. They just need the ideas. Yeah. And there's so many places they can go with it. So hopefully it comes back. I know a lot of people are listening saying, oh, fuck, I hope they're dead, you know, but whatever. <laughs> okay. With the Walking Dead ratings beginning to fall in the most significant percentage since the third season, are we on the verge of the next horror TV bubble popping, or is this more just an issue for that show alone? I, I haven't been following that. Uh, I haven't watched the show since the end, uh, mid-season last year. I know it's happening. I heard it dropped off because of the insane violence of episode one. Yeah. The Negan awesome. rampage. And I think it just alienated a bunch of uh, middle America. That's exactly what, what I wrote. That it's, it's strictly a show issue with that. And I'm a fan of the show. I've been a fan of the show since day one. Um, I love it. But people were definitely turned off by that extreme violence. you got to remember The Walking Dead gets a lot of casual fans that aren't even necessarily horror fans. Because the right. show, for, even though it does have excellent effects and stuff, is not really about the violence. It's about these characters and their struggle to survive. So the fact that that it really ramped it up this year um, probably turned a lot of people off. And also the fact that they're, they're spreading out these storylines from all these different right. locations it might take three or four episodes before we get back to, say, Rick's character because we had to spend a week with these characters and then a week with these characters. So I think oh, that's I, I starting that. to... Yeah, to, yeah, yeah I it, love it, that. They, that's they, weird. I like it, but, but it's getting to the point now where they have to condense it a little. I don't mind if yeah. it's every other episode, but I can't watch one episode with the Saviors, one episode at Alexandria, one episode at the Kingdom, one episode here. It's like, come on. You know. Too much, huh? It's it's too many. Condense it a little. Yeah. Well, I think this is a combination of both. I think there's issues with The Walking Dead, and I also think the horror TV bubble is going to burst. I think The Walking Dead, you know what? I, I'm glad people want to leave because now let it go back to being for a niche audience like it was supposed to be in the first place. You know, and I hate to sound like a hipster saying that I don't want normal people, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't want The Walking Dead being water cooler talk. You know what? I, I'll, sound like a, I'll sound like a hipster then. I don't. I horror is mine. I don't like when things that I consider mine that I love to become mass all over the place. It's mine. It's what makes it's something that I am close to and that us that we are into. Yeah. When everybody's into it, I don't feel the same about it. And I guess if that makes me a hipster, then I'm sorry. I'm not trying to sound that way, but I like it better when it's just us. So if people want to go because there was too much violence on a horror show and too much gore, you know what? Go. Get out. I don't need you to. This is horror. Let us freaking <laughs> out. This is horror. <laughs> I, I wish somebody's brains were pummeled every week on The Walking Dead. But whatever. But as far as the TV bubble bursting, yeah, look at a good show. Everyone was raving about The Exorcist, how good it was, and it may not even be renewed. 
Look, I, I just it, think there's too a much. lot of the a lot there of these now. shows are not don't do well. So it, I don't know necessarily feel like it's gonna pop, but I feel like horror TV is very hit and miss to begin with. True. I mean, look, Screen Queens more than likely won't be back after this season, and I love it. Me too. But these shows don't get the best of ratings. But Walking Dead is a show that does happen to get great ratings, but it's dropping off definitely because of the uh, the violence. You know what? That's fine. Let let, let them go. And That's fine. It, fine. it can't it can't drop <laughs> off enough where they. I mean, it'll still be around for a long time. Right. Yeah, a couple more seasons. They should wrap it up after eight, I think. Yeah, but, but I would uh, like. Yeah, I agree. I'd like to see them wrap it up around ten. Sooner, uh, soon enough, they will. Okay. Everyone is talking about how 2016 is a great year for horror. How do you define that? Theatrical gross of horror films, quality of theatrical horror releases, quality of theatrical and VOD horror. I could just say I define it by just horror in general and everything going on, not counting television. I'm just talking about movies. Yeah. Yeah. All of it. I think VOD VOD, VOD is huge huge for me, and it was a great year for, for catching a lot of movies on VOD, but the theatrical horror was phenomenal this year. I mean, I didn't get to see all of them in the theater, but, you know, between, you know, Conjuring the Witch and um, Neon Demon, you know, Green Room, uh, so many others that came out, you know, that you mentioned at the beginning that did so well. Phenomenal. You know, they pulled in the deep so they can release it. I don't know if they're going to release it theatrically under this new title that they're talking about, but if they do... I think it'll do well because it's a fantastic film. So I think theatrical horror is doing well. I think VOD is, you know, I mean, that's that's huge now. That's everything. Yeah, that's yep. direct to video of the millennium. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's great, though. I mean, that's the, I, I get more excited about what's coming out independently than what's coming out. Oh, yeah. I, ch- I check Prime like every day. I check Netflix. Right. I'm like, like, I'm excited. I'm like, what's out there? What's out there today? It's a great so, time. It is. Again. It's a great time to be a horror fan. Okay, anything in 2016 that could grow into the next popular franchise? If not, is there something on the horizon? And if not, why do you think that is? So do you guys pick anything out that could be a good franchise? I, I picked something only because I discovered that it was based on a series of novels, a series of three novels, and that's uh, I Am Not a Serial Killer. And honestly, the, the lead actor, Max Records, was phenomenal in it. I would he love was, to see. I would love to see his character explored in more stories. You know, it's almost. I felt like when I read that, like almost like how, how I felt about Dexter. Like right he, this is a this is a very intriguing character who lives by yeah. like a code, to to, yep. tr- to sort of control his urges. So I'd like to see that in terms of um in terms of the fact that we're not seeing all these franchises. It's you know we we talk about this over and over. It's the fact that I, these people I don't know what they're doing. They're just. They're just afraid to pull the trigger and just make make a sequel to Friday, make a sequel to Nightmare, make a sequel to to whatever franchise it is that we want to see. Just make it. Like they're they're yeah. overthinking it. Make a make a sequel to Halloween. You know they 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 go overthink it to death, and then they wind up producing garbage when they just need to revert back to their, you know, original simplistic formula and give us a slasher going around killing teens. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's Amen. It. You got anything, Christian? You got any franchises? No. Although anything I feel like don't, don't Breathe is going to spawn up based on its box office. <laughs> no. Don't Breathe somehow is going to come back with a prequel or something. <laughs> something bad. Yeah. I don't want it to. I don't want it to as much as I love bastard. the movie. <laughs> well, as long as we get that character back, as long as we get uh, Rocky back, Chain Lovey. Oh, then she's gone. It will be a prequel. Then I don't want to see it. 
<laughs> I just want to see her. You'll see how the daughter was. got killed, and you'll see that. Oh, well, how about the further adventures of Rocky and the other girl? Bullwinkle. Bullwinkle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all said it. <laughs> Amazing. Woo. Okay. You know what? I do have a serious answer. I think that we can Southbound could be turned into a franchise. Why not? You can keep doing that with Larry Fessenden doing the thing. Why not? I mean, that's never it's a never-ending thing. People are going to hell every day. If, you, if you're buying that, why not have more Southbound movies, anthologies that are quality that connect? But doesn't it doesn't it kind of take away from it if you know, already know like what what it is? You already know what it is with this movie. What do you mean? I know, with but it works. One. But it's like we're gonna keep revisiting Purgatory over and over. You think it would fail because of that? I don't know. Come the on. Mind's Eye is another one. I thought maybe. Because it took place in the 90s, and I would love to see, you know, these characters come together. Because there are others out there. That's not a bad one. I, I couldn't think of That was the best I came up with. I came up with Southbound, and I came up with Fear, Inc. You could do Fear, Inc. forever. Yeah. Hell, you could do The Witch. The Further Adventures of Black Phillip. Leave The Witch alone. <laughs> Leave The Witch alone. Leave it alone. It's perfect the way it is. Don't do anything. As much as I love the characters, as much as I love Black Phillip, let it be. That's what I say. A Mercy and Jonas spin-off. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, well, that's it. That's our 16 questions. That's what we got. I'm going to rattle off some movies really quick, and then uh, we can that do That was our... 15. Was it? It says, nine. the last question was, do you feel 2016 has been a year of smart horror movies? I'm an idiot. I just read that, and I forgot it. Okay. I feel there have been many psychological horror movies, ones that really etch in your brain. I'm actually reading yeah. what I wrote here, like, because I wrote the question and then the answer. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, I mean, I wrote absolutely, that's why I loved it so much this year. Oh. It's, it is, it's smart horror. I like, I it like is. intelligent, thought-provoking horror films. It's a, it's adult horror, too. You know what I mean? That yeah. goes along with it. Everything isn't yeah. targeted to children. Actually, yeah. we're getting a bit of everything. We're getting some of this, we're getting some of that, but, yeah. Anal. We've pretty much said that throughout the show, right? That, that, that there's anal? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of anal yeah. jokes tonight. In the deep. That's true. That's true. Christian, you agree? Smart horror? Yeah? Oh, yeah, of course. Like, look at her top the three picks. Right on. Okay. Well, let me do this thing quick. I'm going to read the numbers. The, the movies that I have seven and above that we haven't said. Just to throw them out there for the headites is a recommendation. Okay, these are all seven out of ten. Evolution. Check it out. It's artsy. It's cool. It gets weird at the end. That's why it's down to a seven because I don't quite get it. You are not alone. That is the um, the one that was filmed through um, where you are the um, the protagonist. It's it, you see it through their eyes. Really cool shit. Shelly, check it out. I don't want to say too much about it. Sunchoke, check that out. Within, check that out. Boom. The resort I mentioned a few shows ago. Zombie resort type stuff. Uh, what else? Jack goes home. Seven and a half. Emily, seven and a half. Friend friend request. Uh, what else did we say? The Boy, Siren, boom. And these are all 8 out of 10s. I said, my mother, you didn't like it at all, Brandon? No. <laughs> I still give it an 8. I just didn't like one or two things about it. Anything else? Nope, we've said everything. Trash Fire, check that out. It's real crazy in the third act. It's, 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 it's good, though. It's an interesting story. And then Black Mountainside. Yeah, I think that's it. These are the, the three that I left off my list. Eight and a half. Train to Busan, which I'm surprised didn't show up on someone's list. And we said Fearing Cardi and Mask. We said them all. So, there you go. That's that's my recommendation. You guys got some? Uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll, we've mentioned a lot of movies throughout the night, so I'll just mention just a few, because most of them yeah. were already mentioned at some point. But Francesca, 
check out. Lake Nowhere, Lake Nowhere, check out. She Who Must Burn, I bought that up before. Definitely check that one out. Uh, anything else? I think that's about it. 13 Cameras I enjoyed. I would definitely recommend that. Oh, and Riddle Room, I thought was pretty fun. Riddle Room? I didn't even heard of that one. Riddle Room, yeah, it was uh, earlier on the year. Oh, and Satanic, which was pretty pretty decent. Satanic, you're right, we didn't bring that up. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, good ending. That, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's my list. All right, Christian, well, I, shout I out. Think you, yeah, I think I mentioned some already, like Darling didn't make it, but I, I recommended that. Morgan. I wanted but, to check that yeah. out. It's more, I, yeah. it's more sci-fi action, but it, it's cool. I really like that one nice. as well. And we talked about Summer Camp. So it's Rash Fire, and I, I would say check out as well. Amen. Cool. Cool. Before we go, I want to say this. All right, that's all. Had to get one more in for the year because, damn, that well, movie. Four Hall of Famers tonight. Wow. Four Hall of Famers. Wow. Amazing. And Derek wasn't even on this episode. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if he was. We might have had It would eight. be 18. Does he like the rate high? Yeah, Derek rates high, but we can't say anything because we all rated pretty high tonight. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it was all about. Absolutely. Fantastic. Great year. Yeah, yeah, great year. Guys, thanks for hanging all night long. I'm talking to these two guys, Christian and Brandon. Yeah, you, yes. I'm, starting to, I'm starting to fade. It's like, been a great I'm, year. I sound like Brandon with a cock in my mouth. Oh. I was going to say, he's fading onto a cock. I know that sounds anywhere. In the <laughs> deep? Is that glory hole number five? <laughs> there he that's is my, I love that song. Glory hole number five. Oh, that's Mambo number five, sorry. Chanel number five? Chanel. <laughs> I just want to say... Good night to everybody, because I'm going to hit the fan. I'm going to hit the fan. I'm going to hit the bed. <laughs> second I get Are you here. shit? Yeah. Shit's going to hit the fan, so you're going to hit pants. the <laughs> Everything's and, up. And once Christian hits the bed, I'm going to hit that ass. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop? You'll be walking wrong five. for a week. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you, everyone, for a great year. Fan- fantastic. Seriously, and thank yeah. you, Dave. Christian, just awesome. I love doing the show. Just yeah. can't wait to continue doing it same here man looking forward yeah 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 definitely yeah, yeah. 11 <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> and thanks headites thanks yes. for listening to this long show thanks for the support please do everything that you can for us itunes reviews share yep. the show so we can get the tier three give us, Keep us moving, man. Yeah, i told give you guys money. itunes reviews emails voicemails if you've already done itunes reviews and a uh, bunch of giveaways i picked up a bunch of extra films for uh for giveaways for next week so I'll organize it and announce the winners on the next episode. Thanks, guys. Right on. Awesome. And please, get on the Facebook group and tell us what you think about our picks. We're probably going to post more. I think I'm going to do my 25 eventually. But whatever. Tell us what you think about our picks. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do we suck? Are we freaking the kings of horophilia? Well, we know the answer to that. (laughs) You don't need to answer that one. It's rhetorical. Ice Cappuccino answered that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's be out. Thanks again, everyone. See you later. Good night. Goodbye. Take care. See you in 2017. Happy New Year.